Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Kill Stream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor in chief of the RalphRetort.com. It has been, I don't know, it's probably been some years since we busted out the Ralph Wave. It might have been maybe 2020. I don't know. Definitely been a minute since we have busted out the Ralph Wave. Old heads will know. I saw some people immediately pop for it. Even when it had just started to, it was like it was like five seconds in, and some people immediately called Ralph a wave in chat, which made me smile because I hadn't heard it. Honestly, I just played it on a whim uh, at the start of the show. I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to use an old song for this one. So I was thinking of some of the old ones. I couldn't find the Scrubs version somewhere. I might have to go back and clip that out again myself. Um, but I was trying to... Th- I was trying to find this. Ralph, you're jittering. Um, let me see. You mean the video? I don't think. I'm not jittering. Let's see. No, it looks okay. I'm looking at it on mine. It looks fun. Um, yeah, pre-COVID vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pro- probably been since then, since we played it. Um, SPCC did make that. Yes. He did actually make that. Yeah. That was his creation. Also, he made a um, a Christmas version that's really fucking good, too. Uh, so, shout out to SPC. SP, SPCC. I was like, that's not right. I was looking to my head and shut. <laughs> shout out to SPCC. I remember, um, was it maybe like a year or two ago? That was probably around then, too, where he said he was going to come back, and then he never came back. So, yeah, on Spotify, those cocksuckers. I might try to, I might try to make a run at it over there again. We got banned years ago in there on some bullshit, but it's fucking trash. Surfer's gonna be here. I was gonna start at eleven, um, but I just overslept my mark there because I've been streaming so much. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna lay down. I'm just going to lay down for a minute before the stream, and I fucking, I slept, and I woke up, and it was 11.30, so I got a message surfer, and then I was watching some of the fallout with the Jaden McNeil stuff, so I was like, well, just wait a minute, we'll kind of just start up uh, here in a little while, so, and then finally, it was almost 1 o'clock, I was like, well, I'm going to start anyway, because I figure we'll go a few hours, so might as well get started. Might as well get started. Might as well get started up now. So, yeah, that nap. Yeah, I'm not tired at all now, so fuck it. (laughs) I do love Ralph Wave. Actually, when I was listening to it, I was sitting here thinking, damn, I should have used this. Why has this been on the shelf? Is what I was thinking. What? This is one for me. What? Ralph, you just left that on the shelf? That's one of my best intros ever. It won't be on the shelf again. I think I'm going to start using it a lot more. I was sitting here thinking, damn. Need to work that into the rotation. I think that's better than the rock intro. I don't know how I settled. I mean, I like the rock intro, but I just kind of settled on that one. The scrub intro is the classic, of course. You know what I think of when I hear the scrub? I just think of that's like the pure 2018. Um, and then I think of like copious amounts of drinking also. <laughs> I can almost taste the... I can almost taste the bourbon or tequila at certain parts of that year uh, as soon as I hear it. Um, so the scrub the scrub version for sure. Yeah, just 
can almost smell it. You can almost smell the alcohol through the screen. <laughs> yeah, Ralph M L V one. Actually that's not Ralph M L V one, but that's Ralph M L V one for some of you. That's really probably Ralph M L V like three. But Oh, the Woodford. Yeah, that's what I mentioned in the chat. All right, so we're going to bring Surfer in. Oh, wait, he's here now. Okay, so. Oh, shit. Oh, so let me mute the tab. He's probably, you're probably going to have to, let me show you to the audience, though. Oh, shit. Let me put you on the guest panel here. As soon as I, you know what's fucking fucked up? As soon as I turn it on. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. They can't hear you yet. You can only hear me. As soon as I turn it on, he's drinking. He's got like a big bottle just enjoying. (laughs) I told him before, I was like, you know what? I thought about getting some, because I haven't like, I didn't fully quit again, but I'm, you know, really abstaining for the most part. So I got a thing full of iced coffee here. And I was like, you know what? I almost went and got some, some brews tonight for the surfing, but I, I resisted. So I'm your sober host tonight. I'm here reminiscing. You can tell I wanted a couple drinks. I thought about it, uh, thinking about the old days. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not drunk tonight. I'm, I'm drinking the, the coffee here. Surfers well, drinking. That man. That's right. That man was losing weight on the Maker's Mark. Oh really? As, oh so surely as long as you abstain from the beer and just drink the Maker's Mark, you can lose. Oh weight yeah, I was about all. to say yeah. If I drink beer, like that's another thing. If I'm trying to lose weight and I drink beer, like it's fucked. By the way, I should show my video because I posted it yesterday, and I had it. You know what's funny is I had it recorded on my phone, and I was, you know, I said I was going to post it, and then I didn't. It was just sitting on my phone, and I got into an argument with some. F- on Twitter, <laughs> and I got mad enough in my argument that I posted it on Twitter. So here goes my my weight loss video. I've been talking about it on the show. Some people just refuse to. Be- they think I'm like. I had this guy tell me yesterday. He's like, dude, you're. Bo- he's like, you're boogie size. He's like, you're boogie size. <laughs> like when he was at his biggest, he's like, you can't even move around. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? I move around just fine. Like some people. I don't even know if it's just like the nonstop propaganda or some shit, but this dude was straight up telling me. I was like, "No, I'm not, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm fine." Keep start trying to tell me, keep start trying to tell me my foot was falling off or some shit earlier. I told him to get his old fucking ass in the ring. I would love to slap the shit out of Keemstar legally in the ring. I would love to be the fuck out of you, Keemstar. You've never said anything worthwhile in your entire fucking life. You're fucking worthless. You're posing like you're a fucking boxing promoter. You're not. You're a UN Fousey, you two fucking you know what? If you're real, <laughs> let me see a contract. I'm tired of all this bullshit on Twitter. So you and the <laughs> Medicare can go, oh, Ralph, oh, oh, there's no good. You know, like I'm like I'm trying to fucking refuse shit. I haven't seen shit. All I've seen you and Ashton and Worski talk a bunch of bullshit. Boogie, needless to say, surfer, Boogie ain't fighting shit, dude. This guy could actually no. die in the ring if he even did get in the ring. He's not getting in the ring, though, is the thing. Like, don't even... <sighs> Anyway, we'll I see. I think that's a distraction. No to shit. From the SWAT spiracy. Yeah. I think we are getting a bit too close to the truth. It's getting a little too hot. You know there's what? No, there's no way Buggy's fighting. Hell you know no. Keemstar might make fun of you for your foot, Ralph, but gout is <laughs> Kim's disease. 
you know what? I, put, I I got fired up on air the other day, and I held my foot up in the air or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with my feet, by the way. You'll see them here in just a minute. And fucking Miko, who literally likes to get fucked up the ass until his asshole collapses in on itself. Do you know that's like his fetish? Anyway, this guy said, look at Ralph's foot. His foot's about to fall off. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's nothing wrong with my foot. So anyway, Keemstar, I don't know if they said that last night on the Chemo Casino or what, because Keemstar was on there and he was like, well, what about your foot, Ralph? I'm sitting there like, what are you talking about? Like, the, the, I, Anyway, speaking of my feet. Let's see if I can play this. Big text here, too. Yeah, what? let's see this. I'll ask yes. you the spreadsheet live. Yes. As, um, let's as do this. Big Tech, are you here, by the way? I'm here. All right. I'm here. With that, Gavin McInnes. <laughs> you with that. All right, now. That's who I am? <laughs> Is that what they right. Oh, by the way, like I said earlier, BPF said he was in for tomorrow night. Um, I don't know if we have... A partner or not, if it's just going to be Big Tech versus BPF and Zen Shapiro. Um, but we'll see. It's, it, I don't know. We'll know about that soon, probably. It might just be handicap match tomorrow. The way in, it was 251 when I'm not holding my phone. So I think it'll I always have to mention that, by the way. The phone actually does raise the weight on the scale. What? <laughs> I mean, well, on six pounds. You know, yeah, you no, know. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> it was point three, I think, pounds this time. Over now, though. Let's see. Then right here, well, well you'll see. That say even? Oh, it wasn't. I have it to wait until it gets to zeros. It didn't work at first. Come on, motherfucker! Wow, I've never even seen it do that. Okay. Holy shit. Two fifty-two point two. Oh, I thought that was very close. Very close. It was two fifty-one point nine. Yes, it was two fifty-one point nine before. I really wanted to be under two fifty, but I didn't quite. I didn't quite get there this week. I'm thinking next week I'm going to be under two fifty. Where did you say that dead man is at, Mister Deadman? Who, who lied Mr. about Mr. me? Mr. Deadman just weighed in at two forty-seven point zero. Oh uh, yeah, I'm about to pass him pretty soon. Yeah, within the next week or two, I'm going to pass him. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the picture, Ralph, where he broke his scale. No, he literally stepped on, or maybe it was his fat wife that stepped on it and broke it, but like <laughs> literally shattered the glass scale. Oh, he had, yeah. You know what? I saw him use that scale before, though. I, I know. He had one of those glass ones with the panel or whatever that you step on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see he that. Shattered it. Uh, you know, I, I in case those in case people don't remember, do we have? Maybe I could play that. Actually, how do you know? How did you meet Dead Man? By the way, um, well, PVP used to uh, PVP and Godwinson entertained had uh, Dead Man on for this week in Nectar. Like fucking like a year and a half ago oh, now, know. right? And PvP and Deadman had like a uh, like a battle, a falling out, like after like an episode of that. Um, so I, I've known of Deadman since then. Now since PvP moved out, I've interacted with Deadman a bit more. Um, Deadman banned me from his chat simply for saying Ethan Ralph is winning. Wow, that's tough. Well, you know, he tried to say, of course, he was lying. But he and we'll get into stuff like this in a moment. It seems like he's got a lot in common with PPP, but 
uh, he tried to say that I got him fired from his job. This was two days after he, he accused the Dymo of getting him fired from his job with the same story, basically, but he just replaced the names. Now, for those, those who might not know the lore there, this is me giving some of the lore. The Dymo was on the other day. He was on the show that Surfer was supposed to be on, but he got he got swatted during that show. And speaking of the SWAT spirit scene, I know we're kind of jumping around in order. So if you're watching this back, just keep that in mind. Uh, I'll send you the video too. If you want Ralph, if you want to see the swatting, I'll send you the fucking video of when they sent the dog. And I got yeah. it unlisted on YouTube. Do that. Send that to me. Yeah. I'd like to, I'm, yeah, I'd like to show that. Um, and, uh, you know, the whole SWAT spiracy thing, I didn't put much stock into it, but there's some things that really don't add up once you watch. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It is shady for sure, but who knows? But when I watched it, it, it is questionable, like, just how they know even what's going on over there uh, in the first place. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in the course of the story. Dead Man, can we... Where's this? So this is. I'm not gonna play this whole thing because it's like 13 minutes, and I don't really want to see that much, uh, Mr. Deadman. But the first part. So the first part is just him telling the story with the ninja, uh, in in my place, basically. Let me see. And I think the second part has, has his drunken retelling. Let me see. Is this on here? Fuck. Damn you, Odyssey. No. You know, you know, you know, Ralph okay. Deadman joined go. Punt the Gut specifically yeah. so he could try to mog you. Like right. he thought he was going to somehow own the fucking Ralph Amel by joining Punt the Gut. And you're about to pass him. Like not only in terms of weight loss, but like in terms of static weight. Yes. When he started like right. 20, 30 pounds ahead of you. Yeah. So I'm about to pass <laughs> him an overall weight loss and... Like, actually just weighing less than him, too. Like, that's coming up here pretty soon. Uh, and I've been sending surfer videos. When do we start this? This has been several months now that we've been doing it. And I've been keeping up with it. My Discord got banned, and I didn't get to talk to him for a couple of weeks. But I've still been keeping up with it the whole time. Like, uh, And oh, yeah. so I've still been losing weight. And so when <laughs> when I saw him in chat a week or two ago, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, dude, don't worry. I've been, I've been keeping up with this the whole time. Uh, so I started like 275, something like that. Uh, and so getting close uh, to 25 pounds, 25 pounds down here. Now, here's Mr. Deadman, for those who don't remember. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me... Uh, that voicemail recording was the sound of a and destroying uh, Mr. Deadman. That's what it is. Um, Show the broken scale. I don't have it. About a week ago, I overheard a voicemail recording from my supervisor's office. And on that voicemail recording was the sound of a southern man, a what? drunk southern man, screaming and hollering about how like, an A-log was going to take his alcoholism. Yeah, dude, he drinks hardcore, man. I know the whole meme about me drinking, and I, you know, it's not fully a meme, <laughs> but this guy just, uh, yeah, he 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 hits the bottle hard. Like he took a swig there, like he was like a drunk from a western movie, or you know what I mean, like an old western or some shit. Like his baby threatening to take his baby, threatening to ride his motorcycle, his Harley all the way over there to Virginia to take his baby to Richmond, Virginia. I what? Like, what is he, what is he saying, that. by the way? Huh? 
He said he was going to steal my baby? What was he even saying there? Like, I don't even... Baby. Wait, hold on. I, I got to go back a little further. I, I, I didn't even catch that part the first time. Screaming and hollering about how an A-log was going to take his baby, threatening to take his baby, threatening to ride his oh, motorcycle. He's saying I was. Okay, I was, I was like... All the way over there to Virginia. To I never said that, boy. Take his baby to Richmond, Virginia. I thought nothing of it. I thought nothing of it. This guy, this guy came to my house, by the way. I didn't even know it was him for like three or four weeks, and then somebody said that it was him, and he like dumped some shit out in front of my house. I didn't have the camera on then, so I don't have it on... If I'd have had it on camera, I, well, first off, I would have put it out. Second off, I don't even know. Because uh, he put a bunch of dumbass, like, fucking trash, basically, out in front of my house. I didn't even know it was him. I think he lives in Texas. I don't even know how he got to Richmond. Did he drive all the way from Texas to Richmond? Who knows? I don't even know the full backstory there. But then, this is the man that, like, docks his children for his weekly weigh-in a couple weeks ago. Dude, what is his deal? And he was... Well, look, if you if you listen, well, he tells the full story here in a minute, but he was a he was like a CPS officer. You know what I mean? Like a, a social worker, basically. Um, this is unbelievable. The story he tells, actually. Days ago, I was put in a situation where it was either be fired or be let go. Be fired or be let go. If I chose to be fired option, they wouldn't let me really use them as a reference, all that. Um, so I chose I chose to resign. I chose to resign. Now, you can deal with this information, what you will. Okay? You can choose to believe me. I've been nothing but honest with you guys. I've been nothing but yeah. honest. Okay. By the way, like I said, I skipped the first part of the video, but he tells uh, a version of this story with somebody else's name in it like two days before. Then he puts out this video like it's, you know, legitimate. Of course, there are some people who hate me so much that they immediately ran with it as if this was true. So there was enough people saying it, and it was, like, so obviously wrong, and it was, you know, so provable that we put out this video, which Pansu made. Shout out to Pansu. Um. Wow. I think it's... <laughs> Hold on. Pause it, Ralph. Sure. I, I just got to say, I just compiled the formulas for your most recent weigh-in, and you're actually leading the pack. In the really? Bracket? Yeah. Um, Gahul was winning before. Gahul's lost 20 pounds. Oh, since shit. The competition. He's doing very well. But you, Ralph, is, have lost 20.6 pounds. See? So you're actually in the number one spot for the weight loss. Wow. Just barely by that point six. Thank you, man. Uh, and I told you when I started, I was like, I didn't want to get involved unless I was really going to lose weight. Uh, but twenty pounds down, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. What was it? Two twenty five. Was it July fourth? What was the What was the date that we set there at the end? July the fifth. July the fifth. Now that is going to be. I was I was talking to speaking of Pantsu the other day. I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get pretty serious about it because there's two months left. And I need to lose, uh, you know, 25 pounds, basically. Um, so, we'll see. I worked there for seven years. For seven years, I made timely contacts. Uh, I, I, I did everything I can to work with the families I worked with. 
I cannot believe yeah. this guy was actually a CP. I can actually, because I've. I don't know, but this is unbelievable. That man was the guy that just took away your children. That's what I'm saying. Imagine this guy. This guy He rose out of his fucking station wagon or some shit. He's got like a tie on and and instead of like a full, you know what I'm talking? He looks like Michael Douglas and falling down and shit. He stumbles out of his fucking car. He's got on a like a tie with a fucking... <laughs> Button-up T-shirt, you know what I mean? White button-up tee. Stumbles out. He's got, like, bourbon stains on his shirt and shit. Still smelling like Maker's Mark. Grabs little Timmy fucking out of the crib. <laughs> Grabs little Sally. Throws him in the back seat of his fucking paddy wagon and takes him on down the street. Total factors. All like, these factors. It's crazy. Did a stream where he's talking about how you would psychologically manipulate children to rather <laughs> He'd say, wait, wait, repeat that? Oh, no, I was laughing too loud. He's fucking wild, oh, dude. <laughs> no, he certainly doesn't have the moral high ground. No. I got to intro my cigar, though. I just got these fucking cigars yesterday because I knew I was oh, Should we have a smoke? Oh, okay, you know what? Okay, tell us about it because I'm going to have to get a smoke now. Yeah, this is a fucking Rocky Patel oh. Royale fucking colossal size it's the biggest fucking cigar i've ever smoked like this is the size of my finger compared to the size of the cigar it, look, it makes it look like i have fucking midget fingers <laughs> you know the fucking brown man at the corner store sells me all these cigars right because i go in there he's the guy i fucking get cigars from and i always get a fucking ton of fucking cigars from so i go in and he goes he goes, these ones. He goes, you like the big, thick ones? And I go, yeah. He goes, these ones. It's like a villain. It's like a villain <laughs> in a superhero movie. It's the fucking the villain cigars. You know, so I had to get four of them. I knew that was the perfect fucking cigar to come on the kill stream. Get the fucking the villain cigar. The fucking Rocky Patel Royale. You know what? I have had a Rocky Patel before and they are excellent uh and i'm sitting here i had one of these i think i had yeah i had the uh ladc mia moore uh yesterday if we can see this on screen by the way super chat is powerchat.live slash the ralph retort if you want to use that i had one of these yesterday but i think uh i might have uh an oliva uh v here today i have some more cigars coming tomorrow from holt cigars I wish they would just pay me and give me free cigars. I would, I would definitely be open to that. I wish the same thing. Yeah, I was about to say, I would definitely be open to that if anybody's listening because I dropped like $160 on cigars. But anyway, they're not $50 a cigar like Mark Collins said, but they're pretty good cigars, you know. Uh, and so um, this is, like I said, the Oliva V, which is pretty good. And then I have the V cut. What What kind of cut do you have on it? Straight cut or what? Ah, uh, yeah, it's just regular. You know, I'm not too much of a connoisseur. I'm no fucking expert. I usually just get a variety. Yeah, I'm not an expert either. <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. Um, no, although I have gotten a little more knowledgeable the last couple of years. I got my humidor and everything over there, so I do have. Uh, I'm rocking that now. Um, the yeah, thing you need the humidor, Ralph. You need the fucking. Humidor. Yeah, you gotta have it if you're if you're even smoking a little bit seriously. 
you pretty much yeah. got to have the you pretty much got to have the humidor. Uh, now let me finish this from Mister Deadman. I can't believe literally thinking about this guy coming to visit you and talk to you about your parenting or something like that. It's just there's that job high. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like you're having say you're legitimately having some struggles in your household or something, or and you know they're supposed to help or whatever. You're giving me some counseling. <laughs> this guy shows up. I just. Uh, this man shows up just reeking of alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shows up just shattered out of his mind. It's trying to tell you how to be a better dude, It's crazy. I know people have it go at me or whatever, but it's like, dude, I sit on here and talk shit on my computer for a living. This guy was going to... You know what I mean? It was like a fucking family, like doing family interventions and shit. That was his job. High-pressure job. Yeah, I guess you it is high-pressure. CPS work. Child Protective Services. Uh, I think it's silly. I think it's an overreaction that there was a family that claimed that never made contact with them. By the way, where there was evidence. Listen to this story because he tells what happens basically why he got fired. Like, this is why I got fired. Uh, I think it's silly. I think it's an overreaction that there was a family that claimed that never made contact with them when where there was evidence that I did. And then they let me go. They take their word. Talk about the department that always jokes and mocks about the families behind their back, which they do all the time, right? You know that to be true. But they're going to take sure their you word never did that. over my word. <laughs> Something else happened. Like, that man literally did a stream, like, mouth. solely dedicated to how he psychologically manipulates children to rot out families. I have to see this now. I have to see this. Do we have a link? Because I'm sitting there thinking that might be the best content he's ever made. I think it very well much has to do with our freaking voicemail there. What did what did Ethan Ralph say? His story was he overheard a voicemail on his boss's phone. It was, sounded like me. What did Ethan... Yeah, okay. Do you know, <laughs> I mean, do you know Ralph? Am I thinking? Like three days before this, he literally said the same thing about Dymo. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the, it was the exact same story. Yeah. Who was Ethan Ralph? He was the one that was gloating. He was the one that was gloating on Twitter about it. Well, I did. Now, that's true. I did gloat on Twitter about him getting <laughs> fired. Now, that part is true. So I kind of played. I kind of gave him the opportunity because once I I wasn't even watching his stuff. I, somehow, I don't know. Some, somehow he did some kind of stream or something. I saw it in the feed. Then I saw he was part of the punt the gun contest. I didn't know he was even part of the contest until then. And so I watched his weight loss video where he weighed in and he talked about getting fired. So then I screamed. Well, of course, I screen capped him talking about getting fired and started laughing about it on Twitter, which, you know, I guess I shouldn't have done that. But he took that and said, oh, look, Ralph's gloating. And then so he made up. Then he used this story to try to say I got him fired. The just Washington man that called my boss. It must have been, in fact, Ethan Ralph. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has nothing okay. to do with this episode of this massive episode of malfeasance here. Me. I'm a nobody. No one knows who I am. I have a small channel. No one cares. But he was watching me. He was watching Gunwave. By the way, he's made like 300 videos about me or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, how did he How did he find out? Anyway, you do with this information what you will. Um, he's so drunk in this video. Some of you guys are better detectives than I am. 
I think pretty much everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, it's tough. Like, he's having a hard time. Like, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> he's just, like, beat Brad in the face. I can't. Yeah. Alcoholism. This guy's, like, fucking I going for believe. the... He's going for the Academy Award. With this. He has his win. He has his win right now. It's tough. What am I supposed to do? Hmm? What do I do now? Bag and grift for, for money? Well, maybe, maybe put the maker's part down and stop doxing your children. Uh, I didn't see him dox his kids. What, did he put him in his video to, like, beg for money? Or, like, what what happened? Like No, like, just in his punt the gun weight loss video. And I don't know if you saw his... Uh, his post on uh, on YouTube and like the community post where like he doxes his children and his wife to say he's a family man because no. he goes back and forth with Damo, right? So he says like he, he's like he, he started like banning everyone in his chat that sympathized with the Damo. He like gave them an ultimatum and said you either need to be Team Damo or Team Deadman. So then he starts making these community posts on YouTube about how like Team Deadman is about family, <laughs> you know? He like doxes what his the wife fuck? and children. Dude, show it. I mean, if yeah, he... yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. Wait, what is this problem? By the way, Damo gets gets under the right people's skin. I've noticed. Uh, he, he really does. He really does. We had him on the. Uh, we had him on the. Uh, what was it? The Super Show last week, and uh, some people. He just can't, Damo, can't. my biological son, is my favorite creator on YouTube. Damo's fucking Keno. Um, Damo made a video called "Fucking a Boy and His Dogs" about a guy named Dark Ninjas, imaginary dogs, and it was the most Keno thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, Damo's fucking unreal. If I, if anyone in chat isn't subscribed to the Laughing Damo on YouTube, make sure you fucking seek him out. Yeah, um, probably the most Keno content on there. Yeah, I wanted to uh I wanted to give him a little promotion there uh on the stream. All right, um here we go, we'll finish it. Two bombs. Oh, super chat go. Oh yes. Anonymous sent three dollars. Can we get a Gambian sticker? Yeah, we have to. <laughs> this dude I don't know if you saw that last night, but this dude from the Gambia randomly called into the show. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not kidding, by the way. He no, was, I saw that. I yeah. did. I saw the fucking the black man. From yes, Canada. dude. How did that come to be? Well, uh, so like I, dude, I still don't know what happened. He fucking called in. I thought it was a troll from Kiwi Farms or something, right? Like I'm like, okay, this dude's mumbling, saying he's from Africa. Like, okay, what's the punchline? Ralph, oh, he's a shit eater. What, you know what I mean? Like, where's what's he gonna say? Got this or like, what was he gonna say at the end? Right? Like, okay, something, some bullshit at the end. Anyway. Well, it's just fucking nonsense. Like, well, yeah, I've it's like, okay, what's he going to say? But, you, but, you stuck your thumb in the girl's no, ass. I didn't no, look, I'm I stuck not, my thumb in many I, girls' ass. Look, I'm not going like in there. I'm not going into the... in the girl's ass. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. I I'm not... a fucking common thing. But you didn't fucking lick your thumb off. Like, that's silly. 
It's just bullshit what they're saying. Like I said on the show, it's just it's just typical for Medicare where they just they just say something that's not true and just repeat it over and over, and they're like, "Oh, lol, this is hilarious." Like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, and they'll claim they have like the Christian moral high ground, but like again and again in the New Testament, it says you can't be claiming false witness against your neighbor, and all they do is claim false witness. Yeah, it really is just, um, it really is kind of incredible. And then, you know, I talked about this stuff with Medicare, and I, I don't know, we could talk about this later too, but, uh, I mean, he finger-fucked his current wife on air live in front of a thousand people. I was watching the stream. Like, I remember when this happened. And so it's like, oh, this is Captain Morality here? Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is Captain, oh, don't, you know what I mean? Like, he's talking about no friends on, on the internet and all this and that. It's like, dude, your fucking wife was a, was a e-whore, basically. Like, what, the, what do you, what do you mean? And it's like, I don't know. It, it's just the whole holier-than-thou type shtick that, that, that he kind of does. And... Yeah, it's just fucking silly. Yeah, that's kind of And grift hard on streams? Grift hard. Huh? That's cog. Is that, like, is that hold on. Hold on. Like, like, that man has pulled this whole fucking stick so he can grift, right? Like, <laughs> that man is yeah. claiming this specifically so he can grift while he's calling you. You know, when I saw this, I thought it was, like, I was kind of laughing at it. Like, I was like, okay, this is obviously fake, right? Like, nobody could take this seriously, surely. Well, of course, immediately... People started taking it seriously and saying, I was reading the comment, Ralph, piece of shit. This guy's garbage. I can't believe he got you fired. Like, you probably made a little mo- bit of money off this. There were some people actually upset. If but I do. I know one thing we can do. One thing we can do is we can make the rage piggy seethe. Apparently, he watches me. Apparently, yeah. Uh, I think he got. Well, I think. Plus, by the way, I don't watch him, but I I had seen his stuff within the last day or two, right around then. I told you how, but like the guy had made has made, and I knew of him before then though because he's made like forty or fifty. <laughs> I don't even not even forty or fifty. It's literally over a hundred, like videos or streams about me. I said three hundred. I don't know about three hundred, but. Well over a hundred, approaching two hundred. Like I mean, it's literally like that. It's not no, cog. It literally is like it's yes. his whole fucking grip. He yeah. jumped on the fucking bandwagon. He's stolen Daddy Jim's jokes. Like he can't think of any jokes on his own, so he steals the rage pig joke. You know, just like flamenco and all these other fucking gay bandwagoners. They just fucking recite whatever Daddy Jim and PPP says and can't they, they don't have an original thought of their own to make a fucking joke. So they try to grift off the fucking what everyone else is saying and it's just gay. You know, I, I used to watch Dead Man. I did used to watch Dead Man because the fucking small sphere that I interact with, Dead Man is like, you know, he, he interacts with all these fucking guys. Yeah. But Dead Man banned me simply for saying Ethan Ralph is winning. You know, like to this day, I can't comment in his shot, so I don't watch anymore. <laughs> you know, like. Well, yeah. And again, I don't know. I mean, the guy seems like he could be 
funny sometimes. You know, I mean, I don't know, but he's got this. You know, he turned it into his thing. I don't even hold it against some of these people where it's like, well, nobody. I mean, this is his thing, right? Talking shit about me. There's a reason. (laughs) Like, that's his calling card doing 350. And we'll talk about a guy. Who got known like that in a minute too, which is kind of the reason he for the put season. Put the word in with my boss and got me fired. I think we can make this rage piggy see you, see yeah. it hard by giving him okay. money. That's gonna be the. He's watching me. Yeah. He doesn't want to see me have any wins. He doesn't want to see me make money. He wants to see me <laughs> struggle and squirm and, and and I don't know struggle. But I know you guys have my back. I know you guys <laughs> you know, and he gets like $6 dollars yeah. of donations a show. He goes, I I'll know you guys have wave. my back. <laughs> he's a Ralph got me fired. He, he's literally, I've on that stream that I watched of his, he's, he's crying because he doesn't get like super chats and stuff. And like, he's like, he does the whole segment about how it sure would be nice and all this shit. Like it's funny as fuck. Is this the footage where you got, is this the actual footage from the swatting? Yeah, yeah, no, hold on. I got to run and take a fucking okay. pee quick. Okay, know? I'll wait. Go ahead. I'll talk to Big Tech. Big Tech, are you still here? Big Technicals. Yeah, I don't know. I hope he's still around. I sort well, of like this Big Tech guy. You know, when he was fucking going at Flamenco that one night. That was amazing. I was in fucking Chad, Agnolon. I was calling I was calling him Wignot Gavin McInnes. <laughs> Wignot Gavin McInnes is felting this guy. He goes hard, dude. <laughs> you know, I sort of fucking got a soft spot for fucking Big Tech because of that, to be honest. He goes hard. All right, go ahead. Um, I'll, I'll, do I'll do something. I'll talk to these guys. All right, let's see here. Uh, powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort, killstream.live slash entropy, dollar sign, sunset squad over on Cash App. Also, let's see what else. Killstream.live slash tip. Did I say that one? I think I did. Dollar super chats over on odyssey.com slash at the Ralph Retort. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching right now. Anon says you got fired for being a fat, incompetent alcoholic. Yeah, I mean he pretty much tells the story right there why he actually got fired. Um, but uh, that was a little refresher for those who don't. I didn't plan to go into the the dead man story, but uh, he brought him up. So why not? Got a late start here. We'll probably go. I don't know. We'll probably go late too. Live cozy TV slash Ethan Ralph. Like I said, TTS is on. You can interrupt. We're going to go into the origin story. PPP surfer here is former partner. He's like, he's like a fucking 26 or deep as he's telling this story about how you got him fired from. Oh dude, he's bad. He's like super wasted in that video. His face. He looks like he looks like a cartoon, you know, like a cartoon character where he's like literally flushed from so much alcohol in his system. Like his face is red as fuck. Yeah. It's, no, uh, he literally shakes yeah, from the yeah. alcoholism, right? He says it's he says the reason he shakes is because of the the things he's seen doing CPS work. Yeah, but like that's just a cult. Like that's not why. Like it's strictly for nah, he hasn't seen that. Yeah, he talks like he's a homicide detective or some shit. Yeah, it's not like that. Uh... But hold on, Ralph. I'm gonna flip my camera. I'm gonna show you this community post from Dead Man. Go ahead. Hold on, let me okay, switch. So Mr. Deadman post, he goes, Team Deadman is about family and spending quality time with your kids. Team Damo <laughs> is about self-indulgent fantasies of grandeurs and loneliness. 
And he dogs fuck? his children and his wife. Look at this. Can I zoom in? Yeah, go ahead. Is zooming in if I fucking zoom. This Where's his, his is that his fat wife? Yeah, his wife's like Holy shit, wife. his wife looks like PPP. What in the fuck? Are you kidding she me? Like, she looks like fucking Consuela. She's slovenly, guy. dude. What the fuck, dude? I think I'm in better shape than his wife. What in the world? What show that bit hold on, send me that. What in the world? Rambot's wife looks better than that, I think. What in the world? Mrs. Rambot looks better than that. Dude, that's brutal. Why would he post that? Mrs. Rambot has those Kazar milkers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She has the she has those Kazar milkers. And she's got the Australian accent, I assume too, at least. So I you know, I could close my eyes maybe and just Pretend it's the bitch from uh, Suicide Squad. What is her name? Margot okay, Robbie. Okay, so here's the other one I, I ought to show you too, Ralph. Here, let me zoom out. Okay, let me switch um, Yeah, this, this, this is Dead Man. One his post from fucking ten days ago. He says not looking good. And this is <laughs> now, do you think it was Dead Man that stepped on the scale and made that happen, or was it his wife? <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm not so sure now. I thought you were uh, kidding me at first, but uh, she's a big bitch, uh, I have to say. Uh, matter of fact, I might challenge her to a gunt off at Ralphamania. I think uh, Mrs. Deadman. Do you think she would? Better watch out. Aspirations. I saw your eyes got really big when I said that. That might be overstepping my. I might be uh, biting off more than I can chew there with Mrs. Deadman. I don't know. But let me try to. Dude, Maybe stick to Mrs. Rambo. Yeah, I don't know, dude. She's a Texas lass, isn't that where he's from? Texas. Yeah, Everything's bigger exactly. down in Texas. That's what they say. You know, I don't know if if you know that in Canada. That's the saying here in America. Everything's bigger down in Texas. No, we've heard that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if it made it that that far up to Canada. Probably so. Uh, speaking of Canada, okay, so you're here, PPP. How did you first meet PPP? Um, I worked at a call center. So when I, I lived in Kitchener, Waterloo for like three, four years. And I, I dated this girl, you know, my ex-girlfriend. We lived together for like four years, right? And I, I still think of her. <laughs> No, that goes. I don't have that, but uh, I've been in that situation before. Uh, yeah, but so, anyways, when we first broke up, you know, I wanted to sort of reconcile things with her. So, it can, a local fucking call center, Nordia. It's tough, man. I've been in that spot where you're trying to get back together, uh, like a long term relationship, and you're like trying, especially as a dude, you're like, oh, no, this is going to. I got this. This is coming back. Uh, and then it doesn't come back usually. But. Well, well I, lo- I love her, right? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I'll say that. You know, yeah. I know it sounds pretty fucking soft. But, you no, know, it I, sounds I really soft. No, I know. No, believe me. I know exactly what you mean. It sounds soft as fuck. But when you're in that spot, it doesn't sound soft. And, you and if, yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you really love that chick, yeah, yeah, it can fuck with you for sure. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, so anyways, a local call center, um, was here in Peterborough. Um, I moved back in with my parents, right. And, um, 
There was a local call center that was here in Peterborough and in Kitchener where she was. So, of course, when I was looking for a job, that's where I wanted to go. So I, I, suck out a jo- I, I seeked out a job there. And um, I came from door-to-door sales, so I could really get any fucking job I wanted in sales. So I, um, I applied there. I got the fucking job. Um, my first fucking, the first time I was ever introduced to PPP was my trainer. So my trainer for this job, her uh, very first training class she did when she became a trainer, PPP was a member of that training class. <laughs> so she had like the graduation photo of that first training class is like her background on her computer, right? And as I'm sitting there in training class, I noticed that. And I, I saw PPP and I said, wow, that guy looks fucking retarded. <laughs> I said, I want to fucking meet that guy. So that's how you first met. See, I kind of thought you knew him like even longer than that. Like you guys went back into childhood or grew up in the same area or something. But no, nah, that's how you met him. We went to the same high school. But, really? Um, like I I'm. Like, PVP's like 25, right? I'm 29. So by the time I graduated high school, he was just entering high school. So I never knew him when we were kids. Um, But when I was, uh, this is like when I was like 20, this is 2014. Um, So I wasn't on the internet at that point, but this is in the, uh, you know, the renowned days of Gamergate. (laughs) The days of lore, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, way before I was ever on the fucking internet. But um, so I I thought that when I finally got onto the floor, I met PPP. And in the workplace, this is leading up to Trump's election, right? Actually, this is 2015 when I'm working at Nordia, and it's leading up to Trump's election. And everyone on the floor is like a normie-tier fucking liberal idiot. And PVP, like his whole character on the floor, he's just the abrasive fucking Trump guy. He's fucking, you know, he fucking, he just say like our fucking, the the hiring manager, Scott, he, um, he was like, he, he like, he watched Rachel Maddow every night, right? Like he was just fucking like this liberal fucking idiot, but he was pretty funny the way he laughed. Dan sent $3. Can you tell us about the satanic cult and Ashton's involvement? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to go. We're going, I'm starting it here. We're just starting at the beginning. Uh, but yes, we will talk about one that. step at a time. Right. Sweet Jesus. Right. Not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I want people. And I told him this, I was like, I just want the, I just want the real story. And we're probably just going to start at the beginning and go through like that. Um, and then organically if something comes up, uh, but anyway, continue with what you're saying. Yeah. So like PVP would have fucking arguments with Scott, right? Where they'd be fucking with each other. And I always thought it was hilarious. Like Scott would always brush him off and go like, and his fucking laugh. I always thought was funny. And PVP would go on about Trump and all this stuff. Right. But I always like, I took a liking to PVP there. I sort of agreed with him on a lot of these things that he would say. And, um, we we never like we go out drinking with everyone from the floor, but I never really interacted with PPP one on one up until that point. So about like three four months later, um, into me working at Nordia, um, PPP had a poker tournament at his house. Um, PPP's whole family's right into fucking poker, right? So they uh, they had a poker tournament, um, and uh, PPP invited everyone on the floor. 
And I was the only one that showed up. You know, I thought it would be this big event, but no one showed up but me. So it was like me and PVP and his like fucking father and all his father's friends playing poker. And it was a pretty good night. And then at the end of that, like PVP got like a fight with his dad. <laughs> you know, he was like making fun of his dad and his dad's friends. And they got in this big fight. So me and PVP fucked off and went downstairs and we were smoking fucking poppers, right? I was getting them smoking weed. And he uh first he started playing me Joe Rogan. And then all of a sudden he starts he goes here, look look at this RJ, and he starts playing fucking Moon Man. And you know, and this is when I was more of a normie tier person. So he starts playing Moon Man and I was rattled. I said, This is racist. Moon Man's a bit shocking if you're coming from the normie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, Moon Man's fucking base. I quickly I like learned. Moon Man now. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're just like a regular person and they hit you with some shocking Moon Man, you might be like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I remember yeah. the first time I heard Moon Man, right? Uh, and, he, and I wasn't a normie even then. Uh, but still, the first time I heard Moon Man, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it was funny as fuck. I was laughing, but I was also like... Shocked a little bit. Uh, it was the Emily Yukas Eminem. Uh, what is it? It's the My Name Is, actually. The one, the first one I remember hearing was that one. It's still, I think, my favorite. Um, I even played that one. I remember my mom, uh, RIP, by the way. I love my mom. Uh, Mother's Day coming up here. Uh, but I remember I even played that song for my mom. And it's so bad, but it's so funny. And she knew the, ori she knew the original version, too, because I used to play that one for her. She no, was actually I laughing. Bro. She was I, laughing I at Moon Man. Yeah, dude, she was laughing at Moon Man. She was definitely starting to get fucking woke about the Jews. You know, my mom's starting to fucking realize the truth about the Jewish question, at least. But it's 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 it, it takes a bit of fucking work. Process, the yeah. last time I ever played that stuff, because I've stopped playing that stuff recently in the uh, in the car. I just you know I've gotten over it. But uh, the last time was at Christmas. I got fucking shittered at my grandparents' house on Christmas Eve. And on the way home, it's me, my mom's boyfriend, and my brother. And I put on Alabama. No. <laughs> and they were fucking just silent, you know? They were fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> Styling. By the way, that was a soft day there. Sure. Uh, I don't know if some people misheard there. Now, uh, continue with the uh, PPP story. <laughs> what, that uh, was the soft That was definitely the soft day. Now, continue. That was soft day. Now, he's Canadian. You guys, you know what I mean? Like, it's different up there. It sounds a little bit different, but that was the soft day. Now, what? Well, we're on Cozy, Ralph. We won't get our <laughs> dumper for that sort of now, now, what? Now, what happened? <laughs> what happened with? With, uh, PPP. So how did you get to be friends? I guess you mentioned his family and stuff like that. How did you get to like, I mean, you guys live together in that fucking house that you're in right now. Um, like how did it go from a guy you met basically at work to, you know, standing well, up? well, so after that poker tournament, you know, I uh, developed an affinity for the guy. We started out, from there on out. When we'd go out and drink with everyone else on the floor, I'd bring him back to my house afterwards, and we'd smoke some bowls in my garage, and we'd debate, like, uh, religion and politics and this sort of thing. 
And um, at first, like, he would bring up that the Holocaust was a scam and all these things to me, right? And I, I was real fucking, like, I would debate back to him against that, like, from more of an army perspective. And he would always say to me, he said, you know what, RJ? He said, one day you're going to realize I'm right. And you know what? I did realize he was right. You know, but that's, um, I think that's something that's very important. It is very important that we are able to realize when we're wrong and we're able to grow and we're able to, I, I really care about the truth, right? And I was wrong. So I admitted I was wrong and I learned the truth. Um, now, the same thing with religion. The, the main thing that we would are, that we would debate about was religion. At that point in my life, I was a Luciferian. Like, not that I identified as a Luciferian, but looking back on my ideology and my worldview at that time, it was Luciferian. Um, in the sense that, like, Luciferianism is God through knowledge, right? That through the sciences and through understanding of knowledge and logic, we can become like God. And I thought I was God, right? Like, I had a lot of pride and vanity at that point in my life. And I thought I, I wanted to live forever. And I, uh, I thought that through transhumanism and, uh, and through science, if I gained enough of an understanding, that I would be able to live forever through transhumanism. Like, I, I, I believe that stuff. But I, I was wrong, right? Me and PPP debated many ideas, and I realized that my Luciferian outlook, once again, not that I identified it as Luciferian, but looking back on it, it was the Luciferian mindset. I realized that I was wrong and that Christianity is the, um, is the truth. And um, PPP converted me. I started going to church, and uh, eventually PPP baptized me. Um, now, later on, in our, um, as we worked at Nordia, I, um, we eventually moved in with two other guys from the workplace. Um, an older guy who is like this fucking like poltard fucking conspiracy theorist, right? He was fucking sort of jokes. And uh, we also moved in with this black guy, <laughs> you know, this me Ashton, this fucking pole, this like 35 year old poltard, and this fucking black guy. And like, this black guy kept, like, leaving the house through the window, and we thought at one point he was a cop. He was trying to entrap us. So, like, the one night we, like, fucking had to sit down with him and fucking grilled him about whether he was a cop. And we used to run poker tournaments and whatnot from the fucking Bethune house, right? It was a great time. It only lasted, like, six months, but it was a great time. Um, and then, um, eventually... Um, so because I come from knocking doors and there is a lot of money in that, if you do well, um, like the now guys explain that. Scam explain what it was. There. No, wait, explain what it is you guys did. You, you mentioned knocking doors, like explain, explain what you mean. Yeah. So let me keep my cigar going. That's right. You know, I get ranting in my fucking. No, I know how it goes. If you don't hit it, it'll go out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I had a piece of a cigar here from the other night, and it got lit on fire. So I'm like putting that out now at the same time. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's just like when I work, right? So I do telemarketing, right? So I fucking I, I get a cup of coffee and I get ranting to fucking customers and I uh, my coffee goes cold as I'm fucking ranting. So most of the coffee I drink is fucking lukewarm or cold because I just get fucking ranting to people. You know, you know, Ralph, I had a guy on the phone the other day and his name was Richard Seaman. Really? 
<laughs> did you make a joke about it? No, I, I first looked at it and I said, okay, I'm not <laughs> pronouncing this as Seaman. So his I'm name is Dick Seaman. No, wait, wait. It's, so I, it's Dick Seaman than Richard. You know, <laughs> yeah. No, I realized that after I said it. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm looking for a Richard Seaman. A Richard Seaman. He said, yep, that's me. <laughs> I realized it was Dick. <laughs> That's oh, pretty fuck. but anyway, so I, um, so I come from knocking doors, like door to door sales. I sold energy contracts for like a year and a half and I sold water filters for like six months before I ever met PPP. Now I worked for a reputable company in this time. Right. So like when I, uh, when I did, when I sold energy contracts, I was like 20 years, 20 years old and I was making about $1,500 a week. Right. So I, I was, I thought I was doing very well and I was very comfortable and I was right into it. When I started selling water filters, I never got as good at it. I only ever made like 400, $600 a week. So I started to live on credit. Although I, um, with the hope that I would get back to where I was, but I, I just never got as good at selling water filters as I did with uh, selling the energy contracts. But, um, but anyways, so what, this is before I ever met PPP. Once I uh, met PPP and we were living at this, uh, this Bethune house for a while, um, we started selling weed for a while. This is when weed was still illegal in Canada. I, um, as soon as weed became legal, I instantly fucking quit. Because there's a reason the fucking government's pushing it on us. So you were a smoker before then, and then you're like... Oh, yeah. But it sets my schizo alarms off, you know? I get my fucking schizo alarms fucking (laughs) going. But, um, so, this when I started knocking doors, my boss... his So, what the office I first joined for energy contracts... My boss was like the regional guy. And then there was also a guy named Jamie who read a, who led a commercial team. And um, my boss quickly replaced him. And this guy got fired, Jamie, right? So Jamie um, started running a, because uh, there's a lot of fucking like more so scam companies out there that what they do is they sell a third-party filter and they, like, start their own company with it, right? And right. they'll, uh, like, if you can sell those contracts, uh, you scam a customer, you sell them on, like, a fucking water filter for, like, $90 a month for 15 years telling them they're going to fucking save money and sign here, right? And uh, you make, like, a $1,000, $1,500 a fucking deal on that. So guys that do that and do well on it, it's completely fucking shady, and they're doing something that's wrong, but they can make fucking bank. Like, I, I knocked with guys that are making 10, 20 grand a week. Damn. Um, selling fucking rental contracts, right? Um, so we, um, we, we got hooked up with Jamie. Uh, Jamie reached out to me, and uh, me and PPP and, like, the pole-tired roommate went to his fucking house, and we were drinking with him. You know, he recruited us. Me and PBP sort of flaked on that because it was fucking shady, right? Like, I just couldn't bring myself to do that. Like, you're scamming fucking customers doing that shit, right? Yeah. Um, I needed to sell something that was reputable. I, uh, I, I just can't bring myself Something you could, like, be a little that. bit, you know, you could sleep at night, basically. Where <laughs> you knew you weren't fucking people. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't want to make 10 grand a week and just yeah. realize 
you're fucking everyone over. Well, right? it's one thing to be a salesman and know, you know, you're, you're making money, right? There's a reason you're a salesman. Uh, and then versus, oh, I'm selling, you know, some bullshit, <laughs> right? Like, uh, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So Chris, Chris went out to like Winnipeg for a couple weeks, our other roommate and, uh, sort of like that, he sort of got fucking burnt by that. But, uh, so me and PVP, like, um, maybe a month later, my old boss, um, asked me how I was doing and told me that he wanted me to bring, he was starting up the, uh, cause our office was in Kitchener, right? And he was starting up the Etobicoke office in, uh, which is like Toronto. You probably don't really know Canada that well. It's uh, Toronto is fucking Etobicoke is region of Toronto. Okay. basically. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so, um, he wanted us to join that. So he came down and he, he fucking played in a poker tournament with us. Right. Cause he fucking liked poker and he basically handed us like a grand on the poker table. Right. To try to fucking recruit us. So me and PBP were juiced. Our other roommate wasn't really in on it. So, um, me and PBP, uh, we hopped on board with that. Now we knocked for about a week and then, um, we came back. And uh, rent came due. And the Poltard roommate didn't have the money to pay rent. And I told him he needed to get a payday loan or something like that. Like, he needed to be a... I, I, I told him he needed to be a man and figure it out. And he got fucking rattled. So that fucking night, him and his black friend came over and they tried to fucking work us in poker to make the rent money on poker. <laughs> but, but we fucking won. <laughs> They got even further behind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they got rattled. And then we were watching UFC. And uh, PPP said, because the black guy, whoever, I don't even remember the fight, but the black guy got knocked out. And uh, it was like two black guys fighting. But PPP goes, that just got knocked out. And fucking Buddy's black friend tried to be a hero and said, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't say that word. Right. So I, I just thought, I'm in the kitchen cooking. And I thought to myself, I said, this guy's going to come into our fucking home and try to police our fucking speech in our home. So I walked into the living room and I said, no, I don't want to drop the hard R's. No, 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 no. Yeah. But I dropped three hard R's in a <laughs> row. I said, so he tried to fucking fight me. PPP ended up fucking like knocking him out. Um, and then, uh, so that all fell apart. That whole household fell apart, right? Me and PPP from there on moved out and went right to Etobicoke and started knocking doors. Now PPP sucked at fucking knocking doors. So like, that's when at some point, like our boss was paying for our hotels and everything. And then uh, at some point, fucking, like, we were living out of the fucking van, right? And it was just fucking rough. So I won the Columbia trip. I went down to Columbia and just railed fucking lines for, like, a week in Columbia, <laughs> you know, as a result of that. But then I moved back to Peterborough. I fucking got a job uh, selling lights, and then we moved into this place. Uh, we lived here for, like, eight months. Me and PVP got in a fight. He moved in with his brother, and that's when he started streaming. All right. And the rest of his fucking history. Eventually, he moved back in here, and that's when the first Cooking the Surfer came to be. Okay, so wait. Okay, so okay, so I didn't know. So you guys lived there, got into a fight that we didn't before he was a streamer, before 
we knew you guys. He moved yeah. out then, went to his brothers, came back. The streaming stuff happened. Then, of course, y'all got in a fight again. He left. He's back over there now. Is that is that right? Am I telling it right? Yeah, let me keep my cigar going. Okay. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, it sucks when they go out. You got to get the... It's a Royale cigar. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, a good cigar. Yeah, you got to keep that lit because relighting it doesn't taste the same. Yeah. Got to keep her poofing. Got to yeah. keep her puffing. You got to keep it going. Big text, yeah. big text back in We're here. Surfing. I had my whole intro lined up. I was going to say, <laughs> We're surfing. <laughs> We're surfing now in the surfing. We're hitting the I was also, Buddy said you were jittering. I was also going to come on and say that I'm jittering also. <laughs> I, got, I got a big guy. Oh, he mentioned. The gun. No, he mentioned to get some beers or something, or he'd had a few drinks or something uh, waiting on the show. And I was like, yeah, I almost, I almost got some, but I'm just having some coffee. Uh, so no, no, I wasn't jittering. I wasn't pulling a Mr. Dead man, but once he mentioned that, I was thinking, oh, okay. Uh, it did make me think about it for sure. Uh, D- big tech. Are you here? I'm here, bro. What's up, bro. I've been enjoying listening to this story. That was pretty fun hearing you talk about how you used to be like of a Luciferian mindset and then realized there were problems, came around, even got baptized and realizing that, uh, I just really like to hear that story. You kind of put me in a good mood. I was in a little bit of a, I was in a sad mood, but then just listening to you talk, Surfer, I like your energy. You put me in a good mood, so I appreciate. Well, I appreciate that, bro. I do appreciate that. I try to keep a positive vibe. You know, I think of myself as an eternal optimist, like the motivational speakers say. You know, like Tony Robbins. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I said that about you before that, um, and and um, I. I was being serious. Like it was like surfers a really positive guy. Like he was talking to me like, okay, Ralph's time to lose some weight. Let's do this weight loss contest. And I'd already been thinking about it, but just like, okay, you know, you're doing good. And especially early on when you get started on something like that, cause you're like, uh, it's easier just to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and that's another thing, especially cause once I started talking about it, I was publicly, I was like, okay, I want to commit to it, but that's kind of in short supply. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that's kind of in short supply online, big tech, um, positive bust positivity, legitimate. Well, I was planning no. on letting myself be a little negative tonight. I was going to dive into the darkness and just be stone cold for the evening and just let myself feel some things that I wanted to feel. But you, then I started listening to your story and you put me in. You a heard about positive. the? Made me start feeling all good cold. again. Damn it! <laughs> stone cold, wig that, Gavin Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laying the smack down. Right. Yeah. I. Uh, you, know, there, you ever do that? You ever just go, you just go yeah. dark for a little bit? Well, there is some other yeah, news yeah. tonight that we could talk about at some point possibly. Yeah, I've, of course, been following that uh, too. Um, uh, a little bit uh, there with the ex-treasurer uh, situation. I might uh, talk about that later. But that was not the reason for the show, so that's why I haven't really... Uh, went there. Yeah. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that. Um, yeah. And I, I don't want to tempt you with the beers, Ralph, you know, I I'm trying to gain weight. So, you know, I got it easy. I can just slam as many beers as I want. And it actually helps me with the calories. (laughs) You know, I got a little bit of Irish in me, so it works out. Beers put on good weight. 
All right, now, okay, now let's take it. So I'll tell you when I first heard about PPP. Um, I guess somebody had posted this video. I think it was on Cal, the Cal board or something. And they had posted this video, and it was this unhinged guy, really autistic. I mean, I, I say unhinged. I don't know. He was just kind of goofy, really, kind of silly, over-the-top criticisms of Sargon and um, the liberalists and stuff. And we played his videos on the kill stream because we thought it was funny. Uh, and we played it. We played him for a minute. Like, we kind of made him a little bit of a thing on the show there for a minute. Uh, and then, I guess this was fall 2018. And then that New Year's Eve, um, I don't know. He, he was doing a stream, and it was there at that place. And uh, he was talking shit about me. He was talking shit about others. I don't really remember why he was talking shit about me. Maybe I hadn't had him on the show or something. I don't know. Um, and he, it was, I think you were there with him. Um, I don't know who all was there, but, uh, he got really, really drunk on air and he bent over, pull, pulled. No, his... I wasn't there, bro. I wasn't there. You weren't there. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I haven't even seen that whole stream. Of course I've seen the picture. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't want to put you, I don't want to give you, I don't want to put you in it then if you weren't there, but, um, there was somebody there. Um, anyway, he, Pulled Probably his, his Jew brother. Yeah, he pulled his pants down, pulled his asshole, pulled his ass cheeks apart, exposed his asshole um, to the world there on air um, and said a few words. I don't remember the words, but uh, um, so that was really how really, you know, we were all watching that live on streaming and then we did the kill stream. Of course, we talked about it a lot. Uh, and then there was something with Kraut where Kraut got exposed, and we ended up giving PPP credit for exposing him, even though he didn't do anything. We just said that because we thought it was funny, because he was known as, like, the retard, basically. Um, so we just said that PPP did that, like, as a joke. Uh, and we brought him on the show, and then it was clear he didn't do it or whatever. Uh, and he said, I think he said something to me or something that I didn't like or whatever, and I was like, fuck this guy, and I threw him. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but there was some kind of friction, and I I was just like, oh, whatever. Uh, and I threw him off yeah. the air. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how, you know, that's just how I, I am. That. Yeah, right? And it was towards the end. He was on this yeah. show, like, as a friendly caller. And then he started getting a little chirpy or whatever and getting some jokes in or whatever. But they weren't jokes, you know what I mean? Like, they, I mean, they were, but well, they were I like. Think, I think you made a joke about him despite yeah. And then he started calling yeah. you. Yeah. 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 See, like right. Exactly. It was a little. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. I think you might be right. Um, but it was, it was, I just remember it being cool and then it was testy. And then I was like, well, fuck this guy. This is the guy who spread his asshole. I don't care about this guy anyway. Um, and so I kind of just stopped paying attention for the most part. Um, but he took it, he like diverted onto a new arc uh, as just like the insane. Uh, Ralph critic basically, um, and just preaching from his his house every day. Uh, oh, he's just, had a searing resentment in his heart for you ever since. Like off yeah. camera, Ralph. Like he's told me he literally does want to rape you to death in the middle of the desert, right? Like, like he has a searing fucking hatred yeah. where he wants to like rape you, right? Like. Well, see, it reminds me of a lot of... I've talked about this before because I talk a lot of shit online and always have, but 
it was just some guy, right? I, I didn't think about it after. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, fuck this guy. Whatever. And just went on. But for them, for the person on the other side of that, it's like this in life too, I guess. Uh, you don't think about it though. But the other person, it's like their origin story. You know what I mean? Like it's their, okay, I'm going to fucking get this guy now. And they never forget it. I've had people swear vendettas over being blocked on Twitter or fucking, you know what I mean? Like just... Now it's fuck this guy. Uh, and I don't know. It's crazy to me. And, yeah, that is. I see chat picked up on the rape me to death in the desert. That is kind of gay. No. <laughs> I see some people in chat saying gay. Yeah, it's pretty gay, I'd say. Um, but, okay, so, again, he embarked on a new path. Now, the part of the origin story for that path was that I called his church about the starfish story where he spread his ass open on air and got him kicked out of his church. Now, this did not happen. I did not call his church. I did not call his family at all. We did make fun of him spreading his asshole on air. We did have him on air and have that back and forth, but I didn't call his church. I don't know even where he came up with that. If that was just an idea to like that he knew would like be catchy or what, but uh, I, I don't know the whole background of that. No, I can attest to that. Um, so, PVP, to give you the background lore on that, and I'm not going to say which member of his family started the church, but the local church, a member of his family started. Out of respect for that man, because that man is actually a great man that's related to PPP that started the church, and I have a lot of respect for that man, so I'm not going to sure. say who it is in particular, but he started the church. Now, other members of the church eventually got into conflict with this man, and um, that conflict, they eventually kicked him out of the church. Um, PVP was still a member of the church. And when PVP was like 15, 16, he started to preach and started to lead um, like Bible studies and things like that. So that's one of the reasons why PVP is effective, why he's very good at what he does is because like from 15, 16, he was leading a congregation. Um, he was preaching. And he comes from a wrestling background. I notice a lot of yeah. people in the sphere love fucking wrestling. Not me, but you, you, Ralph, you and PBP are very similar in that regard. You guys both just fucking get off to the wrestling. Yeah, I noticed that um, as well. I noticed that as well. We do have that in common. He used the term work to shoot the other day. Uh, and I did smile because it sounded like something that I would say, uh, yeah. actually. Oh, on you air. and PBP are way more similar than. <laughs> Fucking you know? He said that on air, yeah. and I was like, uh, "Anyway, we went. In, I went into it on air, and I was like, that did sound. That was like a Ralphism there, uh, basically. But yeah, we do. We do share a, a passion for for professional wrestling. That's his one uh, redeeming quality. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so the church thing, um, he started running with that, I guess, and then just basically, I guess, doing the, a, a shtick every day where he would just pick up whatever was being said about me. Yeah. Well, to give you the whole story with the church, like sure. ever since the church excommunicated his family member that started the church, like PVP's had a resentment in his heart. Like he has a resentment for you or like he has a resentment for the, uh, the college staff that kicked him out of college. Right. Like PVP holds these resentments and he doesn't get over them. Um, so he always had that resentment for the other members of the church, even though he still attended. Um, 
Now, PVP left the church when he moved out from here. Me and PVP have had three fights. So the first fight was way before he ever streamed. Um, that was when he first moved out. And then he, he did his first few streams when he moved out. Um, when he moved, like, maybe eight months, a year later, he uh, moved back in. His brother fucking moved in with a couple people, and PvP had nowhere to stay. So he reached out to me. He said, you know what, RJ? We are really good friends. And I said, yeah, bro. Until you get on your feet, come stay on my couch. Um, and then he came to stay on my couch, and I fucking loved the guy. You know, so I uh, once, once he stayed on the couch for a month, I wasn't just going to kick him out. You know, I liked having him around. So he just fucking, like, then we started streaming together and everything. But our second fight was actually, like, um, maybe two weeks before our fight on air. Um, that was when he fucking rabbit punched me in the back of the head, you know, and he was really trying to fucking hurt me. And when he moved back in, I told him, I said, you can't threaten to fight me again. I'll let you move back in and keep staying on the couch, but you can't threaten to fight me again. If you try to fight me again, you're fucking gone, and I'll call the cops. And we agreed to that. Um, and then that's what happened that night up. So he knew that that's what was going to happen, and that's exactly what I did, right? Um, well, he tried to portray it as you were... That that's fucking like, oh, yeah. Surfer did this and that, because that was the agreed-upon thing when I let him move back in after that second fight, right, leading up to the third. But so anyways, that's sort of off the topic of the church thing. Um, when he moved back in, after he started streaming, he was with his brother, and he moved back in and let him stay on the couch, um, I tried to get him to go back to the church. Because that whole time, I was still going to the church, right? Um... And he fucking resisted. He wouldn't go back. He said, no, they're fucked, RJ. I'm not going back. So I said, just give it a chance. You guys can reconcile things. And I brought him into the church to reconcile things. Because um, he left on his own accord the first time when he blamed you for calling the church, right? Like, he completely left on his own accord because of fucking personal beefs, the familial issues from before with these people. But we moved back in. And actually, you do have something to do with the reason why why he left the second time, but it wasn't your direct action. So we went to the church for a while, and we went to a Wednesday Bible study, and we went to church every Sunday there. The problem with the local church is there's a woman there that is very involved. Women shouldn't have really a say in the church. Women are supposed to be silent in the church, is what it says in the New Testament. But there's a woman there that thinks she's a fucking hero and can run the fucking church, right? And her husband is like the major donor to the church that pays the fucking bills. So it's hard to really fucking battle with. But um, so <laughs> we, we went back to the church for a long while. And then one day, PPP cut a fucking video on you. And fucking this woman saw it. Oh. And we went into fucking, we went into the church that Sunday, and she just had this fucking dirty look on her face for the first, like, hour of fucking, because on Sunday we do Bible study, and then we do an hour service, right? Bible study, intermission, hour service. And uh, after the Bible study, like, the whole time she had this dirty look on her face. And then in the fucking intermission, she just brought up, she just starts to grill fucking PPP about bullying Ethan Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So, so, PPP said no, like, it's retarded. I'm not going to listen to you tell me about bullying Ethan Ralph. I'm like, I told her to repent. 
and uh, that women should be speaking <laughs> in the church. And we walked out, and that was the last time either of us have ever been to the church, right? She sounds nice. I like so, her. Like, you, you never called. You never called the church or anything like that. PVP left on his own accord because of familial issues that I won't really get into out of respect for the other member of his family because the other member of his family is a great man and a great preacher. Um, but... Um, but the second time, it was because of a video that they saw. And, and this woman tries to grill us on bullying Keith and Ralph. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. By the way, um, so you mentioned, but uh, also let me let me switch over here. Big Tech, are you still here, Big Tech? Yeah, buddy, I'm here. That Big was a tech. good story. Super bass surfer. Way to go. You told her to shut up. I like that. Well, it says it says explicitly in the Bible that when women speak in the church, it's fucking shameful, and there's a reason for that. It's not to disparage women or anything like that, but women and men have very different fucking roles in society. Um, women are like the glue that holds society together and are a very important piece of society for that. But because of that, women women value social cohesion more than they value truth and justice, whereas men value truth and justice more than social cohesion, which is why men are meant to be the leaders in the church and things like that and why it goes God, Jesus, man, woman. Um, it's not to disparage w- women, but women shouldn't be speaking in the church. It says that it's. It says in the, um, I think Second Corinthians, maybe First Corinthians, that it's a. Uh, it's shameful for a woman to be speaking in the church, and um, it says the same thing in First uh, Timothy or whatever. Right? It's very explicit. And like, I talk to that. I, I I bring that point up to my grandparents, and they tell me I'm wrong because we progressed past that like this idea of progressivism that somehow modern human morality trumps the morality of god well no sorry human morality will never trump the morality of god god's morality comes first the human mind is incapable of understanding the grand majesty of the universe or the grand majesty of god um god's morality comes first and that's why that's absolutely fucking silly (laughs) you know now Real, true, and real. Now, what about the autism bucks? Did he? Give us... <laughs> what about the autism? The tism bucks. bucks. The tism bucks. What do you know about the tism bucks that uh, Ashley received from the Canadian government? Well, you know, me and PVP were working a lot of times. Um, there was a stint where uh, where I was working and PBP was collecting disability because of his autism. So here in here in Canada, there's the welfare system. So if I was to go on welfare per se, welfare would give me like seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. But if you have a disability, um, you'll get like thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred a month, right? Um, so PBP because he's like diagnosed with autism, um, he can get disability. Um, so there was a stint where he was on that. I mean, the majority of the time I knew the guy, he wasn't on that. We were working. Uh, when we first moved in here, I think he was on that. But then we got him another job, and um, we had that. Eventually, the time came, like around when the time when Godwinson came over. Um, PB, no, PVP worked still then. PVP worked in security for a little while as like a security guard. Yeah. But, um 
when Serb came out, when the fucking like Canadian recovery benefit for COVID came out and they gave you two grand a month just to do nothing, I told PPP, yeah, go ahead, just collect Serb and make your videos. Because I always saw a lot of potential in PPP. Like when we worked at the call center, everyone at the call center looked at PPP like he was a joke, right? Like he was an infantile fucking joke. But I always saw a lot of potential in the guy. And you can see that potential come to fruition. And without me, that potential wouldn't have come to fruition. But I always saw that in him. So when he had the opportunity to collect Serb and still pay me the fucking $400 a month for groceries and to stay on my couch, I said, yeah, buddy, do that. Work on your videos because you can make something of yourself with it. And um, I, saw, I, I took care of the guy while he did that. Um, and he collected serve, but everyone collected serve. Like I fucking collected serve. I was still working and I collected serve, right? I worked a part-time job and collected fucking serve at the same time. Cause how it worked was where, um, if you weren't working, if you're fired for COVID or whatever, you could take it. Um, but also if you made 50%, like less than 50% of what you made in the previous, one of the two previous tax years, you could also collect it. So because I, um, like I had two jobs at one point and because I wouldn't wear the mask, I got fired from the one. Um, I didn't get fired, but like I got let go and it was because I was, I wouldn't wear the fucking mask. Um, but I, uh, because of that, I made less than 50%. So I was working part time and making fucking serve and doing fucking well financially as a result. And PPP just collect and serve. Now, the reality is, since PPP's moved out of here, I, I don't know what he's done financially, but he's, he almost certainly hasn't gotten another job. So yeah, I was going to ask about that. Now, what about the what about the e-girls at this time? Was he was he starting to dabble at this point, or, like, what was going on with that? Yeah, so the first e-girl was the Irish tranny, right? Like, you know of the Irish tranny. I'm now, let's sure. go into the background. Now, this was, we watched the clip with you and Gahul the other day, and you were talking about it. The Irish tranny. Now, the way you talked about it on this clip, it was, you know, 50-50 whether he was actually going to go be with this Irish tranny, which is a dude. <laughs> Well, no, in all fairness, it wasn't actually a dude, but there was a cow post. I think They just look like a tranny. Now, are you, okay, so so it's not a literal tranny. Where he posted this picture of this fat tranny and said that this was the Irish tranny. You know what, I'll give you credit because I even told him. I told him before the show, I was like, don't, he could have just ran with that. And I definitely would have ran with it. I would have continued to run with it and you, and you stopped me. So, okay. I'll give you credit. I told him not to, I was like, don't put it. I said, don't put any razzle dazzle on it. I said, I just want the straight truth. If you would have continued to say tranny, I was about to just run with that for the rest of my life. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got to be truthful, bro. All right. That's fair. Sales manager. One day he brought me into the office. Him and my fucking coordinator, my crew coordinator, they brought me into the office. And that, that was their criticism to me. They said, you know what, RJ? Your problem is you're way too honest. <laughs> now, I told him, I told him to be honest. All right. So the bitch just looks like a tranny, I guess. Uh, but what, uh, I guess, what was going on there? How did he get in with that? that uh, so at some lady? point, maybe like six months before he moved out, um, PVP like put up said that like 
he, he put up for women to send him wife applications or something like that. So the first one came from the fucking Irish tranny. Um, who wasn't actually a tranny, but she was from Ireland. She was Irish. And PvP really liked her, right? Uh, but like a um, like a couple months later, the Louisiana succubus also oh, sent no. a fucking wife application, and she's the one that's affiliated with the Order of the Nine Angles, right? Like the Satanist group. She's in Louisiana. In fact, I know her address. And if she has anything to do with the fucking swatting, I know this bitch's fucking whole address. You know, it's it's one that's like stuck in my memory because she has one of those street names. <laughs> yeah, know? one of those really unique ones. Yeah. I'm not a vindictive bastard, but if she has anything to do with that, I do know that, right? Um, but um, so PVP sort of talked to both of these women for a long time. And then there was the New Year's stream where PVP muted me because they were both sending them like boxes of like snacks and Pokemon games and stuff like that. And I mentioned that the other one existed. And uh, PBP just instantly muted the fucking stream and said, you can't say that, you know, he was fucking, you know, how to spurg out about it. But um, so after that, he was forced to choose between them. And even though he liked the Irish tranny more, the other one knew how to weld and do all these manly things, just like all like the trades things, right, to take care of the house. And PvP has shaky hands, right? Like, he has Velcro shoes because he can't even fucking tie his shoes because he has no fucking hand coordination because of his fucking autism, right? Um, so, you know, I, I sort of reasoned with him. That Is the this so shaky he can't tie his shoes? Are you serious? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't even know that was a thing, actually. Not even joking. Like, I didn't know that that was... Unless you had, like, fucking Michael J. Fox's disease or whatever. Uh Anyway, sorry. Well, that's what it. That, that's literally what it's like with him with his hands, right? And that's why he's is that why he's always doing that? Yeah. Yeah. His autistic tick is with the fucking pens, like he fucking And how he's with- always moving around like this? Like I, I was making fun of him <laughs> yeah. the other day, but he's always like, you know what I mean? Like he can just never just like sit still. Um, he's always like, or when he like really gets into what he's saying, he's like leaning back and rocking like in a rhythm or some shit, you know? Like I don't know, yeah. it's weird. You know what I do? You know what my autistic pay- uh, tick is? What? I fucking pace. Yeah, you I know what? Pace. Getting up and walking, especially when I'm on the – so I'm used to streaming. I consider that different in my mind for some reason. But when I'm on the phone talking, sometimes I like to get up and walk back and forth. Like I just walk around like while I'm talking on the phone. So, yeah, I can understand it for sure because I, I get like that when I'm on the phone. <laughs> Same fucking way. I'm just walking around. Like, there's no reason for it, but I'm just walking around. Um, All right, so we'll we'll get into. Well, first off, is he still with the uh, Louisiana succubus? I don't know. I don't know. So, so what happened with the succubus? Like, I convinced PPP to choose the succubus over the fucking tranny, but I should have known better. Never e girls. E girls, not one fucking time. Um. E-girls are a vile, wicked fucking breed of person that you shouldn't fuck with. And, you know, PvP used to tell me when he was fucking with these E-girls, he said, Surfer, like, the fucking E-girls love me. Like, you got to start going after the E-girls. Like, if they're going after me, like, imagine fucking the E-girls you can get, bro. And I always held E-girls not one time. That's the one thing Nick Fuentes is right about. 
Nick Fuentes was very right about that. Now, Nick Fuentes also might be saying never girls. Instead, monkey. <laughs> you know, you know what? I don't even know where that's coming from. I seriously saw. So I didn't watch their stream, but I just saw on Twitter that they're pushing this monkey thing. And I'm like, where is this even coming from? Like, they're like, Nick wants to be with monkeys. And I'm ser- I'm like, seriously, is that what they're pushing now? Like, was there some super chat or something where he was joking around? Like, I, I don't even know well, where this came from. Well, they took it out of context. Nick was talking about getting an exotic pet. He was talking about getting a monkey or a shark, right? Getting okay. like a pool with a shark. And I, I was fucking in, in his chat. That sounds awesome. Me from his chat, I think he might have. Because I was making dumper jokes, right? I was saying, you should get a tiger shark and jump in the pool with the tiger shark and spank it on its dumper. Tiger sharks are cool. Dumper spanking. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to spank know, a tiger shark. I don't wouldn't do dumper. that. No, I don't think that. But would you be know, good if Nick became like some fucking like evil genius, like Doctor Evil or something, and like had like his lair and he had like a pool with a tiger shark, you know, he could fucking when someone fucking went against just him, throw he him could in the throw them in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and say. Bank the tiger shark on its dumper. I was thinking about just let the tiger shark just feed him to the sharks, literally. Um, but, uh, fuck, I forgot. What were we just talking about right before that? Damn it. There was something I was going to ask about. Probably uh, the succubus. Oh yeah. The succubus. Um, yeah. 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 So the succubus, when we had our second fight, like two weeks before our fight on air. Um, so when that happened, that second fight, PVP like went to his brother's trailer for like four days. Right. And he was talking to the succubus on the phone every time, like all throughout that time. So when he when he moved back in, the succubus was in his ear that Surfer's a bad guy. Um, Surfer's trying to fuck you, this and that. You know, Surfer's uh, trying to ruin your career and um, all these things, right? Surfer's derailing your shows. Because she wanted at this point, when we had that second fight, she wanted to capitalize on that as her opportunity to drive a wedge between us and get him to move down to Louisiana or whatever the fuck, right? Um, That coupled with the fucking Kiwi trannies, the fucking tranny farms people saying the same shit, was ultimately what caused him to fucking snap at me, right? Because he just started to believe that shit. Um... Yeah, I saw that too, where they're like surfers derailing the streams, um, and he always throws them off. Yeah, I saw some of that complaining too. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, so uh, let's see. I'm thinking about uh, Godwinson too. Now, where does where does he fit into all this? And did, was there some kind of falling out? Like, why isn't Godwinson involved anymore? Oh, Godwinson was uh, of the mindset, never e-girls. You know, when Godwinson first came back and uh, made Rudy Coleman his, like, new fucking co-host or whatever the fuck, um, before the Femboy photos got released. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. The Femboy photos of who? Of Rudy. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know that whole arc. I don't, I don't know the lore there. Well, Rudy's repentant of that, but Godwinson came back initially on Twitter, right, and um, said he was, like, doing tryouts for a new fucking co-host. And I actually recommended to him Rudy because Rudy's fucking pretty good. Um, but um, 
But I, I was talking to Godwinson at that point. Godwinson said to me that PBP is a shell of who he used to be, and he just couldn't deal with it anymore. And the last the last time uh, before that, when Godwinson and PPP had their falling out, it was actually during the uh, the Chagat videos. You know those three Chagat videos that did really well that me and PPP did? Yeah, I didn't see all of them, but I know you guys were hammering on him pretty hard, and he got mad because I brought Chagat on the show and ended up uh, having like a big show with him and Dick Masterson. Of course, Chagat, you know, had a spectacle type situation there, but it was right around <laughs> the same time, yeah. Well, so we did the first couple videos, right? We did the first like 10-hour stream, and then the next night we did like a seven-hour stream. And then you, that like the next night you had fucking Dick versus Chagat yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't actually supposed to be part of that stream with uh, analyzing the Dick versus Chagat thing. Um, Chag, um, that was supposed to be Godwinson and PPP, but PPP like had a fucking ego blow up at Godwinson. Godwinson said something to PPP that PPP thought was fucking egotistical or whatever. And PPP had like a diva spurg about how Godwinson fucking, you know, has too much of a fucking ego. And it was just like a battle of the fucking divas between them. And I said, you know what, guys? Like, it's not worth it. Like, this stream is cut out for you guys. But Godwinson just fucked off right then and there. And I had to do that third stream as well, which worked out. It was a good stream, but it would have been better with PPP and Godwinson doing it instead of me and PPP doing that stream. Now, do you think there's some resentment there towards Godwinson? Um, I mean, he kind of put PPP on in a lot of ways uh, when you think about it, um, especially early on, kind of gave him a little credibility. Godwinson already has his base built up for years and years. Um PPP Godwinson's fucking hilarious, you know. I, I admit that. that. Yeah, Godwinson is funny. Um, I even I'll say that. Um, now he said a lot of bullshit about me too, but he's funny and he's got a flair for being funny. Like I mean, I just that's you know, how he is. Yeah, right? I just can't help it. Yeah, he's just funny guy. Like it's just true. And even when he honestly, uh, I will. I'll and I've said this before. I would still watch. And I don't watch a lot of the the hate Ralph content, but I would still watch some of Godwinson stuff. Uh, and when he was doing some of the stuff with PPP, even if Godwinson was involved, because I was like, I want to just hear what he's <laughs> like. I want to hear what he's saying, right? I want to hear the story that he's cooked up because this shit's well, actually well, funny. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. When Godwinson does it, it's like hyperbolized in a way that you know yeah. it's not. But it's just fucking hilarious, you know. It's it's just this hilarious. And he has this whole like Godwinson lore and all these characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the English accent and just the words. That's a big he part uses, of it. The way he does it, Godwinson's really fucking. Funny. That's a big part of it too. I grew um, up being an Anglophile too. I think part of yeah, the accent definitely. Uh, he just has a flair for the delivery uh, and the accent. He he knows how things sound. He, he you know what I mean? Like I don't know how to explain it. Uh, but yeah. but uh, yeah. So they they had the falling out. But I always wondered if there was a little resentment there. What it, you know what he thought about Godwinson, or if the, if that was bubbling for a while, or or just kind of happened that night. 
Yeah, well, we never heard from Godwinson after that night until PPP was gone. I don't know if PPP's been in communication with Godwinson since he's left here. Maybe he has. Because PPP and Godwinson share a lot of similar interests in, like, cinema, right? Like, they'll fucking beat off. They'll get on Discord calls together and beat off for hours about the latest cinema and, like, fucking producers and directors and shit about cinema that goes way over my head. You know, but uh, they always did share that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they've been in communication since PPP's left here. But the last I talked to Godwinson, he said to me that PPP, ever since the girls, has been a shell of the man that he was before. And it was sad to see. Now, what about the whole uh, anti-grifting uh, angle uh, that he ran? By the way, this used to be Medicare's playbook, too, but I, I won't go there right now. But uh, the whole, oh... Super chats are gay. This is evil. I mean, he literally used to get on YouTube and preach uh, yeah. against. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, I seriously preach. No, you're against, not kidding. Yeah, like I mean, fiery sermons against this behavior. Now, to me, I always thought it was fake, obviously, and I think I've been proven right. Uh, but he wasn't. He was saying it like he believed it. I mean, I'll give him credit for that. Um, and a lot of people got behind that. Too. Um, first off, where did that come from? Did he actually believe that? Obviously, now he doesn't practice. He doesn't practice that. But um, what, what's the what's the backstory there? Well, you know that's a tough one, Ralph. Um, you know, PVP. One of the first arguments he ever made to me about Christianity was before giving me the hard close on how Christianity was the truth. He told me that it's important to keep a Christian culture because people tend. It's the quote that Osama bin Laden said that when you present a weak horse and a strong horse, people always go towards the strong horse, and that's why Islam is taking over. Um, nature abhors a vacuum, and that if we adopt secularism and go from the Christian culture, well, Islam will take over. So that's why it's important to spread the Christian culture. And I don't know if PVP is really genuine in his Christianity or whether he does it just to keep the culture going, right, and save the culture. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm conflicted with that. And I think it's the same with the uh, the grifting thing. I think PPP, because PPP was always the autistic kid that never had a lot of friends in school, right? So PPP grew up on the fucking internet. PPP grew up watching that guy with the glasses and the fucking all that stuff that was before my fucking time. Oh. Oh. I'm fucking going with the pen like PPP is. You know, I'm reminiscing of PPP going with the fucking pen. Gesticulation there. Go ahead. (laughs) But uh, I don't know, because I think back in, like, 2007, which PVP, like, built his fucking internet career on going back to 2007, like the Kino Dog May 2007, I think a central tenet of that was against e-bagging and against grifting for the same reason that Medicare said. So I think he did genuinely believe that stuff. I, I honestly think that he did genuinely believe that stuff. But as soon as uh, Jim started grifting, as soon as Jim started grifting, that sort of soured that for him. And he said, well, you know what? If Daddy Jim's going to grift, fuck it. (laughs) And before he moved out, like for the two months before he moved out, we talked behind the scenes about starting to grift. Um, 
and then there was the lemon heist and all that sort of thing, right? Like, we, we took it less seriously. Um, and I never really had a moral stance against it. Like, my sort of stance is that, like, it's not wrong to grift as long as you're using the money for the content and not the content for the money. I think there's a very big difference between those two things. And um, because that, you know, I think if you can use the money for the content, there's nothing wrong with making it your sole profession. Um, and I, I, I maybe have that influence on PPP as well. Those are the sort of things I would say to him behind the streams. And he also saw Daddy Jim start to grift. So I think he honestly did believe that as he started. But then, it, like, when Daddy Jim started to grift, that's when things started. Now, what do you think about his stance now? I mean, he doesn't seem to – he seems to be openly – Pro super chat. I mean, I am too. I'm, of course, I've never taken another position. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know if it was just a um, like long game he was playing from yeah, the start. That's kind of what I think. All <laughs> uh, right, like it's like okay, this is what he was using to get over. To use a wrestling term, he was using that to get over. Yeah. Like that was a good gimmick yeah. to get over. Then once he gets over, it's time to get paid. Right, like that's that's how I see it. He paid his dues yeah. with that bullshit gimmick, and now it's time to get paid. Like that's kind of that's kind of how I yeah, see it. Yeah, but no. To be fair to the guy, I think he honestly did take that okay. stance. Especially working with Godwinson, because Godwinson actually does hold true to that stance. Yeah. Now, the difference is, and the thing that me and PVP used to talk about behind camera is, like, Godwinson is a baronet, right? Like, Godwinson is that is true? Democrat. Oh, no, that is true. Godwinson's family has, like, land, like, bought for them by the fucking royal family. Like, Godwinson's family is fucking very well off. Um because because his like grandfather was a baronet and godwinson it, it doesn't have to work for money as a result of that right because he's an aristocrat whereas pvp and me were both fucking poor kids growing up right like pvp doesn't come from money i don't fucking come from money and um there's there's a big difference between that right like godwinson can hold on to that anti-grift position because he doesn't actually need to make an income he's fucking his family's well off anyways but, uh, like, it's different when you don't really have the money to fall back on, right? Yeah, well, if you're independently wealthy, I mean, it's easy to have principled positions on, like, not making money, right? Like, uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to take a stand here. Or if somebody else is like, well, i got to pay the rent this month. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that's it, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand. Now, I always thought that story about him being a baronet or whatever was bullshit. Like, I, I didn't even think that was true, but. No, you know, that's 100% true. That's crazy to me. Um, now, we talked about PPP. Of course, Worski, now he came up there and stayed with you guys, uh, and I played his clip where PPP was clearly setting him up, by the way. If you watch this clip uh, on the DMCA, Worski's drunk out of his mind, basically giving content on himself at his own expense. Now, he doesn't realize that because he's so drunk. Um <laughs> PPP clearly well, realizes me and Morski probably smoked fucking like 40, 50 poppers that night. PPP said to me, like, yes, me and him, he said, okay, so for a drink with Morski, get fucked with Morski. Yeah. I'm going to hold off this night for the interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, PPP didn't set him up like yeah, that. it was clear. And me and Morski, like, that interview, Ralph, like, we filmed it in our segments, and in between each hour, me and Morski would 
slam like three more shots of Jagger and like four more fucking poppers out of the bog, right? Like, so like the third hour deep, like we're just fucked. We've slammed like between us, like almost two forties of fucking Jagger the whole day, plus tequila. Plus, we're just smoking fucking poppers all day long, right? Oh, fuck. And he just presses them. But, no, that was a fun time when Worski was here, you know? Worski, Worski has no convictions or no morals. Like, the, Worski is the fucking epitome of a parasocial ladder climber. Ladder climber. He's very good at making connections. He's very good at networking, but the guy doesn't actually have any morals. I don't know if that's whether he was stung by the politics or that's how he always was, but that's the way he fucking worse he is. He's a fun guy to drink with, but I can't respect his lack of convictions, to be honest. Well, you pretty much described him to a T, <laughs> I would say. Um, and, of course, you know, it's streaming, right? I understand certain ways you have to bend a little bit maybe or do some things or have some people. You know what I mean? Like co-signs and stuff maybe you wouldn't or, or whatever. But, like, Worski just has no... No, 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 like center whatsoever. Uh, I've talked about it. Worski's also really susceptible to like whatever's going on right then. Like he can easily be um, shifted on a dime just depending on how things are going that week. You know what I mean? I've seen him just change up his whole fucking program, the time of the show who he's fucking with based on super chats being low from like one show. You know what I mean? I've seen him just blow everything up. Uh, now, I, you know, they're, they're doing okay right now. Uh, but, uh, I, I will say that's one thing. I don't know if he even pays attention to anything I say, but his, un like his, the way he just like zigs and zags sometimes, that's probably going to be what happens again. But, uh, but we'll see. Um, now, have you talked to Worski any? Did he stop fucking with you when when all this stuff when they started up their show? Or now, I know you guys used to be cool. Of course, I used to be cool with them too. But yeah, well, Worski, like after he left here, um, he was fucking like texting me like fucking nonstop about Baked Alaska and this sort of thing. But I just never really got back to him. And then eventually, when I got back to him, he stopped getting back to me. Um, PVP, like when we did that final stream, the diddling of the two Andes, um, where me and PVP had our fight at the end, like PVP legitimately had a hate for fucking Warski there. And I told him, like, it's not that big of a deal. And he said, like, no, sir, for like, fuck Warski, this piece of fucking shit. <laughs> you know? I was fucking legitimately angry and I had to like reel him back. Now, why was he so <laughs> mad? The what? Why was he so mad? I don't know. I think it was because uh, Worski like wasn't getting back to me. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know exactly. Right. Um, you know, my memory doesn't serve me that fucking well. Um, well, Worski had come on the kill stream and kind of denounced him some too. Uh, was kind of trying to have it both ways. Uh, so I don't know if that played into it. Um, now you you mentioned the the fight that you guys had, and you mentioned the rabbit punch earlier. Some people were asking what a rabbit punch is. A rabbit punch is punching somebody in the back of the head, uh, and usually, I guess you meant like unexpectedly too, like he just walked up and punched you in the back of the head. Is that what you meant? 
Yeah, like at the point where he had won the fight, and I told him, okay, buddy, you win. Like, let's stop. And he just fucking, like, just hammered me in the back of the fucking head trying to hurt me, right? Yeah, like a punitive blow, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, a punitive blow. Wasn't... You see, the problem is, Ralph, in the fucking apartment, and I was, like, 170 pounds at the time. Like, I'm, like, 220 now. Uh, the last weigh-in, I was 217.9, I think, or 217.8. But I was, like, 170 pounds at the fucking time, and PvP was, like, fucking 380, right? <laughs> like, so the problem is, like, if we were in, like, an open field fighting, I'd maybe be able to like strike and back off and have way more stamina than him but in the apartment at such close quarters that he could just fucking bull rush me into a corner and I'm fucked yeah that's uh and he's got a lot of size on you uh so I mean it's not really a fair a fair contest in the first place now that stream we played it on air before um but you start razzing him about his gambling and his smoking of marijuana, I think. Um, something like that. I think it was mainly the gambling, though, right? Um, and he started getting upset. Basically, you were... He was in his full character mode, and you were needling him about his character flaws, like his real life character flaws, and he starts getting pissed uh, at you. Yeah. Uh, and loses his composure basically to the point where he breaks character pretty much turns back uh and and looks at you threatens you on camera basically to whoop, basically threatens to whip your ass on cameras is what happens uh and then there's a breakdown you can take it from there so what happened i guess yeah well Yeah, let me grab let me grab another beer. Now we're All right, get another beer. another beer. Get another beer. If you guys want to super chat some questions in powerchat.live slash the Ralph Retort is the way with the TTS. We also have other super chat methods that I'm monitoring if you want to use that. Uh Wooza's in the chat. Shout out to Wooza. We're late night here. We'll be back tomorrow night. Big Tech, who I think is still here. Wooza! Uh, is I'm gonna, still here. Big Tech's still here. He's gonna. He's got a. Uh, after, the, after this, after that, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna yeah. have to give out Mormon Shaggy's story on the topic of fucking Mormons. But so the night me and PVP had the fight. You see, the issue was like the conflict between me and PVP on camera, and me pressing him and he pressing me back. Like that added to our chemistry, and that's something I was very cognizant of. Me and PvP's chemistry on camera was like fucking magic. And Ralph, like, it's not something you could recreate, like doing a stream like this where we're in different locations, right? Right, that's true. But because, because we were in the same room and we were fucking roommates, we were able to establish that fucking chemistry. And the conflict was part of the reason for that chemistry. And we conflict on camera from time to time, and we talk about that off camera, how the people wanted to see that. And if we can use that effectively, that's fucking very good for the fucking chemistry. So we, we fucking do that. Now, the problem was the Louisiana succubus and fucking these Kiwi Farms fucking trannies were in his ear saying I was derailing the show because of these fucking conflicts. But the reality was it added to the fucking chemistry. So, like, that's why I was pressing him. Now, the problem was that night, 
um, like I was drinking, like I was putting on weight, but as you know, that was like in prime punt the gut when PVP was fasting for 72 hours. And he was like, PVP is a very strong willed person. That's something that we both have in fucking common. And he was fasting for 72 hours straight refeeding and then fasting for another fucking 72 hours. He lost 20 pounds in the first week, I think. You know, like, just fucking stupid. Of course, he's put it all back on sense, but I think he lost, like, 50 pounds in that first month. You can lose a lot of weight, especially when you get, when you have a lot to lose, too. Uh, yeah. That first month, if you go hard, yeah, especially, yeah. No, but the will on the guy, like, as much as I say about him, like, you do have to give it to him. Like, the will on the guy to do that is fucking something that's... Yeah, but you put it all back on and then some. Uh, yeah, like, you're right. It's a yo-yo fucking thing. Yeah. But uh, but the problem was, because he was doing that, he was very irritable. Like we saw with Jesse the Pickle Man yeah. last Friday. He was very irritable because he hadn't smoked weed yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But... Um, but he was very irritable because I was drinking. I was very fucking loose, right? So, like, I just kept pressing him about the gambling, about fucking gambling on the bread and circuses. I think he said something. He made a point about how Vito playing video games is bread and circuses. And actually, that's a very interesting point. Because I still have that stream that we analyzed of the kill stream when Andy got fucking BTFO'd by Pedo Vito. Pedo Vito, Vito fucking spanked Andy. And fucking Dick Masterson had to come to his rescue. And um, Andy went on fucking Twisted Mind after that and coped and fucking coped. About oh, I just let him. I just let him beat me around. Oh, I remember that. I just, it's I when just Vito. Left. Oh, I remember that Vito came in and just absolutely decimated Worski to the point where Worski sounded like he wanted to cry, like literally. And yeah. it was just offhanded too. Vito wouldn't Worski even. Worski saying, "I don't want to be part of the blood sports anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm above the e drama. Yeah. Uh, the blood sports, and now look at him." Yeah. Now look at him on the Kino Casino. Not but a few months later. I remember that. And Vito just offhandedly just like, he's just like, shut up, you cokehead retard or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like literally just cut him down. And Worski is like really sensitive about that. Of course, he's lying. He never got sober anyway. But whatever. I won't get into that. But oh, um, I don't know, Ralph. I don't know, yeah, Ralph. I got to say, I think Andy is off the coke. Like, it, it, well, you, you know what? That, I don't think so. Honest. That might be my character flaw, but... From me well, and Andy, I think he is legit. Well, look, I don't think so. And second thing, you can't claim sobriety when you're fucking, you know, getting super drunk and fucking smoking a ton I didn't of see weed. Any media come through? Was that immediate yet? Maybe if oh, you sorry. were. Sorry, Ralph. I had my thing unmuted. My bad. Oh, uh, maybe if you were just smoking. Um, maybe if you're just smoking weed, but I don't know if you're drinking a ton, smoking weed. I I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Um, but he is really sensitive about that. Vito just offhandedly cut him down. Um, and, yeah, I remember that now that you mentioned Well, it. there is a lot to make fun of Andy for. He has no fucking convictions. He's a 
with no convictions and he lives with his parents. He can't take care of himself, right? So like well, I don't need to call him a coke head. I don't I That's I true. You know what? The coke you don't even have to bring the coke into it. Um now he said I think a, a month or two ago he was gonna move in with PPP. Uh I think that would be the beginning of the end there, uh if that happens. Probably not good. Well, after the pickle man thing. PPP, if Andy was in the room with them, it would have been exactly the same as when me and PPP fought. PPP would have tried to kick the shit out of Worski at that time, and he would have. It would have been like when you fought Worski, and Worski curled yeah. up in a fucking ball in the corner. Um, you know, I, I have no shame in saying that fucking I, I know that interaction. When me and PPP fought, it was like PPP was you and I was fucking Worski. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, I got fucking felted. That's the reality. I have no shame in saying that. But Andy's going to cope and say that that wasn't the case. But that was the case, right? Like Andy curled up in a fucking ball in the corner. No, he literally did. I mean, we have witnesses uh, to that. It was really bizarre. Like, I've never seen a grown man do that, actually. Like, and he literally started like yelling I, it was like not even a yell it was like uh, not as it's like a, a shriek you know what i mean like yeah like it was like a girlish it was like a girlish shriek i swear you would think i was trying to t- like take sexual advantage of him like that's how i was that's how he was acting and keep in mind he was across the room like i wasn't i had just shut the door he's like standing over there you know what i mean like i wasn't even up on him. I don't know. It was really just a bizarre situation there uh, in Miami. Um, yeah, people might not want to believe that, but I have no, no trouble believing that because I know the interaction. I've had that interaction with PPP. Thankfully, yeah. he didn't take sexual advantage. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so yeah, I haven't seen some people in the chat mentioning any. Now, there there have been, of course, we made that joke too about the you guys living together and all that. Now there was nothing like that, of course, or was there? Sorry, there was what? There was You're not. Nothing. There was no. You, you guys are not gay. I oh guess. no, we're not fucking gay. Okay. Now PVP's whole family would try to tell him that he was a <laughs> gay for living with me, but like it was a fraternal relationship. And I'm of the belief that like popular society wants to like say that groups between men and fraternal relationships between men is gay because they want to divide and conquer us. But if we all formed in a fucking group and helped each other improve. Um, we wouldn't have to deal with the global homo bullshit, but they want to divide and conquer us. So they say we're gay for trying to form groups, right? Okay. Um, now, uh, I forget where I was going to go I, next. I fucking love PPP in a brotherly way, right? And I went out of my way to take care of the fucking guy. Um, there's nothing homosexual about that. I, um, I, 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 I'm very proud of what PVP has become. It, a lot of it I disagree with, you know, I think, I think it's almost like, it's like the Jewish golem story, right? Like I've created this fucking golem and lost control of it. But, um, you know, I always saw a lot of potential in the guy and I always went out of my way to selflessly fucking try to help him improve so he could make something of himself. And now, even though I don't agree with it, he's made something of himself. And I think that's really the uh, the Christian way to go about things. I think that Christ directed us to try to help other people around us and try to help our brethren improve and not expect anything in return as a result of that, right? And uh, that's why I always, like, let PPP sleep on the couch. And sure, I charged him $400 a month, but he was eating more than that in groceries. Ah! That was just so we could get by. 
Daily. Um, I never asked for anything in return. Now, as a result, I've got the library. I've got his family library and all the theological texts and everything like that. And I'm very thankful for that. And if he wants them back, um, he can have them back for 20 grand. But um, Seems fair. until then, I'm very thankful that I've gotten that benefit. But that wasn't a benefit that I seeked out when I um, like brought the guy in and helped him. That's just sort of, I feel like God works in funny ways like that, that um, when we actually do try to be Christ-like and do these things, like we do get these benefits as a result without looking for them. And we shouldn't necessarily try to help people just for profit. We should try to help people just to help people, right? Now, that was always my outlook. Now, he, you guys are friends in real life, live together. Um, you mentioned the incident uh, we were talking about there where police ended up being called here uh, and you called the police and uh, he tried to portray you and his fans basically try to portray you as a, as a snitch for calling the police on him when, I mean, he had already assaulted you in your own home previously. You were letting him stay there uh, already. You know, it's your place, not his. Uh, and then, you know, he tried to portray you like that. What did, what did you think about that? Well, in two weeks prior after that second fight, when he moved back in, we talked about it. And I said to him, you know, I'll let you move back in, but you can't try to fight me again. If you do, this is how I'm going to handle it. I'm just going to call the police, and you're going to be gone. And uh, he agreed to that. Uh, that was the stipulation of him moving back in. And that's what happened when that third fight happened on camera, right? So I, I, I just did exactly what the stipulation was. I... um. I said to the police specifically, I don't want to press charges or anything like that. I don't want him to have legal consequences. I just, I just want him gone, right? Okay. And uh, I think you can hear that on the yeah. video. Yeah. Um, um, now, let's show this swatting footage, speaking of police. Uh, now yeah, you, got, you. you got swatted when you were going to come on the Super Show. Um, yeah. And, you know, well, we'll and, talk about it first. And hold on. To intro it, Ralph, before you. Wow, this it. is Canada. They're really coming in. This is big time for Canada. Anyway, go ahead. Well, to intro it, there's two popular theories. Um, one, because Cliff Wallace reached out to me. Um, I, I'm, Cliff Wallace, I guess he had a communication with you at some point on Discord. Yeah, he messaged me before, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah. uh, so he reached out to me a couple days before. So I guess he lost communication with you since, like, you want to count this band or whatever, right? Yeah. He reached out to me a couple days before and said, do you have a direct line of communication with the Gunt? Were his exact words. <laughs> and uh, I said, I never got back to him. In fact, I meant to get back to him and said, yeah, I'll be going on the kill stream on uh, on Friday or whatever. But, I, you know, I never got around to it. I'm a busy fucking guy, and I can't be bothered to get back to fucking Cliff Wallace. Um, he thought that because he was making fun of DJ Axel, Phantom Organization, which I'm sure you also know who that is. Yeah. Um, he thought that it was because he made fun of him, because I'm fucking bros with fucking Axel. <laughs> I think Axel's funny. I don't disagree. I, I don't agree with Axel's character. I think his character is sort of fucked, but I think he's a funny guy. And I don't think his character is serious. I think if you look into Axel's lore, like, you know, Mr. Bond, like the rapper, Mr. Bond. Yes. 
So Axel actually, before he was ever like doing streams or anything, he was a member of the Purity Spiral community, like the Purity Spiral website. And he interacted with Mr. Bond all the time. They were like buddies online. And Axel was like a like a right wing guy, you know, like a uh, one of these neo-Nazis and all that sort of thing. And um, I think Axel got sort of soured as these people started to be persecuted by the law and this and that. And I think that Axel's character nowadays is just because of the idea that like popular society, this fucking liberal hellhole we live in, views racism as something worse than pedophilia, um, which is absolutely fucked. So I think Axel plays is, is the character he plays as a commentary on that. Um, I could be wrong, and in which case I'm wrong, Axel's fucked. And <laughs> but I don't think Axel's character is serious. I think it's simply a commentary on that because he's been soured once he saw people like Mr. Bond be persecuted. Like, Mr. Bond's in jail for 10 years now, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, so Cliff thought that because fucking, oh, Surfer's fucking been on Axel's stream and I was making fun of Axel, um... You know, that's why he's not responding to me. Um, so, Axel, the next thing, um, Cliff reached out to me at 11.42 in the morning of the swatting. And I was swatted at, like, 7, 8 p.m. when I was supposed to come on to your show, right? Yeah. And Cliff said that the person doing the swattings is is from 09A. They're related to snacks, and PVP's in on it. Um, I, think that, I think that Cliff wanted me to come on your show... That's why he asked me if I had a direct line of communication view so that I could tell you that that was the case. I think most likely whoever's doing all these swattings, like not just of me and you, but of AF and everything, is someone related to Cliff, some third party that's trying to stir the pot, right, and create drama and blame it on PPP and snacks and this and that. And that's why also when you were swatted during the, uh, when you were watching the Gunspiracy, about snacks. It was there in the middle of that, yeah. They swatted you to make you think that. Now, maybe that's just my schizo alarms, and maybe it is actually someone to do with PPP and the order. Well, you know, you know what? I think um, it could be that for sure, and that's, you know, normally it is a third party trying to stir shit, especially when it's, like, widespread like this. Although, I don't know. The the way he knew about it, like, I, even if he knew about it, I wouldn't think he would be doing it directly. Maybe he just well, heard that it had happened, right? From these circles or, or whatever, like that was kind of my working theory that maybe he had heard about it or whatever. The but. reason why I think it's someone related to Cliff is because he literally messaged me seven hours prior. And um, when I never got back to him, he probably panicked and said, you know what, I'm just going to swat Surfer. We're going <laughs> to swat Surfer and then Surfer is going to tell Ethan Ralph this and stir the fucking pot. Um, when I when I asked Cliff about that, when I said that fucking, like, why did you message me that seven hours before I swatted? That's that's sort of a coincidence. He started calling me a and a retard. Don't. And this and that. that was his quote, by the way. You were quoting someone else. So I'll I'll say. Um, be a little careful though. Uh, I see a super chat Whoa, on. Oh, Ron Cole. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Spank my dumper. I know, my- I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, I see. You a- know what? You know what, Ralph? Yeah. Maybe we should try to get Surfer on Cozy. Cozy.tv/Surfer. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, 
I don't really like I'm not saying that to pump my tires and to boost my own career really since I've hit a thousand subscribers I've hit all my fucking goals my only goal is streaming I wanted to hit a thousand subscribers so I could stream from my phone I don't really care how much bigger I get from that but I think if I got on cozy that would really fucking <laughs> that would really fucking rattle fucking PPP and Andy to be honest which is why I say that <laughs> Cozy.tv slash surfer. Uh, Cozy has people on it like Book Cat. (laughs) Who the fuck is Book Cat? Book Cat's base, man. You need to check out. I like Book Cat, actually. I thought about getting him. I saw that yesterday. I just was watching Cozy yesterday. I saw Book Cat had like twice the viewers of Baked Alaska. And I thought, fuck, that must be tough for Tim that someone named Book Cat. Book Cat is base, man. I'm telling you. Uh, Maybe that's it. Yeah. All right, we love Bookcast. See, I see people in chat. See, Bookcast popular. But no, put the word in for Nick for me, if you will. I'll put the word in. You know, I think, I think that would fucking rattle. Now what? But look, now first off, I have this footage up though, and I've showed it a little bit already. Uh, But this is like full scale. I mean, they're letting the dogs in. Now this is across the way. Is this you filming this? And they gave the wrong address. No, this is my neighbor. Oh really? So they sent this dog into your house. And hold on, pause it. Sure. If this isn't proof of divine intervention, I get my groceries delivered. Right? Like I don't leave the house other than Friday night for Bible study. Remember I told you I'd be at Bible study before yeah. I could call in the show? The only time I leave the house all week is for Bible study. And when I get swatted, I'm gone at Bible study. Now, did you, do you, first off, do you still go to the same church or did you change churches? No, this is a Bible study I do with my family. So on okay. Christmas, because I, I, collect, I collect Bibles, right? I collect old Bibles. Really? So I have bibles that are like uh from like the 1800s um really nice fucking bibles and i gave one to my grandparents for christmas and said that i want to start doing bible study with them and my uh and my mother um because my grandparents go to like uh like mainstream christianity like christian zionist church and they're very deluded by their church in a lot of ways so i figured we'd have a bible study and uh seek truth in christ together right so i uh, i don't actually attend a church right now i try i'm not like i'm not a member of any specific church i try to go to different churches and network with different christians um but other than that like the only thing i habitually do is I do my Bible study on YouTube on Sundays with 3-4. I was doing that with the Simp Show, but he vanished for a while, so I'm doing that with a guy from New Zealand named 3-4 now. And I do my Bible study on Friday with uh, my family. So that's a family Bible study that I do with my okay. grandparents and my mother. We, uh, we're studying the book of John right now. Okay. Um, so... Did you interact with the police themselves when you got there, or what ended up happening? So what happened, and I messaged you. Remember? You did. So I, I, I get back from Bible study. My mom's dropping me off from Bible study, right? And my whole street shut down. We're pulling in close to my house, and not just my street, but, like, the side streets are shut down. And there's, like, 20, 30 fucking cruisers. And um, we pull up to the intersection of George and Bernardo, which I don't really care to say because I'm already doxxed. I'm sort of desensitized to that. But we pull up to the corner of George and Bernardo. 
And I get out and I walk up to, to an officer on the corner and I say, I live down there at 723 George. Like, can I go home? And they go, no, there's a standoff there right now. You can't go home. I say, okay. So then I messaged you and I said I would call in and say what was going on. I, I, I think I messaged you here. Do you mind if I read what I no, said? No, I don't here? mind. No. Um, so I messaged you here. Just let me flip to that fucking Discord. Where are you? Oh, yeah, you be at the top. Um, so I, I messaged you, and I said, um, uh, I said, was just about home, but my whole apartment complex has been evacuated. The cops are all over. They say I can't go home yet. I'll call in quickly from my phone while I'm waiting, if that's possible, because I thought I was going to wait. But then after like 20 minutes, I decided to go back to my mom's house, right? So I went back there while we were waiting it out. And then like half an hour later, the cops fucking called me and said, uh, like, is there someone in your apartment? I said, no, I just, I live there alone. And I guess whoever called in, like the call was for Ashton. And the reason why I know that wasn't someone that was like Ashton wants to say that it was some fucking America first or some groiper that didn't know the fucking lore, but everyone knows the fucking lore. Like there's no way anyone that has any fucking idea of what's going on in the sphere and knows where I live thinks that PPP still lives here. Um, so they fucking, uh, they called me and said that, what ha they said it was a hostage situation, and eventually, what they ended up telling me in the end was that um, the call it was like a robot voice that said um, Ashton had shot his wife and she had bled out. And if the cops, well, we knew that's bullshit. Talking, it said he had a wife himself. right off top, so we knew that's bullshit. But sorry, wait, repeat what you said. It said he shot his wife. Yeah, and she was she had bled out, and she was already dead. And then if the cops entered the apartment, he would shoot himself. Um, so I um, I said, okay, well I'll come down. I came down and I met the police outside the fucking apartment and gave them like the floor plan of the apartment to go through. And uh, then I fucked off back to my mom's, and then I ended up going to the police station and fucking getting wow. my statements and all that. I explained to them how Sargon was the rape man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mentioned that the other day because somebody was asking me about my shop, and I was like, yeah, that's one of the only shirts that they took down, and it's a picture of Sargon's face, and it just says rape in giant letters underneath. Uh, I didn't even get a copy of the shirt, and they took it down. Some viewers got a copy, though, at least. Um, but, yeah, I remember that uh, that whole arc. Um, so the police came. Now, you know, Ashton PPP went on Twitter and said he got swatted. Now, why do you think he tried to claim... I mean, he didn't get swatted. That's not even... No, he's not bullshit. there. It's fucking gay. It's gay as fuck that he would claim that. The cops, when I got into the police station, one of the first things they told me is that they had contacted his father looking for him. And his dad said that he was in New Mexico, which I don't believe. I, um, I think that... I mean, there's a chance he's gone down to New Mexico to meet up with Louisiana Succubus or whatever the case is. But I think more likely his father was just lying to the police for him so they wouldn't find him. But nothing ever came of that to him. He said every Ashton Parks in fucking Canada got swatted. That's bullshit. The cops wouldn't have fucking told him that. That's an absolute fucking fabrication. I don't know why. Um, only I got fucking swatted. They called his father, and that's all that fucking happened for him, right? 
Now, you mentioned his father. I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get into this. I think you alluded to it before, though, him possibly getting, um, I don't know if it was his father or his brother used to beat him up or something like that. Is that? No, his father. His father used to slap him around. Is that true? or? Yeah, 100%. One of the most proud stories Ashton's ever told me is when he was finally old enough that he could overpower his father and he put his father's head through the fucking drywall. Well, that's quite but all a... his life up until that, his father would beat him up. So, like, it was like a constant thing. So, this is like a thing in his 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 head. Yeah, his father's, you know. Now, realistically, the reason why his father's like that is his father was a jail guard. He was a uh, prison guard for the majority of his career, and you know, as a prison guard, you just like you become a really bitter person, you know. Yeah, I mean, COs are not known for being. <laughs> <laughs> Correctional officers, that's what they call them here uh, in the U.S., yeah. But I have no problem saying that because his father said again and again that I was a f- and that Ashton was a f- for living with me and this and that and always tried to say bad shit about me, so fuck that guy. Now, why did he have it in for you, do you think, or what was his deal? I don't know. I um, Because I tried to fucking help. Ashton in a lot of regards, I imagine, and I uh, took some control away from his father, controlling Ashton's life, um, which was for the better for Ashton, as we've seen now. He has become an independent person, uh, which without me, he never would have be- never would have fucking become. He'd still be living with his parents and being fucking under the rule of his father. But I, I helped him become an independent man, and I think his father sort of resented that. Now, what if uh, Ashton messaged you and he was just like, Let's be friends again. Let's put it all behind us. What would you say? Um, well, if you wanted, me, I wouldn't let him move back in. Obviously, I, um, I I fucking love the guy, you know. And I think the Christian thing to do, if he honestly repented, would be to forgive him. But it wouldn't be a good idea to move him back in. Anything like that. If you wanted me on a stream, my stipulation would be that I'd want an upfront fee of two hundred and fifty dollars, and then fucking maybe thirty percent super chats. Now. Has there been any, like, you know, he kind of just dropped you or whatever. Has, has he ever reached out to you or shown any repentance at all? Or One time. I still have some of his stuff, and I reached out to him a few times. Like, when I got rid of the couches, like the couch he used to sleep on and the other couch that he sat on, because obviously I wasn't going to sit on the fucking couch. Because the guy's fucking pants are down all the time, and he has a poopy fucking asshole, and it's fucking left like fucking altitude, an altitude map on the fucking couch. And the couch just smelled horrendous. So I messaged him and said, if you want the couches, I'm going to take them to the dump. But if you want them, I'll get them to you. And I also, like, I offered him, I, I get food delivery. Um, and because of that, I have gift cards for it. So I offered him, like, a free week of groceries and all that sort of thing. Like, try to help him get on his feet and uh, get him the stuff. But he never got back to me. The only time he ever got back to me was when I, me and Gahul were going out to the Louisiana Succubus. He called me one morning. <laughs> and I pick up, and he was just fucking rattled. He was so angry. And he says to me, he goes, you leave her out of this. This isn't fair to her. You're not being fair to her. I said, fuck this bitch. You know, I, uh, you know, that's the only time he's ever reached out to me. And when I wouldn't comply with that, when I told him that was fucking retarded, he hung up on me, right? That's the only time I've heard of him since. He's blocked me on Discord since. Now, well, we'll get back to the succubus in a minute, but 
What about the the couch action and the the shit on the toilet? And was this a chronic problem for him? I mean, well, there's a common misconception that like he would actually like shit on the toilet seat and I would clean it up. The reality is like residue. The guy the guy's had his gallbladder removed, right? And he has like a really. Getting where like he shits like six seven times. Wait wait wait! He's already had his gallbladder taken out. Yeah. Damn. Okay. But so he shits like six seven times a day, right? <laughs> he has like like food just flies through him, yeah. so he shits all day long. And you got to think like, have you ever had diarrhea, Ralph? And you wipe your ass to the point where like it starts to bleed. Um, I mean, I'd rather not go into my, my, but you know what I'm talking about? Serious like, diarrhea, I'm talking yeah. about you specifically, but like I've dealt with that. Like you don't have to right. be a to have dealt with that when you have diarrhea and you shit like three or four times in the day right. and you've so much like your asshole gets raw. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough so, situation because PVP shits like six, seven times a day. If he was to wipe his asshole completely clean, like it would get pretty bad. It would get, it would get to be a pretty fucking bloody mess. <laughs> you know? So, uh, so because there is always that residual shit in his ass, and because uh, the guy is so sweaty, because he sweats so profusely, when he would sit on the toilet seat, there would always be a streak of fucking residual shit from his ass, like a little brown stain. And like the guy, like I, I, I fucking got the guy to wipe it up, but like I'm very autistic about cleanliness. Like I'm like a fucking almost like a, who is it, Howie Mandel or whatever, sort of germaphobe. Like well, I'm you don't have to be Howie it. Mandel to not want shit streaks all over the place. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. You're you're so I take a dump pretty fucking methodically. Like before I get in the shower at the start of the day, like my body clock is right on point for that. So before I take a dump every day, I would just fucking wipe off the toilet seat. Even if he had wiped it off, I would fucking wipe it off. It didn't even matter. I had a Lysol bottle. I would spray it with Lysol and fucking wipe it off. Even if he cleaned it off, cause he wouldn't do as good of a job as I autistically would do. Right. So that's not, it wasn't like, like actual shit on the seat, but like a, like a streak of like residual shit and sweat from where he would sit on the toilet from his ass, right? Because there's always that residual fucking shit in his ass. And that that's why like residuals. Yeah, that's why the couch smelt so bad, right? Because his pants are falling down and he'd sit on the fucking couch bare ass. So his pants are falling down. So obviously some of the residue is gonna have some transference over to the couch then. I mean yeah, so that's why I got rid of the couch. So his couch is just emanating. It smells like ass, basically, um, and sh- with shit residue. So even like like the stank, like stank ass is probably what it smells like. Is that? Yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. Did he did he come and collect this furniture, or did he just leave it for the? No, uh, I took it to the dump. Buzzards. <laughs> uh so now, that's actually, a real thing. I had a couple offers on Discord. <laughs> dump of people that wanted to buy it. You could have sold it, probably. I could have. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you probably could have sold it. Yeah. But I did it. Now the the Louisiana succubus. This does this uh, bitch have any profile, or where? What does she just lurk Discord, or you know? Yeah, what's... her name was Snacks on Discord. She was a member of like all the Order of Nine Angles, Satanist fucking servers. Um, she like welds. She has like leathery palms and leathery talons from fucking welding. That's wild. 
She's vanished ever since that Kahul documentary, though. She might still be talking to PPP. Maybe he is in fucking New Mexico and he's met up with her. You know? Maybe she fucking beats him off with her leathery talons. Now, what was this about the uh, high heels and he was uh, paying e-girls to model high heels for him? Well, that wasn't when when we were living in this apartment, but when right. we lived at the Bethune house and before that, he had like a collection of high heels and there was a local girl. Wait, that, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. all the fucking bills and he'd get to come over and model the high heels. So he had a collection of high heels that he kept, but he would have women model. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So what would be the going rate for something like I'm something like this? And they would just model the high heels. They wouldn't suck them off or anything, right? They might have. I don't know. I never really got that into it. But he paid all their fucking bills. Really? And she always had a boyfriend too, right? Like he always wanted her to like dump her boyfriend and get with him. But like she'd just come over and fucking cuck her boyfriend with him, but then go back to her boyfriend. So she, but he would be paying like her phone bills and shit like that. Everything, rent, phone bills. Really? Everything. He might even still do that to this day, Ralph. No, I always told him that she's fucking to get, like get away from her and stop paying for her shit. Um, but he has a real soft spot for this woman. So he's, but it's just somebody he's known, like, and he's kind of been attracted to for a while. He's known her since high school. So I mean, this is like I see people in chat saying simp. I mean, this is classic simp behavior. Oh yeah, like the epitome. Of- yeah, I was say, this is actual simp behavior. This is not just. Yeah, I was say this is not just joking about simp behavior. This is actual simp behavior. Literally, literally. I have sucked him off for it. Well, if he got sucked off for it, you know that's a different story. You know, you have to change the category. Uh, but still, he's paying all of her bills. I mean, I would argue. I don't know. Still some simpery going on. But if you get sucked off for it, it does change it a little bit. But it doesn't sound like he's getting sucked off. But it's not the Christian thing to do, Ralph. Like, it doesn't it sound very Christian. No, it doesn't. Boyfriend, you shouldn't commit adultery. That's wrong. Well, no, it doesn't sound Christian at all. I never said that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think he's getting the blowjob, though, is what I'm saying. It sounds like he's getting strung along and paying some bitches bills while she goes home and gets the D from Chad. Uh, and comes back and models some fucking shoes for this dork uh, while he pays her rent. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's. <laughs> oh, fuck. At one point, at one point, the guy she was dating was selling us weed and, like, <laughs> fucking cocking this guy, <laughs> you know, and paying her bills. Oh, fuck. Dude. Now, how did he reconcile? Now, you mentioned some of this stuff and some of the things that caused the friction, you know, kind of when you're needling him about his gambling and stuff like that. How did he reconcile, you know, this arguably, you know, degenerate, touch of degeneracy, whatever you want to put it. Uh, how did he reconcile that with, with uh, you know, the fire and brimstone preaching and, and, and that uh, aspect? I don't know, Ralph, and that's why I say I don't know if his... When I told the story about, like, his quote from Osama bin Laden and the strong Christian culture, uh, because nature abhors a vacuum, I don't know if he, like, truly fucking held these convictions in his Christianity or if he just fucking preached them to keep the culture strong. I really don't know. I like to think, you know, when we had that second fight and he moved out, um, I brought that up to him when he moved back in. Um, and he said to me that he was hurt, that I doubted his convictions and his Christianity. 
Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a hard one. I don't really know his fucking mentality on that, to be honest. Now, did you feel bad about doing that? Did you, did you did you sincerely doubt his convictions in Christianity? Yeah, I, ser- I sincerely doubted his convictions at that point. I do still sincere, sincerely doubt his convictions, but I don't know for a fact, right? right. Like, I don't know for a fact whether he just fucking proclaims these convictions for the culture because that's the culture he comes from or if he can claim proclaims these convictions because he does really believe in christ right like i i i don't know i um i think a lot of the things he's doing recently go against the things that he would preach in christianity and i hope he repents of that i honestly do hope hope the best for the guy and hope that he repents and uh comes back to the light of christ um but i i just don't know now, what about, um, first of all, I'm looking through here. Now, what about the dedication to the, to the truth, uh, or lack thereof? Now, obviously I know for a fact, he said a lot of false things about me. Um, and I'm looking here, uh, at Bibble, uh, as well. Bibble was wondering if he had a hand in getting his channel flagged. He wanted me to bring that up. I don't know if you know anything about that. Um, but, uh, I don't know, but you know what I got to say? Yeah. When when him and Flamenco and Andy were talking about like bringing up a lawsuit against you guys for DMCA yeah. strike them, I almost wanted the fucking DMCA <laughs> strike guy just so he would fucking fire up the lawsuit against <laughs> guys. Just that's a fucking gay off. I thought that would be hilarious, but I could do something like that. That would actually be funny. Now. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking through here. Hold on. Um, so I see uh, I see that. But what about like so uh, obviously so I guess what I'm saying is I know he's knowingly repeated falsities many times. Uh, but did he ever did that bother him at all? Or did, was it just like get over at any cost? What it didn't matter what the newest outrage was. Now, by the way, not well, everything. Like, PVP he's, fucking hates you, Ralph. Yeah. Like, okay. PVP has a seat se- like searing fucking hatred in his heart for you ever since that interaction on the kill stream when yeah. you made fun of him for showing his asshole like he thought he was going to call into the kill stream and you were going to talk about how great he was for showing his asshole that he would be just like what flamenco became <laughs> you know right. but he made fun of him and ever since he just had a searing fucking hatred in his heart but it's similar like because I um, I was going to go to school for plumbing, right? So before PBP moved out, I got into the local college that he got kicked out of for plumbing. And um, because of the vaccine mandates, I, I, I submitted my religious exemption for not getting vaccinated, and they declined it. And I got kicked out of the college for that. And uh, I was going to show all the documents. I sort of fucking never really did anything with that. Um, but I... Um, PPP said to me off camera, you know, he said, let's go and burn down John Gowan's house. (laughs) Like he has a searing (laughs) hatred for these people that kicked him out of the college. He has a searing hatred for the, uh, the people that they think took away his preaching career in the church because they wouldn't let him fucking preach every week um, and pay him for that. And that's actually it. Like that's the crux of his issue. Why he fell out with the church because PPP thought, that he would be the preacher and that they should pay him to preach. But um, they wouldn't do that. They said he wasn't ready. So that was actually the crux of the conflict. Nothing to do with you. 
Um, you never called anything like that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't pay him to preach. So he had a falling out with them. Um, he has a searing hatred for them as a result of that. He has a searing hatred for the people that kicked him out of college. He thinks that these people ruined his life. Um, and he, I think he has the same searing hatred for me now, right? Like, he seems to. He doesn't get over these things. Like, he holds these grudges, which isn't the right thing to do. He needs to get the hatred out of his heart. It's not right. Um, you know, he needs to get over it. He seems to, and that's kind of why I brought up, uh, and, you know, I know we're doing like a, I'm doing a little introspection here, a little bit of Barbara Walters type stuff, you know, uh, personal I conflict. I know who Barbara Walters I know, is. that's an American reference, but uh, interviewer <laughs> here in America, old bitch. I'm old, anyway, old lady. Down there in America. Yeah, down in America. Um but uh, that's kind of what I was getting at. He seems to actually hold a, a real hatred towards you. And I know, actually, and of course, you know, we've had our arguments, beefs, et cetera. But you're good. I mean, you seem like a good guy, honestly. Uh, and you seem like a guy, I think it comes across even on this show tonight. Uh, and, you know, you've revealed some things, thrown a few barbs, but you've been honest. And also, you seem to still care about about uh, Ashton deep down, you know, and not even deep down. It's right there on the surface. No, uh, I fucking love the guy. Yeah. You know, I hope the best for him. But he I doesn't really seem do. to feel that way about you, I guess, is, is what I was about to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was going to follow it up with. He seems to, like, really hate you, basically. And I remember messaging you. And I was like, you know, this Internet thing, it is what it is, um, right? It's 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 fun i love it it's my job but it's also a farce uh in a lot of ways um even for the people in it who live it uh and you know you guys live together we're friends in real life and i remember remember messaging you and i was like that's kind of fucked <laughs> you know that's kind of fucked up right you lost a real life friend over this uh but he seems to like really have taken it seriously yeah and, and i hate you now yeah, and it's just silly because, like I said, when he moved back in that final time, like, that was the agreement we came to, what was going to happen. And he acts like, oh, I, I had no idea, and I can't believe Surfer did this. But, like, that was the agreement we came to. Um, You know what I mean? Like, Well, we'll see, and that part story. wasn't told, basically. Uh, and I remember even we were going through it. And, I, and, and you talk about it, I guess – in the video, but I didn't know all the backstory where you're like, I told you or, or something. You're like, I told you when you move back in, if this happened again, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I didn't realize he had just moved out and then back in. Right. Like I didn't realize it was so back to back. Um, I was thinking this is, you know, maybe a, a while in the past or whatever, but that had just happened. I didn't even know that until tonight, actually, when you started retelling it, I didn't realize that it was just two weeks ago that you'd had a physical conflict with this guy in your own home uh and that's another thing where it's like that's your house right somebody fucking assaults me in my house and i let him come back and stay again and it, and it's like on the verge of happening again it's like and did you guys actually get into a, some more physicality that night no so okay i, I almost had that's what and I, I went to bed yeah. and i got up like uh two hours later and i came out to the living room to make something to eat and I fucking, uh, I made something to eat, and I put on some music on the TV. And what he does, he fucking, like, he's listening to music on his headphones, but when I put on the music, he fucking changes it to, like, the fucking receiver and plays his fucking music over my music. I said, turn that off, bro. 
And he fucking gets up and he says, what do you think's going to fucking happen? And off camera, he tried to fucking fight me again. So that was the point. I just fucking turned around, walked out the fucking door and called the police. Well, he's trying to bully you in your own home. <laughs> I mean, what are yeah, you supposed you to know, do? It's just, I'm not going to put up with that. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, <laughs> like I, I hate to sound fucking soft, but, like, the guy was twice my weight. I was 170 pounds at the fucking time, and he was, like, fucking 350. <laughs> you know, and we're in a close fucking compartment, so it's like the you and Worski fight where Worski curls yeah. up in a ball, you know. That's well, the only other happen. option is to go <laughs> grab, like, a bottle or a knife or something and go, you know what I mean, and go with this guy. There's only, you know what I mean? There's no option to fight fairly uh, against this dude, and you're in your own home, and he's trying to tell you what is and what isn't that's to me i don't know that's one of my pet peeves obviously i feel i feel like it's like that for most people um but it's like oh you're in your you talked about it earlier where that black dude was like oh you can't say this it's like yeah uh, that was the crux of that fucking battle yeah you know you know you don't want to know some lore on that battle so after pvp beat up that fucking black guy after that interaction him and our other poltard roommate went to the police and said that they were going to charge us for a hate crime no shit (laughs) and sent us a picture of the black guy all beaten and bruised which i still have on my phone i couldn't find right now off the top of my head i wish i could to show you but this fucking black guy all beaten and bruised they were texting us saying they were going to charge us with a hate crime (laughs) Which might could actually happen in Canada, by the way, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's not so. I mean, I guess it could happen here these days, actually, as much as, as we talk about Canada. Um, now, so, I mean, I, I know I'm, them. I lived with them. <laughs> I dealt with them firsthand. And, you know, I love culture. Like, I'm a fucking the epitome of a wig nut. I listen to fucking rap music and this and that. Like, I really am a wig nut. And that's why when I say to your co-host, Wignat Gavin McInnes, like when I say fucking Wignat, I don't mean that to fucking be disparaging or anything. Like I am a proud fucking Wignat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you are. <laughs> now yeah, you are. <laughs> we like it though. You're pretty cool. Now I appreciate that, bro. Now let's see. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm thinking we pretty much covered everything, really. Um, you know, if you have any more questions, by the way, chat, throw those well, in. Uh, but I'm thinking, like, we I pretty I wanted, much hit everything I wanted to hit. Go ahead. I wanted to ask it because, uh, like, PVP said that the thing with Jesse was kayfabe, which it obviously fucking wasn't. Yeah, but you said so. with Jesse that it was kayfabe. Were you interacting with Jesse before Friday? No. Okay. Because I was under the impression that, like, Jesse sent that super chat. Oh, he had super chatted, but that's not true. He had super chatted my show a couple times after I got swatted. And I said, swatting is gay. I was like, swatting's fucked up. You know, I don't support that type of shit. Somebody's going to get killed, which is what I actually think, even though I hate a lot of these <laughs> some of these motherfuckers I literally do kind of feel a little bit of hate towards these days but I still don't support swatting I don't want to see anybody get gunned down in their house there's sometimes people are living with family even Worski you know I'll make fun of him living with his family I don't want to see his fucking family get shot and shit like that that's fucked up uh, so I said that on air and he super chatted me and said oh that's you know I agree with that Joey Here, Joe Joe sent five dollars you can't let Seth okay. leave without going into some detail about this nine angles cult 
Who are they? What do they do? Okay, we'll talk about this. Um, again, we don't have to leave right now, by the way. Uh, what I'm saying no, is if you have... We'll touch on Mormon Shaggy. We'll, we'll touch too. on that, too, so we'll touch on Mormon His Shaggy. story is important. It's an important fucking story. We'll do both. We'll do both, but what I'm saying is if, if you want to do other stuff, send it in if you have any more questions. If you want topics addressed, because I've already went through everything I wanted to hit, really. I, I can't think of anything I left out anyway. Um, so just let me know. What's up, Dalton? I see Dalton in the chat. Um, now, what was that? Fuck, I just forgot what I was about to say. Anyway, um, I see this is brought up here. Um, what about the Nine Angles cult? Uh, so the Order of the Nine Angles, and I'm very interested in, like, these di different Satanist groups, like, Part of my zeal of being a Christian, like I am very interested in the opposition. I know, so I know they're fucking where they're coming from and this and that. I know that they're why they're wrong and uh, how to defeat them. Um, the Order of the Nine Angles, which I have a couple of their texts actually in my library, but uh, the Order of the Nine Angles is like this Satanist group that's fucking like partially run by the feds, right? Like. Um, the Order of the Nine Angles is like like their indoctrination. Um, to become a member of the Order of the Nine Angles, first you have to go like live in a cave in the middle of the woods for like 30 days and isolate yourself from society, right? And then after that, like that like raises you up in their initiation. And then you have to join like it doesn't matter whether it's a far left group or a far right group. Um, like, do you know the, the neo-Nazi organization, The Base? Yes. I mean, I don't know yeah, him personally, so, but yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. The Order of the Nine Angles is very affiliated with the base and uh, like Antifa as well. So after you've like stayed in the cave for like 30 days, you have to join like Antifa or like, um, like the base. It doesn't matter whether it's right wing or left wing. It just has to be an extremist group, right? And you have to become like a fucking extremist. Not that you really believe in it, but that you're using it to your fucking Satanist ends. And... Um, <laughs> That's really what I know about them. They um, it has involved with PVP. Yeah, I was about to say. Go ahead. The Louisiana succubus is like, uh, like affiliated with the Order of the Nine Angles. She like does art for them and th this sort of thing, right? She's a Satanist. Um, yeah, and he, I think you missed it. I think you're watching like in uh, Google's conspiracy video. The last interview, the end of it is a fucking guy that, like, interacted with her in the uh, the Order of the Nine Angles and, uh, like, explains how she's affiliated with the Order of the Nine Angles. But that's all in the Gutspiracy video. If anyone's curious about that, check out the Ghoul's Gutspiracy video. The last fucking interview is all about that. No, but wait, she's a Satanist. Yeah. This is PPP's girlfriend. How does he reconcile, uh, you know, being a preacher... And having a fucking Satanist girlfriend. Well, once again, I don't know if PVP is like ever since he. Moved well, out look, we okay, so, true. Like, All right, that's sure. that's true. We don't know now, but even at that point, that was just a few months ago. Uh, no, you're right about that. There is something fishy there, and that's why I say I don't really know if he holds his Christian convictions or if it's just like a culture thing. The other thing about women is when you fucking. You know, you fuck a woman, you get her straight, she'll adopt whatever your politics Well, that's is. true. It doesn't, I'm, doesn't I'm aware of that. A Satanist fucking idiot. I'm you aware of that, yeah. Right. 
I'm very well familiar with that. But, I mean, I don't know. Did she renounce it? Like, I don't know. Maybe he's uh, I don't, I don't dicking her down for Jesus. I don't know. I didn't I didn't think about that. <laughs> but, but she's uh, very involved in that. I had a brief stint on Tinder, and I remember interacting with this Satanist bitch who I fucking matched with just because she was a Satanist bitch, and I told her I was going to take her to church. <laughs> she probably liked that. Or did she? I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know. You're going to bring her to the Lord. All right, now, um, let's see. So, Onane, there was something I was talking about right before um, Onane. I can't remember where I was going to go with that now. Um, now, this Mormon dude will bring that up, too. Uh, let's see. The other super chat was about Onane as well. The satanic cult. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to super chats, bro. I hope I bring in the end some level of super chats. Well, we mostly we just been listening with the fucking casino. We got a BTFO. Well, I made most of my money last night. We kind of just been listening uh, to you. you. Know, Signal Boot, who's been sending them all their money, has reached out to me on Discord. Really? Oh, is that the guy that sent them? Getting Ralph thousand dollar donations from Signal Boot. Who is that guy? The fucking <laughs> lesbian casino. Who is that guy? I didn't even, I, I saw, I heard about that, but I didn't really the know. The queer fucking idiot casino. The chemo casino, um, <laughs> which is my favorite nickname for it. I tried Quino casino. That doesn't, that doesn't sound as good. I think chemo casino. I think that sounds better. Um, all right, let's see. What about the Mormon guy? Let me pull that up. What were you trying to tell us about yeah, that? So, so actually, so Mormon Shaggy, what's happened is like two weeks ago. So Shaggy lives in fucking San Francisco, right? And he's like a fucking mental. He like, he like counsels fucking uh, like homeless youth. Like Shaggy's actually a really good fucking guy. Um, so, <laughs> so like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, um, because Shaggy's a Mormon, I won't say he's a Christian because he's a Mormon. <laughs> Um, and Mormons are fucked. They believe like Jesus is a space alien and weird shit. Like, you know that. what? We love our Mormon friends, but I, I, uh, I have watched this cartoon one time on tequila sunrise. I think it was shortly after we moved to cozy. Uh, and it was just like a cartoon. It was like a good old fashioned. Um, I think it was like a Southern Baptist cartoon. I'm not sure, but it was like an anti-Mormon propaganda piece basically. But I mean, it was going through, it wasn't lies though. It was just going through like Mormon belief and it had it like all illustrated with the spaceships and shit. Like it was fucking wild. No, Mormons are fucked. And I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I debate with Mormon Shaggy all the time on my Bible study streams. Right. And try to bring them to the fucking true light. But, uh, he's very convicted in his beliefs, which is something I respect about Shaggy. Shaggy is very convicted in his beliefs. And, uh, so anyway, Shaggy, um, like two, By the way, if somebody ago, has that video, send it, and I'll pull it up. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I yeah, see so it. Two, three weeks ago, um, Shaggy's, like, counseling organization, because he's a Christian, Mormon, but uh, they made him fucking do some, like, religion course where this fucking, like, lesbian woman, this I guess she looks like fucking Gimli from Lord of the Rings. She fucking, she's leading the fucking course, and she's... Um, she um, she looks like fucking Gimli from Lord of the Rings, and she's fucking like a lesbian, and she's like a preacher, right? Like she says she's a Christian preacher, and um, she does this course about how like 
youth that are questioning their sexual Christian youth that are questioning their sexuality should like make like a tarot deck and stuff like that. And she's talking about how like the proper Christian belief is to view yourself as God instead of Jesus Christ. And like just explicitly sounds like like I've always been honest. And when I was young and I rejected the fucking church and I rejected Christ, I could look back on Zuma that. Brain I sent three dollars. Can you even like gamble super chats on the Kino Casino? Oh, and I think it's this video. Well, but I certainly didn't fucking lie about my beliefs. Whereas this woman says that like she preaches Luciferian belief, but says that she's like a Christian fucking pastor. And she fucking started playing images of Jesus dressed in drag. And how Jesus was actually like a drag queen. And this and that. And Shaggy objected to that. And uh, because Shaggy objected to that, he's been fired from his job. And Shaggy's fucking destitute now because the organization he worked for, he didn't accept that Jesus was a drag queen and was fired from his fucking job as a result. So I think it's important to get Shaggy's story out there. Um, the stream that you have up now is right after. It's the night Shaggy was fired, and Shaggy sort of snapped and pulled out his thirty-eight. <laughs> oh, let's see. Is it already time stamped? Yeah, you can play. This is Shaggy. Now, actually, before you play it, I, I'm under the impression the Dymo mentioned something about Shaggy to you. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but I could have forgotten. I don't think he did, but I could have forgotten. But, Ralph, you, you need to get Shaggy on to tell his story because I won't do it justice, and Shaggy will fucking tell this story, and I think it is important. Shaggy has been persecuted for his religion, um, and that's not right. That's not right at all. I really feel for Shaggy. Shaggy sort of snapped in this stream, and you can see in the background he has his Phineas Priesthood flag I up. I see that. Do you know who Phineas was in the Bible, Ralph? Um, I won't claim the full knowledge of that, no. Okay, so in the first five books, I think it's in, like, the book of Numbers. It might be in... Um, Deuteronomy, I know Numbers, Deuteronomy. I used to know them all in order, but... Yeah, it might be about. in Deuteronomy. I think it's in Numbers. But, uh, so Phineas, um, the, when the Israelites had the tabernacle, um, before the first temple was ever built or anything, when they were still on their way into the Promised Land, um, they had the tabernacle, right? Which God existed as a cloud in the fucking tabernacle and led them by the day as a cloud and the night as like fire in the sky. But um, so the story of the Old Testament, like if you read throughout the Old Testament, it's sort of the story of the cycle of history where good men makes good times, strong men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times, and hard, hard times make strong men, and so on and so forth. The proper interpretation of that is that in hard times, we turn to God, and things get better because we turn to God. Um, once we turn to God, things get better, and then we turn from God like we see in today's modern society. Modern society is turned away from God because we're living in good times. And as a result of that, things get hard. Um, and then we turn back to God and so on and so forth. So, and this is a story you see throughout the whole Old Testament. The Israelites turn to God and things get better. 
Um, they turn from God, get conquered by a foreign nation, and then things get hard, and they turn back to God, so on and so forth. So at one point in that uh, overarching theme, um, they turn from God, and they start, like, having sex in the tabernacle, like, uh, like acting out on yeah. sexual immorality and things like that in the tabernacle. And Phineas comes into the tabernacle with this fucking javelin, and two people are fucking acting on sexual immorality in the tabernacle, and he takes his fucking javelin and stabs it through the both of them and fucking executes the both of them. And as a result, as a result, God gives Phineas the priesthood um, for doing what was righteous. So the Phineas priesthood is like, it's like a modern fucking group that like believes in that, right? Like committing violence for God. So you see the flag in the background, that black flag with the fucking P and the cross. No, oh, yeah, I see it in the back. That's <laughs> that's, that's a symbol for that. For. Like, <laughs> just to put it into a bit of context. No, that's so, good. Play the fucking video, Ralph. No, that's good. I'm glad. We still live here. Okay, I don't know if y'all can hear me, uh, but... Okay. Yeah, uh, didn't plug in the laptop properly. Anyway, people have been asking to see this. This is Shaggy's firearm, yeah? Uh Uh-oh. So any of you assholes thought you'd come and fuck with Shaggy... All you people who talk shit on the internet, this is what you'd be looking at. This is the last <laughs> fucking thing you would see. Anyway, this is a 38. Um, it's from Shaggy. No. This is you one know, many, by the way. I've got like four of these. Channel name from Mormon Shaggy to Postal Shaggy. <laughs> this is happened. Rock Island. Rock Island Armory. <laughs> Here are the first two shells I ever <laughs> shot years ago. Got those saved in his pocket? What the I fuck? Ever fired. So anyway, as I was saying, I think if I go on the kill stream, I might use that as an excuse to talk shit about some of my ex-co-workers, seeing as they're promoting pedophilia to children. Uh, oh, that was part of the training. Yeah, there was a whole thing on homosexual are, children. Gotta this guy we got to have him on now. He pulled out the 38. I, I would ask they don't pull out the 38 on the kill screen. But, uh, I didn't know children were sexual, but I guess with these fuckers, I guess with Gimli the fucking dwarf. <laughs> One time Although I guess it's in a stream about how he would dispose of bodies in the River Delta. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm sure. All right, let's... <sighs> So, uh, let's see here. This guy. Right. Uh, Just making sure I'm not talking to the void because I do not see my current fucking... Oh, there we are, refelted. Um, No, but beyond this, Ralph, I haven't really watched this whole stream. Yeah, let's not watch it all. Let's watch this. This is eight minutes. We got to watch this now because I pimped it. Have you seen yeah, this before? Yeah, the eight minutes leading up to that, Shaggy's talking about, like, what happened. But I think, to be honest, you we'll don't just let him. Nah, we'll, we'll get him on the show. Let's, yeah, I was going to say, off. let's just get him on the kill stream, and he can tell the story. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, he can tell the story himself. I mean, you already told it, but he can come on and go into more detail. Now, this is what I want to play, though. Have you seen this? Have you seen this before? <laughs> no, I haven't oh, seen dude, this. this is I don't know what this is. This is absolutely <laughs> beautiful. My apologies to our Mormon friends. Regardless of its Christian veneer, the basic tenets of Mormonism are in direct conflict with biblical Christianity. The following piece of well, animation, yeah. based directly on actual Mormon <laughs> publications, <laughs> highlights these By the way, doctrinal... By Mama, you know what's funny? I, I mean, I don't know if it's funny, but um, I grew up and, and Mormonism was like... I, mean, I apologize uh, for our Mormon friends, of course, but it was kind of like a running joke, basically, uh, in my household. I remember my mom, <laughs> like, the magic glasses, I remember, was like a joke uh, in my household since I was a child. It's like the magic glasses. <laughs> like, every time Mormonism would come up, magic glasses would get mentioned somehow. It wasn't even the underwear. I didn't learn about that until Mitt Romney, but... Differences. Well, he doesn't have his underwear yet. You know, Joseph Smith, who founded Mormonism, was a rogue Freemason, right? I uh, know. I didn't know that. Um, so Joseph Smith was a Freemason. And uh, my take on Mormonism is that because the Freemasons, they uh, sort of have a more secular here's belief. Here's and they Kyle. study all the religions, right? By so way. Joseph Smith would have studied <laughs> Islam, and he has a very similar foundation story to fucking Mormonism as the foundation story of Islam. Um, Muhammad went up to the mountain and had the divine revelation from the fucking... Um, Angel Gabriel or whatever the fuck, whereas Joseph Smith went into the fucking forest in the Americas and had the divine revelation from the fucking angels, right? Like, it's almost identical, the fucking foundational stories of Islam and Mormonism. Mother. And uh, Joseph Smith, he, he became a rogue Freemason. He fucked off and, like, founded Mormonism. And uh, Mormonism conflicts with Freemasonry, but they, uh, they're very similar. Like, just like how in Freemasonry you have to do the first three fucking degrees to become a Master Mason and then sort of go about it how you will. In Mormonism, there's like three degrees and like three rituals that are very similar to Freemasonry. And uh, you have to get the third degree to get your, like, magic underwear. So Shaggy is, like, at the third degree and he's still waiting to get his magic underwear. Also, Kai is in the chat, so I, he, and he's wanting to come on, so we'll go ahead uh, and send him the link um, uh, to talk about. Yeah, is he a Mormon? He is a Mormon. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck! I thought uh, I thought he was. I didn't know he was still up. I mean, I I couldn't. I don't know how he saw this, but no, I'm just kidding. I saw he was streaming. Um, but let me play a little bit of this to now, like. Kino Casino keeps saying that Kai is their spy on the inside. I heard that. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe that, but hey, what's up, guys? Oh, let me let me make myself appear. Give me a second. You're just seeing my background right now. This is such a the Google Meets man. It always uh, it always gives me a hard time. Um. So okay, what? I hear you, Kai. I hear you, Kai. You I'm fucking that. boomer tech alerts all over the fucking map. Uh, the Google Meets is new to me. I just downloaded it tonight. I feel your pain, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, but hey, what's this video? What's this? Uh, have they talked we, about? We have to watch how it. Way, God the... has sex with multiple wives. Oh, did you have to? Okay, we're gonna watch it with you. That makes it even better. no, no, no. Did they say that though? Yet? No. Well, I don't. Well, again, I don't remember everything that's said. We watched it. 
Um, we watched what? it a couple, few months ago on the on the Tequila yeah, Sunday. Okay. So, the Heavenly Mother Astaroth is simply just the housekeeper on Kolob Kai. Okay, so give me a second. I need to <laughs> share this to my fellas, to my people. Okay. And then, uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll dive on into this. Give okay, me now, let me send you the link to the video, too, in case you want to uh, look into that, too. But, of course, you'll be yes. able to hear it over the airwaves. You don't have to pull it up, but. Yeah, um, give me a quick moment. Okay, cool. We're glad you're here, Kai, to defend the Mormon. Office. I am glad. I am glad I'm Kai, here. Actually, Kai, I do a Bible study every Sunday. So tomorrow I'll be doing Bible study, and I have Mormon Shaggy call into Bible study all the time, and we debate on the theological issues between Mormonism and Christianity. And uh, I would love to have you on if you want to have more of a theological debate. Tomorrow I'll be doing Bible study probably at like 7 o'clock. Uh, Drunken Surfer on uh, YouTube. And I, I, I'd love to have you call into that, Kai, to be honest with yeah. I, hey, uh, maybe, I'd like to have man. people from all theological backgrounds to uh, to get to the truth, right? Sounds sounds interesting. I appreciate you having Mormons at the table. Let's watch this video. Okay, though, let's watch it. A lot of the times, I don't know which video it is, but if it's the video I'm thinking of, this is, is the, well, people it's say it's like a banned Mormon cartoon. Yeah. If it's the video I'm thinking of, it's not. And it's actually anti-Mormon propaganda. But let's see. All right, hold on a sec. Anonymous sent $3. I can't stand this guy's faggoty, always laughing attitude. Reminds me of me? Medicare. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I think. <laughs> Wait, which one of us? This could apply to either of us. <laughs> what, are they comparing me to Medicare, to Medicare now? I, I think I'm not undergoing chemo. <laughs> All right. I'm not at death's door. I like to think I still have a lively life ahead of me. All right, let's you play know, this. As long as the state doesn't come and try to force inject mRNA vaccines into my arm. All right, let's play this right now. And teaches that trillions of planets scattered throughout the cosmos are ruled by countless gods who once were human like us. Yeah. Okay, pause it, pause it. They pause. say All right, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Actually, no, keep going. I want you to keep going, actually. And then I'll say what I'm going to say. Okay. One of these planets to an unidentified god and one of his goddess wives, a spirit child named Elohim was conceived. This spirit child was later born to human parents who gave him a physical body. Through obedience to Mormon teaching and death and resurrection, he proved himself worthy and was elevated to godhood as his father before him. All right. Mormons okay. believe. Okay, I'll pause it. I'll pause it. I'll pause it. Go ahead. Yeah, so what we're what we're watching right now, what we're watching is what's called the God Makers, which is a cartoon, or well, it's a cartoon based on the God Makers, which was uh I, I believe or no. Yeah, it was a book and a film, I think. And what it is, is anti-Mormon propaganda from, I think it's supposed ex-members of the church. Let me check. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia right okay. now. It's called Ed Decker and Dave Hunt. They co-authored it. Um, and uh, it basically is, is literally anti-Mormon propaganda, which is blatantly untrue. There is never existed Mormon doctrine that said that God, and you'll see this a little bit later on, that God has sex with multiple wives and creates spirit children. Um, that has never existed in Mormon doctrine. And the reason why I'm glad I'm here is because 
uh, these videos would like get put all over the internet and people believe it. They see like banned Mormon cartoon. That's what it was on TikTok. That was the headline banned Mormon cartoon. And it turned out to guess what? Be anti Mormon propaganda that even the Catholic church condemned, even members of the Catholic church and like higher up said, you know, we're not Mormon, but this is blatantly untrue anti Mormon propaganda. So it's a great source you have here against the LDS church. And half of it, you know, is not even true. It's always like there's a semblance of something that's real, which is that there's speculation about a regression of gods and the idea of maybe God was once a child, who knows, on a different earth. That's speculative. It's never existed uh, as like set doctrine the way this film is describing. So that's my two cents on on this entire film. So, so wait, repeat that last. So you're saying that some of it is like. Um, uh, like not set church doctrine, like people freelancing or, or like 99% of it is not set church doctrine. Um, yeah, basically what it takes is speculation and then it takes the, the worst sounding rhetorical characterization of LDS belief. And then it writes that as if it's the doctrine and canon of the church, now, when in reality it never has been. Now, there has been some evolution on church policy, though, and they're going to talk about yeah. this later on uh, specifically. Well, about, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. I'll let you talk next for sure uh, about black people and stuff like that. And they go into that uh, quite in detail uh, in this cartoon. Yeah. Um, so, so are there still people within the church who – hold some of the views in this cartoon or who disagree with the shift in church policy. Well, most of the stuff in this cartoon is just like not the view of, or shouldn't be the view of like any church member, the perspective of like blacks bearing the mark of Cain or, um, you know, and and by the way, I don't think the church and, and I might be just confusing stuff. So like, correct me if I'm wrong here. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe don't correct me. I was going to say, you probably know more than me. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not as, but anyway, not you, Ralph, not you. You're not, you're like, maybe surfer. Yeah. Maybe he studied it a little harder. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I'll let him talk Um, next, by the way. Go ahead. But the, the perspective, is um, th- this comes from I believe it's first or second Nephi there's a verse that describes um, the descendants of Cain I believe having or maybe it's not even the descendants of Cain but this group of people having a skin of blackness and or having a complexion of blackness and what the problem was was in the early church uh, when most of the individuals in it were just like you know racist there's not really a way around that Damn, they would read that verse and they'd say, this is a literal interpretation of just they have black skin like African-Americans. If you read any of the Bible, you'd understand that that complexion of blackness is a spiritual complexion that's referenced all throughout. This is a metaphor that's frequently used. For instance, whiteness is this idea of purity and of you know being uh, close to God and being away from sin. It's not a literal like complexion of a white face. So that's the reason for the mistranslation. And if you were actually to rely on the context and if it were read correctly, instead of just being read from the worldview of the people prior to the 1960s, um, you would have seen that. And the church takes a really logical position on it now. But prior in church history, it wasn't seen the same way. And that's why this has been a big controversy. All right, go ahead, Surfer. Well, we know that the descendants of Cain were completely wiped out in the flood. And we read in Genesis right after that, that it was the descendants of Japheth that make up the Gentiles. 
Now, blacks are the descendants of Ham. Um, so the, the argument could be made by all the racists and neo-Nazis out there that uh, when the kingdom was opened up from just Jews to the Gentiles as well in the New Testaments, that the descendants of Ham aren't Gentiles as described in Genesis. So was the kingdom really open to black people? <laughs> I don't have a response to that. Here, hold on. I, I, I don't know if that <laughs> wait, was a wait, question. Wait, Joey JJ, freedom so sounds around. like the what Kai is saying wait, is wait, that wait, Mormonism wait. used to be totally hold on, wait, wait, wait. now it's a cut bag religion. Hold on, wait, wait. Just let me replay yeah, that, that, that super ahead. chat. It's okay. I know it's harder for you to hear because you don't have the headphones on. Um... Joey Jojo sent $3 sounds like what Kai is saying is that Mormonism used to be totally based and now it's a cut religion. Base Joey Jojo, he's one of the fucking OGs from the PPP chat. That's what, uh, yeah, th those are the hardest people to proselytize to. And I say this all the time because it's like, you know, the, I'll, I'll be like, hey, what's up? Have you heard about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And people will be like, oh, yeah, you guys are like racist polygamists, right? And I'm like, well, <laughs> not really anymore. And then they're like, I, oh, oh, never oh, mind. I don't want to hear like, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can go back. Sorry. It's like, no. Yeah. You had my attention for a minute, but now it's like, ah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The good old days. Well, can we bring back the good old days in the Mormon church? <laughs> All right. Now <laughs> let me. Uh, this about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but let's play this video because this is why we uh, did this. No, hold on. I just wanted to say that the promise was given to Abraham. The covenant was given to Abraham and was also was also re-given to, um, to Isaac and to Jacob. That through Abraham's seed, all the nations of the world would be saved. So not just the Gentile nations, but all of the nations, those who would believe in Christ, would be saved. Through Abraham's seed, all, all people would be saved. What do you think, Surfer? So wait, wait, let me ask you this. Is Kai, is Kai going to heaven or hell? Is, what do you think about that? Well, you know, we're, we read in, um, where I'm reading now, I think in uh, Galatians. No, in Romans. Actually, now let me grab my Bible. It's in uh, Romans 10. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of scripture. Just let me flip to it. Um, here's Acts. Romans is right before Acts. Oh, no, Romans is right after Acts. Sorry, guys, I'm sort of drunk. <laughs> so in Romans 10... We read that, um, um, here, just let me find the verse. Sure. Text. But the righteousness, which is of faith, speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring bring up Christ again from the dead. Um, so you're saying you're I'm not going to answer the question. On that, but pretty much what it says in those verses yeah. is that we shouldn't look at a snapshot of time as to who is saved and who is condemned, but we should look at it as more of a uh, continuous time, more of a spectrum of time. And uh, even though people might not be righteous in the instance, they might become righteous, and it's our job as Christians to evangelize the people and try to bring them to God. So even though 
because of their faith and because of their actions, they might not be saved. And in the instance of time, we can bring them to Christ and they can still be saved. So even if Kai is a Mormon, um, he can still repent of that, you know, and accept Christ into his heart instead of Joseph Smith, and he can still I be saved. Christ. What so do, do you think? Do you think we worship Joseph Smith? No, I uh, I just don't think you profess, profess the true Christ. Like if you read in the okay. book of Galatians, the book of Galatians is about the, uh, the Judaic elements. That have, they're trying to convince the uh, like the Gentile Christians in the churches of Galatia that they should uh, they need to live by the old law to be saved, and they're professing a different Christ. They're still professing Christ, but they're not c- professing the one true Christ. Mm. And it's similar, right? Like Mormons profess Christ, but mm. they don't profess the one true Christ. And yeah. there's still plenty of time for you, Kai. You're still a young guy. You might not. You might not convert today. You might not a year from now. But I think you have a long life ahead of you. And with uh, the proper work, you will be saved, bro. I don't think it's my place to say whether you're condemned or whether you're saved in this instance of time, like we read in Romans. But I think it's more over a period of time that we should work for your salvation and everyone's salvation around us. Well, I definitely appreciate the support and uh, the perspective. I believe I do accept Christ. We don't worship Joseph Smith. I, I'm glad, actually, that you didn't kind of frame it that way, because a lot of anti-church people will. They're like, you guys pray to Joseph Smith. And it's like, no, we don't. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, uh, I appreciate you seem pretty good faith about the whole business. Um, obviously, the disagreement from the LDS perspective is we believe it's the same Christ. I mean, we read the same verse, and we say, yeah, if people— teach of a, of a different Christ, if we teach of, you know, infant baptism or of, uh, you know, a, a whole host of things that weren't true in the early church or in the Bible or Book of Mormon, then yeah, we'd say that that's uh, definitely an error, and there's a yeah. lot of similarities, but we do believe that we have the, uh, the, the true Christ, the Son of God who atoned for the sins of all mankind uh, yeah. and rose on the third day. So, and to me, that's what it means to be a Christian is to accept that Christ is your savior, the son of God who atoned for the sins of all mankind in Gethsemane and on the cross and rose on the third day. Um, to me, if you believe that you can call yourself a Christian, it's just a lot of people get into like, Oh, but you don't, you, you don't abide by everything. The council of Nicaea says, and it's like, Okay, so is the Council of well, Nicaea the arbiter of Christianity? Retarded. Catholics are more <laughs> retarded than the Mormons. I agree. Really? You're you're and you're then, rocking with Baptist the great and abominable like, church. That's fucking batshit retarded. Also, like realistically, baptism is something you do when you're of the age of consciousness and you accept Christ into your heart. The age I, of I, accountability. I yeah, agree with you there, Kai. Yeah. Real and true. Well, and and then you see, it's like there's a lot of disagreements, but I'm not saying Catholics aren't Christian. I think they are Christian. So um, that's basically my perspective on the matter. I honestly was going to go to bed, and then somebody messaged me, you need to get in the kill stream. (laughs) Yeah, let me play this cartoon real quick. Hold on, let me play the Super Chat, then I'll play the cartoon, because it's not that long. Um, Kai, do you believe that Russia and Ukraine could be ran by bankers sent $3? Kai, will you debate Adam Green? Kai, is it true that Mormons call outsiders Gentiles? Kai, what evidence that we live in a globe do you have? Leave the last one out because I don't want to talk about the globe stuff. But Okay, sounds good. Um, uh, is there evidence? Well, that technically that's his name, so I don't even need to respond to that, but I'll respond to it. Uh, could be run by bankers. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, 
All likely. Right. What about Adam um, Green? Uh, the Adam Green thing. I don't know enough about Adam Green. I don't know what his stick is. I don't know what I would debate him on. I, I sense or I've heard that he's kind of like anti-theology or like anti-Christianity. He believes yeah. it's like a, a Jewish subversion. Uh, yeah. I don't agree with that, obviously. We did a debate People with him. and that we have similar haircuts, though, which I thought was funny. A little bit. We did a debate with him and E. Michael Jones last weekend. I got to watch uh, that still. Thank you for reminding yeah, me. Yeah, check that awesome, out. Dude. Of course, we would host it. I mean, uh, you and Adam mm-hmm. Green, we've hosted a lot of his debates. And, yeah, that's pretty much the, the uh, gist no. of it. It's a retarded perspective. Like the uh, the reality is, the Jews like their whole modern religion is based around rejecting Christ. And um, the the first thing the Jews want you to do is to reject Christ. Christ. So they like they use like reverse psychology, and they like paint the picture that the Jews want you to accept Christ. <laughs> so if you hate the Jews, you say, "Oh well, the Jews want me to accept Christ." I'll do exactly what the Jews want me to do and reject Christ. And you reject Christ. And that's why Adam Green's position is retarded. I actually thought, Ralph, a good debate for you to have would be Mormon Shaggy versus Adam Green. Because <laughs> Mormon Shaggy is very zealous about this shit, right? I, I actually mentioned that to Shaggy. I'd be down with that. All right, now let me play this. ...is their heavenly father and that he lives with his many goddess wives on a planet nice. near a mysterious star called Kola. Here, the god of Mormonism and his wives through endless celestial sex. Literally, billions of. This has. Sorry. Endless celestial sex. This has never existed in any church doctrine. I don't even think like. Endless. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Kolob is referenced in the Pearl of Great Price, but that idea about endless celestial sex, countless wives, dude. If if you if you see that entire passage and then you say, so you're saying Kolob doesn't exist? Like (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. Obviously, I'm taking more of an issue with the idea that God has endless celestial sex with his plural wives. I mean, is this is none of this true? Now they're all hot, by the way. Christ is a space alien from Kolob. It's batshit retarded. We don't believe that either. We don't believe leave that either that's what shaggy tells me i don't know maybe he's he maybe he's offering a different rhetorical characterization but that's not how i <laughs> would know you gotta take these things with a grain of salt because shaggy also tells me that just like the islamic belief and the um and the judaic belief that you can lie to non-believers um Shaggy also professes that that Mormons who is this guy? Unbelievers. Yeah, I don't know this guy. All right, let me play this video. Let me play. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot. I forgot to answer one part of the super chat. Oh um, sure. No, Mormons don't call other like yeah, non-Mormons part. Gentiles. What? <laughs> like, I've never heard that before. Grow up with this stuff. Yeah, I've never heard that before. And, well, and not just not just Gentiles can be saved, but also black people. Yes. Yeah, we'll get and to they that. They could always be in the church too. They just couldn't have the priesthood for a time. They could always be baptized and enter the church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll like get from the inception of the church. They could. Well, right. actually, Kai, this is one of my fundamental disagreements with the Mormons that there should be some sort of priesthood. I think the story of the Old Testament to the New, like the reason why the kingdom couldn't be centralized under the um, under the Israelites at the time, is because all men are flawed. 
and all men will come to God and move away um, due to the cycle of history as we read about throughout the Old Testament. So that's why through Christ, the kingdom was expanded to more of a decentralized kingdom so that all people, small nations of the world, could be saved. They don't need to be part of a specific church or a specific group of people. All those that would believe in Christ for their salvation would be saved um, through the Spirit. And uh, that's not a centralized thing. So that's something that's very suspect about Mormonism to me, that they've tried to re-centralize it under, like, their priesthood, right? And that um, salvation comes through that centralized organization. I think the Catholics, that's one of my fundamental qualms with the Catholics, that they did the same thing. After Christ decentralized the kingdom amongst all nations who would believe, the Catholic Church came in and tried to re-centralize it under their human organization. I think the Mormons did the same thing. And to be honest with you, I think if you look at, like, throughout history, and I'm not a historical major or anything. I'm not the most learned man in history. But um, I think that the Catholics <laughs> tried to re-centralize it. And then there is the Protestant Reformation, and that was probably sort of based, like, initially. But the Protestants have gone fucked. And uh, I think in the early 1800s, when the Mormons uh, came to be, I think the Church of Christ actually came to be a few years before the Mormons. And the Church of Christ is a restorationist movement, like the Mormons claim to be, right? And the Church of Christ was pretty based. Not saying it is today. Like, our local Church of Christ here at Peterborough is pretty much ran All right. by... Let him get in. Let him get in. Against. All right, let him, we'll finish your thought and let him get in, but go ahead, finish up. Yeah, no, no, I'm just about done. Um, but the Church of Christ came to be. The modern Church of Christ has sort of gone fucked because this is just the way things go with the cycle of history. But the Church of Christ came to be and was very based in the early 1800s. And what would Satan do? Satan doesn't need to subvert the non-believers because the non-believers are already fucked. So Satan tries to subvert those that are, are true believers. So when the Church of Christ was, was fucking based, uh, Joseph Smith came from the Freemasons and started Mormonism. That most Church of Christ guys nowadays are confused with Mormons because you guys are the Church of Christ and Latter Day Saints. And my honest take is that you guys came to be right after to subvert the uh, the Church of Christ and bring people away. Well, yeah, I don't know. We would call ourselves Mormons. Like to to call ourselves the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints or members of that church is something that's like relatively new. I mean, we had the entire campaign of like, you know, I'm Mormon, like hashtag I'm Mormon and all that, which is a lot of people said that, you know, oh, the church wasted so much money on like the resources for this ad campaign. That's something I hear a lot. Um, and it's, it's kind of true too. Like saying I'm a Mormon is a lot easier than saying I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. But, you know, the reason we emphasize that is because that's whose church it is. We are not a, you know, uh, Protestant church. We're not a denomination. We are the restored church that Christ created or established on the earth. So that's kind of the reason for that. I don't think it's like a subversive point because everybody would know us as Mormons. E. Michael back then. Jones Grover sent $3. Kai, can you explain what Planet Kolob is? What do Mormons specifically believe you about can, it? You can keep talking, by the way, because you mm -hmm. talked for a while. And, and yeah, that go too. ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to get to bed like like really soon, so this will probably be the last thing I respond to. Just to respond to the Kolob point, Kolob is, I think, in Moses, in the Pearl of Great Price, it's the star uh, which God is seated closest to, or the, the star is seated closest to God. I, I forget the verbiage. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's there's not much more about it. Um, it's pretty funny. There's a, actually a place by me called Kolob Canyon because I live in Utah, and they've got all these <laughs> esoteric Mormon names for, like, all these sites, which I think yeah. is awesome. Um, 
But yeah, there's not like a ton of canon about it, and it's not a huge, All right, like, so there's, significant thing. So you're about to get off. I guess we're not going to get through the cartoon. I, I will finish it, but I, it, but if it's, I it's, watched more of no, it, I completely I would blow my brain. No, I completely out. understand. But by the way, so tomorrow <laughs> night we have Big Tech versus um, Zen Shapiro and Big Papa Fascist. Now is coming in. I don't know if you want to get in on that or if you have any suggestions. I'm trying to find him another partner, or it's just going to be two on one. Basically, well, what's the topic for it? Uh, the it topic's like basically. Yeah, it's basically just ant, you know, pro or anti AF. Yeah, um, I don't know. I <laughs> the conversations with it's probably going to be a little bit like, nastier than what you would Google. Do more call Here, outsiders Gentiles sent three dollars in Mark Twain's travel book. He mentions it. Kai debate Adam Green subject does Christianity benefit the J? <laughs> well, that's I snorted it though. That's up to you uh, if you want to do that. But um, okay, yeah. It, honestly, it's probably going to be a little nastier uh, than what might be uh, for your taste. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, Absolutely, and get you some rest, and uh, we'll get you back on. Maybe this Friday we're having a super show too. So maybe. Oh, we'll let's go! Yeah, thanks for bringing me yeah. on. You know, it was very spur of the moment. But whenever the Mormons catch heat, you know, I no, I, I wanted that. Woos yeah. is in bed already. So yeah, he was. In here earlier, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. You have a good one. Absolutely. Yeah, I, oh, and one I thing I'll say, talking to you too, Kai. And I do want to say before you go, feel free to call into the Bible study, bro. I'd love to talk about scripture to you. Yeah, I'll be doing the Bible good. study tomorrow at seven p.m. Eastern time on uh, the Drunken Surfer mm-hmm. channel on YouTube. Uh, feel free to call in. I, I have call-ins through Discord. I um, I love right. to hear your perspective. Yeah. Right. Sure thing, man. And and the last thing I'll say, basically, before I go, just because you guys are going to watch the rest of this. We I'm are. Yeah. Once, once again, yeah. Yeah. this is not produced by the church. This is not true church doctrine. This is anti-Mormon propaganda made by people who hate the church and what it stands for, and it has been condemned by the church itself and by Catholic and other denominations as well. So just wanted to make that clear. And now I'm going to bed. Thanks for having me, Ralph. Thank and you, man. Good to meet you, Drunken Surfer. Adios. Good night, bro. Have a good night. All right, have a good one. Um, so I guess it's just going to be big tech because, man, like I even Big Papa Fascist was want, like, I won't say demanding, but kind of wanting to know, pressing me on who his partner was going to be. I think Dalton is kind of booked up. Um, I don't know if I got a if I heard back from him or not. So it might just be big tech two on one. Wignot Galvin McInnes is going to felt the opposition. He doesn't even need a partner. So I want Beardson. Yeah, I thought about trying to check in with Beardson. Um, I don't know. You know, just and if Beardson, if Beardson, I was in Beardson's chat when fucking PPP was making fun of fucking Dalton Claude Falter for shitting his pants. Like, PVP's fucking underwear. Like, he would leave his underwear on the ground in the fucking hallway where he slept, and his underwear were caked in fucking shit. Ugh. He has a perpetually poopy asshole. Um, you know, so PVP has no place making fun of any other man for shitting his pants. I know countless stories of PVP shitting his pants. And if Beardson would like to reach out to me or Dalton... <laughs> Um, when PVP is trying to make fun of them for shitting their pants, I'm an open book. We should have done a stream just specifically dedicated to that. I feel like we missed the boat now right here at the end of the show. Like, what the fuck? There seems seems to be a wealth of stories about this guy shitting his pants. Well, you know, they tried to say, I, I didn't actually shit my pants. Uh, and that's the other. I could talk about this for years. But it's like, dude, there's so much shit out there about if, if you think if I, like, fucking... 
just like sharded myself or took a fart on air that I wouldn't just say like I took anyway. Um, but when you well, say, well, yeah, what the fuck? I have farted on air. Yeah, I mean it happens. Like what the fuck? I've done a lot worse than that on air. Uh, there used to be not be a camera. <laughs> <laughs> on me, like I want, I want to get into all all the shenanigans that's ever happened on the kill stream, uh, Medicare type action there, but uh, you know may or may not have occurred in the past. I'm just gonna say some of these uh, seminal moments uh, may have been uh, seminal as well. Here we go. Joey Joe uh, Joe said ten dollars. Here's on, another ten bucks for the extra content lately. Thank you. There are many imitators, but there is one Joey Joe Joe, and he is a Ralph Amali. <laughs> Base Joey Jojo. Shout Thank out you. Joey Jojo. Shout Joey out Jojo Joestar. Shout out fucking Sargoy of Kakad. Those right. are the three fucking old. Not like quite as old as Gator. That's Gator true. The eldest. the eldest. As we know. But, what uh, about Gator? What do you think about Gator, man? You know what? Because you came on here and you know, you know, you've revealed some stuff or whatever. But still, good natured, really. You haven't pulled out DMs. You haven't sit there, real or not real, by the way, because uh, there's been some fakery coming from Gator too. But I won't get into that. But you know what I mean? Like, the dude's been on a personal destruction campaign. Hold on, three dollars. Got to change up the phrasing so it doesn't get stale. Try anal evacuation <laughs> in his underwear. But you know what I mean? Like, he's been on some... They talk about personal destruction. Like, that's literally what he's been on towards me, and I don't feel like you've been that way towards uh, PPP. What do you think about the... No, Gator's a um, the, um The reality is, like, I don't have much of a take on Gator, but the reality is, do you remember when uh, Full Blast Forever turned coat and um, yeah. Full Blast Forever was going to have Godwinson and PPP restream your content and yeah. make fun of it on the fucking Full Blast Forever channel? Yeah. Um, PPP was down, but Godwinson said no. Uh, Godwinson said that I will not fraternize with a traitor. Um, wow. He should have stayed with Ralph. If he's going to be a traitor to Ralph, we can't trust him to not be a traitor to us. I will not fraternize with traitors. And that's something that Godwinson would be ashamed of in PPP, that now he's fraternizing with traitors like Gator and Flamenco. It's it, fucking despicable. You know, I heard... Fuck traitors. You know, I heard Godwinson say that during one of his videos, and uh, I think he was talking about Gator, actually. Yeah. Um, but he was like, the day is going to come when he's going to turn. He's talking about me. He's like, he's going to turn on Ralph, uh, and he's going to come on all these shows, and all these people are going to, you know, try to get my hand, and we love you now, but I don't want to fuck yeah. with him. But I'm not going to fuck with him. And he literally went into just what you said. And I and I watched that, and we talked about earlier how I have a – certain respect for Goblinson because he's good for one reason, but also he kind of lives by what he said. You know what? He kind of yeah. sticks to what he says. Right. And he has his code, uh, and he, and he sticks by, he's, he's himself, right? Like he, he just lets the chips fall where they may. I feel like I'm the same way in a different way. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I just always respected that. And it's something that I've always said too. If somebody's going to do that, Especially to their good good friend, quote unquote. Uh, you know, there's nothing yeah. they won't do to anybody really on this planet. Yeah. So, and again, I don't feel like you've went that far uh, tonight um, at all. Uh, but you know it when you see it, right? Um, just the the full like trying to destroy basically, and it's like if they'll do that well, to their friend, you know, to their friend, like. 
And there's a difference, right? Like, I'm not a traitor to PPP. I would have fucking defended the guy till the end. But he well, like I said earlier, he could call you tomorrow. I mean, you probably stabs be... you in the back. You don't fucking. Yeah. Like, you're not a traitor. To yeah, the exactly. Traitor, right. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and honestly, I mean, I feel like if he called you sincerely, I mean, you said it earlier, you'd probably be cool with him again. Uh, if yeah. if he was, you know, sincere and like, hey, you know what? Let's just put this behind us, you know, we made some mistakes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've always said the same thing. Um, if somebody's willing to do that, you can't really trust a person like that. Um, ever. So EML Chong was the example, uh, I use, but there are other examples and Gator to me is the latest. All right, now let's play this. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, video. I've never but... seen this. I sort of got to take a pee too. No, so go ahead. No, go ahead and do it and I'll wait. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go fun. ahead. I'll wait. Uh, what's up chat? Wow. We're going late tonight. So tomorrow we have the debate. Like I said, I guess it's going to be two on one. I don't know. Um, probably. I think Kai knew that it was going to be nasty. I started thinking about that too. I was like, uh, it's probably not going to fit. Probably really not going to fit in the, into that. Cause I think they're going to get really personal tomorrow night. We'll see. Um, but we'll see what happens on that. That'll probably start at six. I'm going to try to do the barbecue. We might try to broadcast that. Like I said, it, we, I'm 50, 50 on that. We'll see. Um, cause if it rains and stuff, I'll still grill. Um, cause I don't think it's supposed to rain that hard, but I'm not going to take my camera out there and shit if it rains. So, and all my equipment and all that, but, um, if it's a good weather, let me look at the weather tomorrow. Actually. It was, they said rain the other day, possible Richmond weather. Yeah, see, let's see. Uh, hourly forecast. That's what I need. Oh, no, it looks like, okay, so it's going to be good. It's starting to threaten to rain at four, so I guess I'm going to have to start up the the grilling at like 12 or one, maybe two, at least by, at least want to start by two. So we'll see. Maybe we'll broadcast that tomorrow. It looks like it will work. If we do the grilling, then I think Cisco said he was going to be here at like two, maybe I think he said he was going to leave at 12. I don't know. We'll figure that out, but uh, should be able to get the, the grilling in tomorrow. All right. Let's see it. Okay, it should work. All right, you guys. Uh, well, watch out with the grilling, Ralph. I don't know if that'll help you with the weight loss. No, nah, well, you know, that's true, <laughs> but I didn't really eat anything today except this little small shrimp stir fry. So I've kind of been fasting, not a full fast, but uh, I've been uh, I've been preparing for the for the grilling tomorrow. Uh, Ralph, I can't wait till you pass fucking dead. Oh, man. dude. <laughs> you know, I've kind of I've kind of been going slow here getting into the 240s, but um I'm still losing weight just just slowly. Uh, I see Wooza says Killstream needs a weatherman. See Wooza, have you been watching this the whole time? We're about to ro- watch the rest of this uh Mormon Mormon video. Kai popped in here for a minute. Um, to talk you, about Mormonism. You know, I sort of like Wooza, but I, like like, I lost a lot of respect for him when I heard the story of how he slept curled up like a dog at Baked Alaska's feet. Oh, no, I don't. I don't think that that's exactly what. 
I don't think that it was. Uh, I don't think he slept at his well, feet. That's what Tim said. That's I don't, story, Tim. I I fucking heard it. I don't know. I don't. Said. I don't. I didn't hear the clip. I don't remember. I don't think it was quite like that. No, it was. Tim was upset because that that fucking dumb slut Cassandra left him. And uh, because he was upset, Wooza slept at the bottom of his bed to keep him fucking comfortable and, like, curled up like a dog at his feet. <laughs> I don't... They literally told I that fucking story, Ralph. I'm not shitting you, bro. You know I'm honest. I, did, I, did. I haven't heard the clip. I, I saw that the bait said something about... <laughs> About, we all uh, make mistakes. Was, like I said with Kai, we no, can't look no, at he was, snapshots he had a of tough time. time or whatever. All men and, can be saved. It's no. our job to evangelize <laughs> no, to them. Was, no, I don't know. I didn't hear the clip. Spirit children. To decide their destiny, the head of the Mormon gods called a great heavenly council meeting. Both of Elohim's eldest sons were there. Lucifer and his brother Jesus. A plan was Okay, here goes Wizzy. He says, he was sad his girl left. I talked to him while he was trying to sleep. See, that sounds more like it. He's yeah, probably, he's he probably laying out the bed. Things into Tim's no, ear. come on. He was being a bro. He was sitting in there. Feet. He was sitting in there listening to him. Come on. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to do. <laughs> it's nice. You know, it is a heartwarming, at least. Now, I bet uh, Bake doesn't have shit on his couch and draping off his ass and stuff like that now. Yeah, I know. No, that's it. <laughs> At least I you hope know, not. You know, what was fight, I hope this comes to fruition, you versus Warski, because all these people are Man, saying, you know what? Like, what do you think about that? I've been talking shit, and tomorrow night we're going to follow up on it more. I'm going to do a whole segment on Keemstar. I'm really sick of this He's just so annoying. I used to just let it slide because he would come on the show and stuff, obviously. I always thought he was a uh, I'm just going to be real. He talks about the dumbest fucking gayest ass shit all the fucking time. Then he comes around these shows trying to look for a little bit of edge, a little bit of, you know, oh, I'm cool. No, you're a f He talks about Jake Paul and KSI all the time. You're a fucking did, nerd, Did you bitch. see the rear naked choke I put him in when he was I here? I would like to see it. An well, actual. On the video. Not you're Andy. I'm in Keemstar. I'm talking about Keemstar. Where, no, I'm talking uh, about Keemstar. Where PVP is kneeling on his neck like Derek Chauvin. We're reenacting the George Floyd thing, but it was PVP kneeling on Worski's neck. Worski couldn't take it for the full eight minutes, right? He went like four minutes with PVP on his neck, which you can't really well, blame fuck. on. PVP. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I can take it either. Yeah. But so I did the last four minutes, right? And then Worski fucking, like, broke out of it and tried to wrestle me, and I put him in a fucking rear naked choke and submitted Dude, him. Dude, Worski's weak, man. That guy's, like, actually weak, like, physically weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have any strength on him at all. Like, he's like a crackhead. Like, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's built like a crack crackhead, too. Like, I mean, he's he doesn't have any pop, and he doesn't have any, like... You know, like, grab you. If he grabs you, like, you just bust out of it. You know what I mean? Like, he's not... Well. I've never trained fighting before. I've never trained fun of fighting. When I was a kid, no, that's a lie. When I was a kid, I did I've done boxing. I boxed for fun, but I mean, I don't consider that training. Like, yeah. I, that's how come I though. I know how I was like four or five well, no. years old for like a year and a half. I never got past Dude. the white belt. Right. Other than that, I've just watched the UFC. Well, I, I remember boxing. Submit Warski in a rear naked. Oh fight. yeah, he's getting like, look. I remember boxing for fun. That's how come I, I know how tiring it is though. Boxing's actually fucking super 
tiring. I remember being a teenager and like way better shape than I am now, obviously. Uh, and was gassed four rounds, like just fucking around, you know, and, and somebody's in the garage there fucking around with gloves on four and you know, four rounds, quote unquote, being fucking gassed. So people sit yeah. here, uh, they don't, I don't know if they understand, um, throwing that many punches. There's a reason real life fights last like fucking 30 seconds. Usually, yeah. uh, <laughs> because it's not normal to stand there and throw punches back and forth for fucking 20, 30 minutes. Like that's tiring as fuck. Um, so, but I don't know. Keemstar, like I said, I'm going to go in on him a little bit more tomorrow night, but I kind of see it as a lot, a lot of foolishness. I already said I would do it. Uh, and I will, but also I'm, I'm not going to be jerked around on it. And the way they're trying to put it like Medicare a couple of days ago, Oh, Ralph's <coughs> Ralph's uh, bullshit. And he won't, uh, he's, he's trying to get out of it. And then I said, okay, well, you know what? Send me the contract now. Send me something. Send me some type of offer sheet, something. Yeah. Now. And I haven't gotten anything. And they're like, oh, Ralph's trying to fuck it up. It's like, no, I'm just calling you guys on your bullshit because you're trying to oh. set me up like I'm backing out. And I'm sitting there saying, send me the deal. And, and Keemstar is talking about Boogie fighting Sam Hyde. That's retarded. That's not going to happen. The, the more time you waste that's, on that, the more it makes me think you guys ain't serious at all is what it makes me think. But anyway. That's why I initially said it's all a distraction. Yeah from the SWAT spiracy. We got a little bit too close to the truth, so they created this whole thing of a distraction because Boogie and Sam Hyde. That's Sam not gonna... Hyde's a serious fucking fighter. He's not going to fight Boogie, okay, dude. Boogie could... First off, they're not going to let Boogie fight. Boogie could actually... Yeah. Okay. <sighs> There's a scenario where Boogie could die in that ring, uh, and, you know, they're just not going to let that happen. Medical commission's not going to let... The now, athletic commission... I've had, I've had guys tell me in fucking, like, voice chats on Discord that it's the same thing with you and Worski, that they won't commission it because of the weight difference. But, like, realistically, you're at 250. They'll commission Worski that. was, like, 160 when he yeah. was over here. He's probably up to 170, 180. And if you drop to, like, 230, it's not that far of a difference. No, it's not that far. They would commit. It's just a heavyweight fight. Uh, and yeah. it's an exhibition anyway. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, that could get, that could get signed. Um, but Keem it's Star like, is a f- though. Keemstar yeah. needs to get in on Jim's fucking chemo for his. That's right. That's right. It's like, man, you know what? I just see it as Keemstar fucking around, um, trying to hone in on this home in on this. Uh, and, it's not really serious, and I judge that by the fact that he's got Boogie involved. Um, and we'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes. I'm not. Uh, I'm not backing out at all. But I just don't think these guys are serious. That's why I've been talking shit on Twitter to him directly because it just doesn't seem serious. But we'll see. Uh, that's kind of my <laughs> mindset. I've been lifted. And um, I'm up to, like, almost 220 now. And, you know, to be honest with you, Ralph, like, I've, like, putting on weight. I've almost hit, like, a plateau where I'm at. Yeah. I'm trying to put on more weight. But, like, definitely my uh, base fucking rate of fucking calories or whatever has gone up. And it's harder to put on weight from here. But I'm going to get to, like, 225, 230. And um, I will train. Anonymous sent $20. Um, I don't know if Sam Hyde would want that because I'm not a big name and PVP is not a big name. But if uh, like Baked Alaska or fucking um, or Tux, I know you don't really like Tux, but Tux wants to fight PVP also. And those would be good fucking fights on the card. I'll do it if Sam Hyde will fucking. Do you know Tux was shaking? (laughs) Do you know Tux was shaking like a leaf on a tree 
when I had him thrown out of the event. He thought he was about to get his ass whooped at that event is what he thought. Like, he was actually yeah. shaking. Uh, and, like, one of the reasons I let him stay the first time, because I almost threw him out the first time and I let him stay because I just didn't fully understand, like, the, <laughs> what was going on. And I was trying to run the event at the same time, too, so I'm like, whatever. Uh, and then finally my guys are like, you got to get this guy out of here, here and, you know, have all these messages. <laughs> and so I went back up to him again. But the first time I went up to him even, he was shaking. Like, he was scared. No. You, no, he was no, really scared, God. dude. I'm not kidding. Like, he was super <laughs> scared. And so that kind of, like, made me think, oh, this guy's like, actually scared. Like, he's you, you, that's why I let him stay. And then I went back up to him. To say, well, you saw what happened to that one guy who elbowed me. Well, you didn't see what happened. Yeah. But anyway. No, that didn't happen. Chaggy doesn't have any footage. That didn't. Uh, that's that's Jesse making up stuff. Uh, that's Jesse making up stuff. Uh, but he was literally like. He was literally scared. You know, a little Texas two-step. Never hurt anybody. Uh, all right. Now, uh, let me uh, let me play a little bit of this. I don't, uh, you know, he was he was messing with the guards, and they had to take him down. They had to take action legally within the law and uh, bring. Well, have bring you seen in. Texas tranny photos? Um, no. Because Tex became a tranny at one point, right? He fucking no. like became a male to female tranny. At no, one no, point. no, 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 no. DJ Axel sent me these pictures. No, 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 no. no. Okay, send them. Send them. We have to send them. You have them now. We have to pull I, I these up. Wait, this guy that infiltrated. Wait, 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 wait. The guy who infiltrated my event on behalf of Flamenco <laughs> is a former male to female tranny? Or female? Uh, at one point, yeah. He says, new year, new me. Uh, so not anymore. He's repented. Tux is a Mormon, right? So Tux calls into my Bible studies from time to time, and we debate Mormonism versus Christianity. But, uh, yeah, last year Tux became a tranny. What in the f- <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Hold on, send me this, dude. We have to pull this up now, like people Let in the chat. Let me see if I can find it. I can probably fucking find it. Dude, this is like everything I've been saying for months. Literal tranny gang gang over there in the Flamenco chat. Like, this is... Unbelievable. I didn't know this. Oh, I found it. Oh, I my God. Here, here I'll, I'll fucking flip the camera over to it. Dude. <laughs> here's Dude, no, here's no, 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 no. There he is. No, 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 no. Axel posts that in the chat. And no, like, no, like no, it's no, a no, real no. woman. Dude, it says no. it, like, smash or pass. No. Hold on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be. That was him? Yeah. Dude, no. <laughs> uh, well, no wonder he was shaking. He thought I was going to grab him by the pussy. Is that what he was worried about? Oh, fuck. I, I, holy shit. Dude, I, I, I don't even know. <sighs> But New Year, New Tux. Tux has repented. Uh, new oh, year, yeah? New oh, yeah, New tux Year, New Tux. Is Tux for when he used to tuck his dick in between his legs? Is that, is that what it's, that stands for? Maybe. And he's you still know, on that gay shit. Oh, no, you don't even understand. He's still on that gay shit. He's always like, Tux loves you, and he's like doing all this heart emoji shit. He sent some guy. He posted in chat the other day. Somebody, fuck, I don't know if this was in an email or somebody posted it. 
in Discord or something, but he was like sending shirtless pics in Flamenco's Discord and stuff. Um, so I did see that, but I had no idea, Surfer, about this lore. This is just unbelievable here at 5 a.m. almost. This came out. <laughs> just as well, a- he had a couple sexual encounters oh. with trans. Right, like he no, was no, picking no. up trannies on fucking Grinder and Tinder, and uh, after bagging a few trannies, he decided to become a tranny. Oh no! Is <laughs> the lore behind it? Wait, so but Tux is repented now. Tux is a new man. Oh, he's a new man. He's yeah. Flamenco's head henchman, former <laughs> tranny who used to fuck trannies as well. I can't. He's yeah. Repented. He's repented through the Mormon church. Yeah, okay. Well, one step at a time. Sometimes they be- got to become a Mormon first before they become a true Christian. So we're working on Tux. We're trying to help him repent and um, come to the true church, come to the true light of Christ. But uh, it's one step at a time. <laughs> Same with Kai and Mormon Shaggy, right? But Kai and Mormon Shaggy weren't so far gone in their past. So... So he was he was male to female, right, and not female to male. He's not a training now. Yeah, I know he was. He was okay, I'm just making female. sure. Some people in chat were wanting clarification. I I don't even know what to say to this. Um, wow, uh, it does answer a lot of questions, though. It does. It it really does. Um, <laughs> this will definitely be making the clip channel as well. Uh, all right, now let's continue. <laughs> Kill stream clips over on Odyssey. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, continue with the Mormon film that we'll never get through. To build I don't even know what to say. I, I, I mean, I could literally. Talk, I, I guess we should talk about that more, but I just, I think that says it all, really. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's all. I, I I, yeah, I was gonna say that's all I got. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could. I don't know. Believe me, you'll hear me talk about it more anyway. Don't worry about it. I'll bring it up from now until eternity. But I, I, I don't really have any other takes on it this moment. Planet Earth, where the spirit children would be sent to take on mortal bodies and learn good from evil. Somebody said, Ralph's done for tonight. Honestly, I am done at this moment, but I have to finish this video anyway, just for the... ...stood and made his bid for becoming savior of this new world. Wanting the glory for himself, he planned to force everyone to become gods. Opposing the idea, the Mormon Jesus suggested giving man his freedom of choice, as on other planets. The vote that followed approved the proposal of the Mormon Jesus, who would become savior of the planet Earth. The Mormon Jesus. That sounds like you, Surfer. The Mormon Jesus. All right. Uh, no, I don't condone Mormonism. I, I just condone true Christianity. No, but I'm saying you were delineating between Jesus and Mormon Jesus. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it's like Godzilla and it's like Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Actually, I uh, on the note of Tux. Uh, buddy on Discord just sent me another video of uh, Tux on Dude. my fucking channel the other day saying New Year, New Me. So play this out, and then I'll send you this to play as well. It's just like a four-minute clip. New Year, New Me? Yeah, it's Tux saying New, Mir- new, <laughs> new Year, New Me. Axel's trying to call him out on his fucking tranny degeneracy, and he's saying, nope, New Year, New Me. This is- <laughs> That's where I get that from. I uh, saw somebody in chat say, oh, wait, hold on, I'll play it. 
Uh, we'll play the Mormon thing first. We, we, we all okay, yeah, you're right. Would become savior of the planet Earth. Enraged, Lucifer cunningly convinced one-third of the spirits destined for Earth to fight with him in revolt. Thus, Lucifer the? became the devil and his followers the demons. Sent to this world, they would forever be denied bodies of flesh and bone. Those who remained neutral in the battle were cursed to be born with black skin. This is the Mormon explanation for the Negro race. What the? The spirits that fought most valiantly against Lucifer would be born into Mormon families on planet Earth. These would be the lighter-skinned people, or white and delightsome, as the Book of Mormon describes them. Early Mormon prophets taught that Elohim and one of his goddess wives came to Earth as Adam and Eve to start the human race. Thousands of years later, Elohim, in human form once again, journeyed to Earth from the starbase. Holy shit. This time to have sex with the Virgin Mary. Dude. In order to provide Jesus with a physical body. <laughs> Dude. He so got in his in this version, God personally came down. With no immaculate conception in this retelling, it was uh, it was a long night. Is that, is that what I'm being led to believe? Um, well, this is what Mormons actually believe. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Shaggy tells me that Jesus showed up in a fucking like spaceship from Kolob. <laughs> Came down to earth like it's just fucking gotcha. He walks in. He walks into the house like Miss McMahon. Did you see him? Like what's like, watch out. He look at the guy he's walking. Now, why does Mormon guy walk like Miss McMahon? The, like, the grapefruits. Look, I don't know. What is, what is this? Pimp walk. What the fuck? Virgin Mary, in order to provide Jesus with a physical body. After Jesus Christ grew to manhood... By the way, thank you for that anonymous uh, drop that 20 a few minutes ago. Uh, I thought there was some music, but I think he just was chipping in. I appreciate that. Took at least three wives, Mary, Martha, and Mary Magdalene. Through these wives, the Mormon you know, Jesus, for whom Joseph right. Smith claimed... That's not bullshit. Like, Mormon Shaggy has literally told me that. He's tried to point me to, the, like... In scripture, where Mary and fucking Martha, like the verses about Mary and Martha, and say that they were fucking Jesus's wives. Like Shaggy has legitimately told me that. Like that's not bullshit. This isn't just propaganda. Like that's what they actually believe. Um, some of this might be a fabrication, but that is a hundred percent what they actually believe. It's telling the truth. Right, let's continue. In direct descent, supposedly fathered a number of children before he was crucified. According to the Book of Mormon, after his resurrection, evil. Jesus came to the Americas to preach to the Indians, who the Mormons believe are really Israelites. This has the creepy vibe of Unsolved Mysteries from the 90s. I don't know if you've ever seen any classic Unsolved Mysteries with, like, the creepy music. Some <laughs> fucked up. Sorry, it has the same 
music. I know. Oh, that is true too. Like Mormons actually have the most extensive genetic data out of any group in the world because they want to prove that the Native Americans yes. are the ten lost tribes of Israel. Like that actually is fucking true. It's not propaganda. No, they spend a lot of money on that, yeah. Thus, yeah. the Jesus of Mormonism established his church in the Americas as he had in Palestine. JF in the bottom right hand corner. Did did JF make this? Nah, that would be based if he if he had. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Damn, this shit's got good. Oh fuck! By the year 421 A.D., the dark-skinned Indian Israelites, known as Lamanites, <laughs> had destroyed all of the white Nephites in a number of great battles. We was Jews. The Nephites' records were supposedly written on golden plates and buried by Moroni, the last living Nephite in the hill Cumorah. 1,400 years later, a young treasure seeker named Joseph Smith, who was known for his tall tales, claimed to have uncovered these same gold plates near his home wow. in upstate New York. That's so wild that he found those there. He and is then now he lost honored the by the plate, so he couldn't show yeah. them to anyone. Yeah, well, well, that would have the added benefit of there's no original. They can't check his text. You know what I mean? Um, so it could always be evolving, right? So if they had the original plates, they could sit here and say, "Hey, Joe, you're not following the original plates, right? You're not following the original text." But if they don't exist, he can just say, "Well, I'm the only one who remembers." the original you see what i'm saying like i'm the only yeah. right well that's literally what happened by mormons no, as a prophet have that. like they legitimately have a fucking prophet who can like change yeah. the doctrine out of whim i know <laughs> you know they have to bow to the fucking modern prophet because he claimed to have had visions from the spirit world and what the fuck no, that's shaggy shaggy's trying to call me but shaggy can fuck off for now unless uh, you want him to call in he wants to defend mormonism I imagine so. Um, well, I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, which he was. Yeah, he will have his chance. Yeah, we'll let's get, just we'll say because it's almost five a.m. Well, that'll be its own show. And to yeah, organize yeah, the Mormon church. Yeah, tell him we'll have him on, but let's do it because it's almost five a.m. We're gonna. Because all yeah, Christian yeah. creeds were an abomination. It was Joseph Smith who originated most of these peculiar doctrines, which millions today believe to be true. By maintaining a rigid code of financial and moral requirements and through performing secret temple rituals for themselves on, on, and the dead. Shaggy has messaged me on Discord and said, as I understand it, God sent Christ on a ship of light. Spaceship. <laughs> the Latter-day Saints hope to prove their worthiness and thus become gods. The Mormons teach that everyone must stand at the final judgment before Joseph Smith, the Mormon Jesus, and Elohim. Those Mormons who were sealed in the eternal marriage ceremony expect to become polygamous gods in the <laughs> celestial kingdom, rule over other Amen. planets, and spawn new families throughout eternity. The 
Mormons thank God for Joseph Smith, who claimed that he had done more for us than any other man, including Jesus Christ. The Mormons believe that he died as a martyr, shed his blood for us, so that we too may become gods. Wow. Although there are See, thousands... I would have liked to have had Kai talk about, is any of that true? Like, I mean, I don't know. ...of Mormon churches throughout the world. There are you only know, a few you know dozen. What, Ralph, you know what you should have? You should honestly have uh, Kai and Mormon Shaggy, like, as a team against Adam Green and some other fucking, like, pagan idiot uh, to debate theology. That actually would be a good debate. Uh, Shaggy is a very zealous guy. Kai seems very reasonable. Not like Kai. Kai's really nice. All right, let me let me finish yeah. this. In Mormon temples, these massive structures play a vital role in the Mormons' quest for godhood. Mormons must engage in a series of occultic rituals inside the temple in order to become a candidate for godhood. Only an elite selection of devout Mormons are allowed to enter. To do so, the potential Mormon god must adhere to a strict code of ethics, including abstinence from tobacco or caffeine-based products, paying a full tithe to the Mormon church, and wearing of the we magic Mormon underwear out. 24 hours a day. He has to receive a satisfactory interview from his bishop and from his stake president. There he's asked, or she has asked, certain rather penetrating questions about their worthiness, their morality. If he's a full tithe peer, that is the only way that we can be with our Heavenly Father. Otherwise, uh, we could not be in his presence. The motivation for the Mormon male to commit to such requirements is the promise of endless celestial sex with wow. thousands of goddess wives, along with a personal planet to rule and reign over. However, Mormon males who fail to meet all of the necessary requirements risk being castrated upon their entrance to heaven. What the fuck? So you can see why the temple is so wait, important. Wait, 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 wait. That seems... Uh... Rather drastic. No, Shaggy has told me these things, like in fucking personal conversation, right? Like, <laughs> this is legitimate. And that's why it's so appealing to a lot of young men, right? Like, imagine having a fucking, imagine you become God and you just have this planet full of fucking women that you just get to have sex with for eternity. I mean, I've, yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. Who fail to meet all of the <laughs> this sounds bad, though. necessary requirements risk being castrated upon their entrance to heaven. So you can see why the temple is so important to the Latter-day Saint. Because if he is worthy to go into the temple and there receive the sacred ordinances and covenants and keep them, he can eventually grow into becoming a god himself. This Tell me who God the Father is to you. Wait, say it again. Say it again. This man there has sex with many <laughs> celestial <laughs> angels. He's already banging him now because that was like 30 years ago. He is like <laughs> you and I, every human being on the face of the earth. Oh, is he a man? Yes, he is. How did he get to be God? <laughs> huh? He, oh. He's perfect in every way. So if we are perfect, can we become like God? Yes, ma'am. There was an excerpt, The Secret World of Mormonism. That was the full doc, I guess. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe we'll have to. I think I remember saying this last time that I might get the 
that full documentary. But uh, anyway, we'll do another show on Mormonism. I'm about to wrap up because it's literally 5 a.m. Uh, here on the East Coast. Uh, and we went. Well, you know what? I said 4 or 5 when I started, but I wasn't for sure. But we got a full four-hour stream in. I got to get some sleep because I'm going to do the barbecue and then the cozy cookout. Well, hold on. And hold then on. Just a couple things. Sure. Back. Yeah, yeah. We're not leaving just yet. I'm going to let you yeah. say what you want and stuff. But. Yeah, go ahead. I, if you have time for it, I wanted to show you because. So, have you ever heard of Warhammer? Yes. You have heard of Warhammer? Yeah, but I'm like not like game, super, but like the streamer. Oh yeah, Arch Warhammer or whatever. Yeah. Warhammer is the most autistic man on the internet, and Warhammer, like he calls himself Little Shimmy and does raps. So, since Mormon Ooh. Shaggy has been fired from his job for his religious convictions, Warhammer has said that he was sending emails to Mormon Shaggy's job to get him fired. And Warhammer did a freestyle to just a little bit by no. 50 Cent about fucking about Shaggy. And I sent it to you. I called it autism just a little bit. I so, if you want to go quick, we'll skip the, uh, the four minute tux video I sent you. If you have time, you know, you might be interested in not the four minute talks video but we should watch that we should watch the clip autism just a little bit i sent you maybe fucking all right let me pull it let me talk video let me pull the talks video over eventually someday maybe maybe before jim dies i'll finish the game okay so talks went on grinder and he had a threesome with a fratty and their boyfriend new year new me <laughs> and pause it. In the context, um, this is this is my show the other night, and I was playing Crash Bandicoot without Worski on the Unoxide thing. So it's me. It's a guy named uh, Sam B. It's the Simp Show, and he's like a fucking Dick Masterson a log. Yeah. And then the guy with the pizza fucking avatar is fucking DJ Axel, and then Tux is here as well. So that's what this is. New Year, New Me. Let's hear that again. Maybe. Maybe before Jim dies, I'll finish the game. Okay, so Tux went on Grinder and he had a threesome with a fratty and their boyfriend. New Year, New Me. Also, he sounds psychotic the way who talks like this, but. Uh... This actually happened in my mind. What year did this happen? Last year, bro. New Year, New Me. <laughs> are we talking, you know, this time last year? Are we talking like December? No, we talking a year ago. <laughs> Eight months ago. No, half a year ago, dude. New Year, New, new, year, new, new. Okay, so Flamico's right. definitely a f Like, there's no question. Like, I mean, there's just so much evidence that Flamico is Like, I just. Flamico is the biggest Like, he literally, yeah. like. One of PvP's capos per Spicacity is like a legitimate homosexual and like really sounds like it in his voice, but yeah. like Franco actually sounds more like more of a homosexual than this man. And yeah. that's when like when I was on in the politically provoked chat when fucking Big Tech was going against Flamenco, I was saying that. I said Flamenco's the most homosexual sounding man on the internet. <laughs> you know, like he legitimately is. <laughs> I agree, uh, and I've thought that for a long time. Uh, oh, shit, I didn't mean to move the, uh, the thing there. Okay, let me play this. So, Axel, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here because I don't know if this is true or this is a bit. <laughs> I don't know what that is on the screen. It's nothing. I can't. I don't think it's anything bad, but I'm just going to take it off anyway. 
He told us in the car on the way to the tranny. He told us. Well, like on Discord, he was like, hey, get in. Yes. Uh, you know, get in. I'm going for yeah. yes. you. Know, yeah. He just keeps repeating this. Does he do that the whole time? I imagine. I don't really remember. I haven't watched this clip, to be honest. But oh, someone's said that. Oh, Axel, touch his foot on. Also, it had a pussy, so it's it's like varying degrees here. It was bad, though. Immune to me. Yeah, okay, so the tranny was uh, female to male. Okay. Yeah, it was disgusting. He fucked a female to male tranny? Yeah, I know. He fucked a few trannies. He, like, picked them up on fucking... And was the tranny himself uh, turning... Uh... Have boobs? They used to. They had them cut off. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, boobs are so it was like a dyke, is what you're saying. He had some... Yeah, yeah. New Year, uh, New Year. Here's the... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It gets new year, new year. <laughs> it was not just her. It was also her boyfriend. New Year, 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 New Circle basically that he's been promoting and trannies and literal. Yeah, well, well, Tuck certainly interacts with Medicare on some level, and I guess he's interacting with fucking Dick too, is what they're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, believe that. I don't doubt that he probably sent him a message or something. He's trying to, me- he's been trying to message everybody and like climb up the ladder or whatever. Yeah, he tried to no, smooth things. Like yeah, he tried to smooth things over with me. I told him to get fucked. I was like, don't contact me again, bitch. Uh, he sent me the email. He sent me the email. Yeah. Said. Yeah, well, what do you think? Uh, was on <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say, oh, it's cool. No, it's not cool. Fuck you. Now that he I know you. He asked me on this stream to try to fucking smooth things over with you and him. <laughs> yeah. You see how that request went. Uh, I'm glad you went the other way with it. Though. Right. Well, last, I saw Sam. Jim called into some fucking oh, show with no. some anime. So, you know, oh, Flamenco. Like- Flamenco sent $10. Everyone thinks I sound like I'll have you know, I draw the line at butt stuff. That's right. Really? Butt stuff. I don't. Oh, no. I, I've never fucked a lady boy before. I'm not saying I would oppose it, but oh, I am no. saying that I have never fucked I lady boys before. Sorry, fam. I have never the Zelda music too. That's worse. N- never sucked tight lady boy cock. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no, Flamenco. Flamenco draws the line at Femdom's fingering his ass. Right. Yeah, he's totally against that. <laughs> yeah. He draws the line at the peg. He lets them peg him, but that's it. This is. Oh man, I, I hate that this is happening at five a.m. because this is just unbelievable to me. Uh, this whole sequence of reveals the last hour. Or so, all right, let's finish this. It's got like a minute. Into that sort of thing. Jim, no, Jim, Jim goes in, goes on to a lot of smaller streams. He's like, he's been kind of. I guess he's like, I don't know. How, does he not actually? I don't know how sick he is or you know, no how loud this condition is. Oh, you doubting you doubting uh, Daddy Jim's cancer there? That doesn't sound very. That doesn't sound like a true believer. He might have to come after you for that. There's a bunch of nobodies with like full Jim streams on him. He does that. He's done that for yeah. forever. Yeah, he does that all the time. He's kind of a bro about that. He'll just like go on anyone's stream and he thinks they're interested. When. Jim does when the whole training. I hope Jim certainly. It would really piss me off, Jim, if you go on this training stream. I would really be upset. That would be the worst. That'd be the best way to get at me, Jim. I would be so upset. This guy infiltrated my event. You saw how mad I was. Oh man, it would really enrage me if you went on this guy's show. Maybe when I get on the coast TV, he'll come on my show too. Who? Wait, is that gonna be a hand sucker? Are you gonna go with Rosie? No, you know I might actually pursue that. I say that as a joke, but I might actually pursue that. Well, Beardsy, Beardsy, still on there? Also, credit to Axel. I gotta take a, a tip of the cap to Axel for this one. No, no. Okay, so you crossed the stream. Who? Who was already splash damage? When you cream pied her. Oh was it gosh. the you cream pied first and, and then uh, the, the husband cream pied her or was it the other way around? I can't I can't remember which one of us went first, but it doesn't really matter. Knew you knew me. <laughs> wow, Flamenco's top lieutenant. Doesn't really matter. New year, new man. You made the batter. Did did anybody lick the the? Oh come on! Um, (laughs) New year, new. This is the same. See, that's their that's their problem. It's new year, new me. When it comes to them, with me, it's the same old, same old right here on the kill stream. You know what you're gonna get. There is no new year, new me. It's always the Ralph Mail right here. Surfer, man, you spent a lot of time. I thought this was a great episode, uh, and I'm going to have some clipping to do uh, as well from this one. Uh, so I appreciate it. I feel like you need to come back for another Saturday episode, maybe uh, later this month or early June or something like that. Uh, yeah, if, whatever you want, bro. Yeah, whatever man. I thought it was fun. Great. Thanks for having me on. I think it was um, fun but, enough to do another one. But hold on. The one thing I want you to play is fucking uh, – sure. Warhammer, Warhammer, oh, yeah. fucking last year. You didn't send it to me though. Send me the clip. He was fired. You know, Ralph, you could have a good fucking debate between uh, Warhammer and Shaggy. I sent you the clip. I, I don't think, see it. I think I called it autism just a little bit. I don't see it though. Um, I'm looking in the. I'm looking on Discord. I don't see it. Uh, oh wait, I do see it. I see. Is it from Rediscovered Mormon Shaggy stream? I see. 
Warhammer. I'll, I'll send it to you again. It's just a uh, just a short clip. So this is Warhammer, and this is why I say you should have Warhammer. Versus is that it? I'll, I'll it? send it to you again. Here it is. Okay. Uh, there it is. It's oh, called okay. autism, just a little bit. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I did see that up there actually. Okay. Hi, this is so funny. You'll like this. This is so fucking jokes. This is the one thing I wanted to play. By the way, shout out to Surfer as well because he uh, submitted a lot of those Coach Red Pill clips last week when Coach Red Pill wasn't dead. What did you think about that, actually? I could ask you about that real quick because you were you guys did some stuff with Coach Red Pill. Did you, do you think he's faking it? Like uh, I saw Mark Call, he was on with me earlier playing Com- Command and Conquer, and he said he thought Coach Red Pill was faking uh, well, I think the fact that we haven't heard from Coach since that stream he did where he called in, like, right after he fucking, like... He's on Twitter, though. He's been tweeting again. a little bit. I think I think Coach is, was actually abducted by the fucking Azov. And um, they took away all his electronics and told him he can't be fucking putting out the Russian propaganda anymore. And Coach is probably fucking, like, under their watch now. Um, he might actually be dead now. <laughs> but you know, I like Coach. I I haven't interacted with Coach like you have, but I um, I interacted with Coach one time uh, PVP because PVP and Godwinson used to interact with Coach all the time, right? Um, so one time PVP after he moved in here, he was on a Google Hangouts fucking call with Coach, like not streamed or anything. But I called into it, and I didn't connect with Coach like PVP or Godwinson did, but I said a couple words to him. But I like Coach, you know. By the way, yeah. people in chat saying he did an interview yesterday, 100% he be- believe he faked it. That's kind of where I'm at. I didn't know he did an interview yesterday, but I just think he faked it. I think he's full of shit. Uh, well, Coach is a charlatan. Yeah, he is. You know, Coach is a fucking, like, the epitome Fraud. of a scam artist. When they right? say grifter, <laughs> I feel like that's, use, uh, you know, I don't feel like a grifter from a super chat. This motherfucker's a legit grifter, stolen people's websites. <laughs> he's put off, you know, fake GoFundMes where the book never came out. Lied about his Hollywood background, his writing background. Like this guy's a legitimate grifter, uh, and even the stuff with Kraut. Like when he tried to say Kraut doxed him, Kraut didn't actually dox this guy. He was on RT News using his name Gonzalo Lira. Now, if you go on a fucking YouTube channel and say you're Coach Red Pill, and somebody finds out, no, it's actually this guy named Gonzalo Lira. He was on RT <laughs> News for all these years. It's not doxing to say that's who that is. That's just a reveal. You know what I mean? You don't have fucking permanent immunity from saying you're not that person. You know what I mean? Like that not being revealed. You're a public figure. You're trying to affect public speech, and it came out you were somebody else. Well, guess what? That's just your problem. You weren't able to keep your identity secret. That's your fucking fault. Uh, And so that was bullshit. He tried to say that wasn't him, uh, which it was, clearly. He came on this show and lied and said he wasn't Gonzalo Lira, which he clearly is, and he goes by that name now. Complete (laughs) bullshit. Lies, kind of like Randbot. I don't know if you saw the shit with his sloppy, nasty wife, uh, and when he was on this show, we had a video of Randbot looking at the camera and saying, "This is me. I'm happy to face docs now, and this is just what it is now." And then he got on the show and said that wasn't him. Why <laughs> we played the video? wife looks like Yentl from that recent episode <laughs> of fucking South Park with Kurt, Rabbi Cartman and his fucking Jewish wife Yentl. Is that what Rambot hates? Rambot's wife looks like. Dude, I think that's why he hates Jews so much, honestly. There's no way she's not. I mean, like, she is. 
gefeltified. Like it is, uh, yeah, yeah. She can teach me a few fucking <laughs> gefilte fish recipes. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's could teach us a lot about the Torah, I think. Hi, but no, I have a, uh, I have a real soft spot for coach because I come from slimy sales. You know my history now. I come from <laughs> Sales. I come from slimy fucking persuasion and slimy fucking sales, so I get it. Coach is studying all that. I, <laughs> no, I have a soft spot for coach. Because I guarantee. Right, crush on Warhammer. Yes, we all really know. Haifa has a crush on Warhammer. Yes, we all truly know. Haifa's got a crush on the Warhammer. Hyper the video's choppy, but just wait for his fucking jokes. We know that you all have a crush on little shimmy. And just a minute, we're all going to hear a big freestyle. We all know what in the that fuck? has a big crush on the war. Wait till you hear his freestyle, Ralph. Just wait yes, for the fucking does. freestyle. All right, I'll wait, I'll wait. We all know that Haifa has a crush on Mr. Warhammeroo. On Warroo Hammeroo. Indeed, it's definitely true. We all know that Haifa has a crush on me. We all know that Hypa has a crush on Warhammer. We all know that she has a crush on me. Okay, that's enough of that. Here we go. Little shimmy in the house, always up on the bite of house, always on the high end. This is where we go and be getting it. More and shaggy up, throw the roll, little shimmy. More and shaggy up, Mormon Shaggy ain't got no ballsy. He's just a wussy. Living what the in fuck? Trailer, <laughs> can't handle for a hiler. <laughs> hey Shaggy, ain't got no job, ain't got no spot. I freestyle for a living. You cruising for a cruising, ain't got no cruising. Ain't got no roasting, got roasted so hard. You ain't got no balls, bitch. You're just bitch. Mormon bitch ass motherfucker. That's where this ass bitch. Baby. He see, he just watched this cartoon right before he dropped this. Clearly, he'd just seen that cartoon. Little shimmy up on the house. This is where it's on the house, bitch. Baby, let's just be going. Hey, Mormon bitch. <laughs> I can't stay serious, dude. <laughs> Quit your bitching, Mormon faggot. <laughs> this is little shimmy's hour. You roasted, got roasted so hard, lost your job, ain't got no style, no talents, no gimmicks. Why don't you go? Got no gimmicks. Go postal like Lance Catrellaru. Oh, Dimeru. Oh, Dimeru, I was going Cry on the shoulders of the dime. Don't cry on the shoulders of the dime, Yoru. Then you do that, boy. You get quit your fiction, boy. You ain't got no spot, no shot. You shot jockey. You ain't going on no kill stream, motherfucker. <laughs> I am. Or maybe I won't. Lost his job. Ain't got no spot. Lost like the fog. Ain't got no freestyle. I just freestyle for a living. Oh. 
always on the high end of heaven, baby. That's just where it is. Safe men in Christ. Safe by the name of the old Yo, bitch ass ain't coming on the kill stream now. Jesus Christ, Zeru. He called it out. Let's just be go, Zeru. Let's just be getting it real day soon. Forge gang, forge gang, forge gang. Let's go. I'm at peak adrenaline, baby. Adrenaline junkie. Adrenaline. That's right, Paul Town says white kid drops bars and whole hood shows support. That's right. These studio gangs don't know what the real is. Oh, fake it, posing, trifling ass pose. Shielded and gripped in and all up like that. Baby, let's just see where you biz, bro. Where your chills, bro. You ain't got no froze, homie. No froze, no flows. And no bankrolls. Roasted by the forge. Smelted away and casted out into the flames of the almighty. The flame of Hades. Let's go. No Fradies for real bees. Just chill bees. Chill, kill, chill, kill, kill by the chill. You better be well. Chill by the kill, baby. This is little shit. Chill by the kill. Spell. This guy's had a long standing beef with Mormon Shaggy, right? Like they go fucking back and forth. Um, this guy, he thinks you mentioned him one time on the kill stream, Ralph, which I don't think is the case, but like he's been scouring the internet ever since someone told him that for the clip where you mentioned. Well, you know what? Maybe I did. I don't know. What would have been the context of the, (laughs) but I think a debate because he's fucking called out Mormon. Let's do it on the kill stream. What do you think? No, Shaggy versus Warhammer on the kill stream. Let's do it. No. All right, let's hey, do it. Last clip I want you to play, Ralph. No, wait, I gotta go. Clip. It's like five thirty. I gotta go to sleep. Okay, real quick. If it's very this, quick, this, this one's quick. It's 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 fucking Warhammer. It's more because Warhammer does an impression of Shaggy, right? And this is his fucking um his promo on Shaggy, where he's pretending to be Shaggy, and it's fucking jokes. But that's it. That's all I want you to play. Fuck you, chat. Chat said just one more. Just clip. to hyphen up. This Hello, is everyone. Warhammer. I don't know if I'm gonna play this whole clip. Know. It's like seven minutes, but. It's Norman Shaggy. I'm just drinking some gin here. I'm just drinking me some gin here in the RV. Yeah. I went Mormon to Shaggy has an RV. Some... Yeah, Shaggy sent you because at his previous job, like they paid room and board and he lived in the facility where he did uh, counseling, right? So yeah. since he's been fired, he's moved back into his trailer. And there's actually a clip of Shaggy back in the day of him like dressed up like a fucking like SS officer. With like the fucking like Nazi flag and like a picture of Murdoch Murdoch behind him where he's fucking like he's fucking going. Right? So Shaggy comes from the trailer. Shaggy was living with fucking um in the fucking compound where he did um like he counseled the youth. But uh, now he's back in the trailer and since that he's moved back in with his dad. Uh, friends to shoot some rounds with a gun that's about the size of my dick. 
my 38 revolver and my three inch dick they're about the same size well two inch dick I, I tend to overestimate the real size of my peewee I'm just drunk here <laughs> Sounds like Medicare. Well, I'm still sucking up about the loss of my job. This guy's yeah. writes Medicare's jokes. You know, I was so <laughs> dumb to upload different videos where I showed myself driving back and forth between my job and my house. And yeah, <clears throat> I just wanted to tell y'all the truth. I just wanted to tell you all the truth about it, but... I was not really fired from my job. I quit so that I could collect unemployment benefits. Yeah. That's really what happened. Yeah. I, I quit my job after I worked there for six months so that I could collect unemployment benefits. That way I could, you know, not have to work or go to, you know, not have a job. And basically, you know, still be addicted to drugs and alcohol. I can collect or draw unemployment. It's not Big Papa Fascist, no. Now, <laughs> since I worked at that compound for six months, I quit my job, actually, so that I can just drink with friends and smoke weed. Damn, yeah. nice. You know, I, I really, I really am not a serious religious person, not in the slightest bit. You know, he's calling now. Tell him. Oh, that was Shaggy. Again. Yeah, they he's on the call. Shaggy. Shaggy's gonna probably. That's call. why I told Surfer on the stream that I was a polytheist. You know, I, I talk about how uh, the Mormons only follow Christ and only believe in Christ. You know, but in reality, I'm a polythe I'm a polytheist man. That's, <laughs> That's why I read I read the Quran. Because All right, I'm not gonna play the whole thing because there's like five more minutes. But I think we <laughs> yeah. get the, I think we get the idea. I'm down to host their uh, their uh, blood sports. I'd love to do that. So uh, oh well, it'd be fucking keen. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm 100 percent in, bro. This is my stream an hour. I stream. Like, yeah, see, you're just hitting your prime. Hour, I'm bro. like, if I don't get some sleep soon, it's gonna fuck with my day tomorrow. All the streaming I gotta do then. So, uh, but I think we hit it all uh, pretty well tonight. So promote your stuff though. We'll do another one next month. Yeah, uh, Drunken Surfer. My channel on YouTube is Drunken Surfer. I um, I have the odd e-drama stream, but I try to focus more on productive stuff. We do a Bible study every Sunday. I'd love to have you guys for Bible study if anyone wants to call in. We take call-ins at the end of Bible study. If anyone has any insights or questions about the... Um, about the scripture we read, we uh, we welcome that from all walks of life, uh, so we can get to the truth together. Other than that, we do the punt the gun to embrace the gun competition on Tuesday, and uh, right now, me and Robbie, my buddy Robbie, who's the owner and operator of Julie World, you know, host of the Cowboard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me and Robbie, we, we're doing Crash Bandicoot streams to felt Joker Worski. Because Worski is a joker fucking idiot. So we're going to felt him by unlocking an oxide. And other than that, I do the Audi drama stream, like sort of sporadically. 
uh, like the mustard man stream I did the other day when Jesse got one fucking PPP got felted by Jesse. I did the stream because the mustard man can because PPP talks about since he's dyed his hair blonde, that he's the gold standard from the top on down trying to take after Ralph. But really, he's just the mustard standard from the top on down. And on that note, really, he's just a, he's just a cheap imitation with a cheap dye job. You saw me when I got my hair dyed; it was three hundred dollars downtown Miami. You know that's how I roll. He he bought some Revlon shit from Walgreens or whatever the fuck they call it in in Canada, uh, and it looks like shit. Yeah. It looks like shit. But anyway, go ahead. Well, PVP really looks up to you, Ralph. You guys are very similar, actually, much more than you're different, like in your interests and everything. And that's why I had the fucking jitters or whatever they were saying when I was coming on, because I have another big guy to stream with. (laughs) Well, you know... You never know how the ball will bounce, I guess. Uh, so we're sitting here doing streams together. I didn't really think that would be the case, but uh, I really like you. I think you're a pretty cool guy. Uh, I've gotten to know you a little bit. I mean, you know, not deep necessarily, but we talked a little bit, uh, and I get along with you. I think you're pretty cool, and so I was glad we could do this show. I hope we can do another one next month, and we'll keep talking. Maybe yeah. you can come on. I'll keep doing these big shows, too, where you could come on and guest maybe uh, on some of those, too. Um, but another dedicated show like this next month, I think, would be good on a Saturday night if you're down. Yeah. And no, a hundred percent. And actually on that note, and it will just be a regular on, show. It won't be like all about PPP or whatever. We can just do a regular show. Uh, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. No, whenever yeah, you want yeah, yeah. me to call in Ralph, I'm yeah. free to fucking call in. As okay, long as but, I'm fucking free, I'll for sure call in. Awesome. Um, the, uh, but on that note of the mustard man, we're actually hosting a mustard man competition right now. We have a few submissions. Okay. So, um, you know, people are doing Mustard Man songs, whether it be a rendition of the Candyman can that they've changed to the Mustard Man can, or it's the Mustard Man song by CKY. But whatever your take on the Mustard Man is, we're open to it. And we're having a Mustard Man art competition right now. And uh, the deadline for the competitions is May 1st. Oh, fuck, it's May 1st it's already. Today, as I said, it's May so 1st now. I'll, I'll extend it just because I'm announcing it right now. Yeah, give it a couple more. I'll extend it to May 2nd. Okay. So if anyone has a rendition of The Mustard Man, uh, get it in by tomorrow, May 2nd, and uh, we'll do an art competition. And whoever has the best Mustard Man video, I'll send 100 rose tokens to, which we know will be going to $10 a piece. by the end of the month not financial advice (laughs) but uh the mustard man competition stands so anyone that's got a rendition of the mustard man send it in other than that tune in to bible study on the drunken surfer channel on youtube tomorrow um and ralph i'll be looking for your weigh-ins i got your weigh-in tonight send me a weigh-in next friday bro because you're actually winning in the competition will do i want to win it and i want to get down to 225 by july 5th we'll see if i make it thank you sir for free time tonight and i'll talk to you soon yeah have a good night bro thanks for letting me call in all right you too man uh surf is a really good guy i like him i hope you guys enjoyed the show we got we got everything in tonight, and we went a little offbeat there at the end. We got the tux reveal. Holy shit. I'll definitely be talking about that more in the coming days again and again and again, kind of like how he was taking tranny dick and 
dick dick apparently again and again and again sad to see another medical lieutenant outed as a another flamenco flamenco and his associates out as a God. Sad to see, ladies and gentlemen, but hilarious to see. Tomorrow night, Big Tech. Looks like it's just going to be Big Tech alone against Big Papa Fascist and Zen Shapiro. What is going to happen? Only on the kill stream. We'll probably start that around 5 or 6. Going to try to uh, do a little uh, grilling stream as well around, I don't know, 2 maybe. So check that out. Wooza, the Ralpha Mail is signing off, Sarah. You are correct, but we have a bonus tune after this one. After this one, for the live audience, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed the bonus content, Mr. No Days Off. So I'm going all the way to Friday. No stops, no breaks on this fucking train. Will that be like two weeks in a row, I guess? I will take next weekend off, though. <laughs> Later. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure.